Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. Time last parade. Pumper Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing is coming at you. It's Monday, March 13th, 6.02 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening, everybody. Great show. Thank you for everything you guys do for us. Sponsored deals on PulpMXShow.com for all the discount codes for all of our different partners and everything else. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll pay you, kind of, to listen to our show a little bit. And um, it's great to have you on board. Adam Cincerello will join us. The Jaytona 250 Supercross winner. Almost three years to the day of his last win. He will join us, of course. AC coming on our show Monday after his first win in three years is about as obvious as it gets. But what about Jeremy Martin? Second place at Daytona. J-Mart will be on on the 450 class. We'll, uh, lots to talk about with J-Mart. Uh, and uh, looking forward to having him on. Davey Coombs will be on. Ustream and MX Sports announced an agreement that uh, really uh, shocked the shit out of me, to be honest. And uh, so we'll have Davey on uh, to talk a little bit about that and everything that's happening with that. And uh, looking forward to uh, to having you guys aboard. Get it on iTunes. Get it on Stitcher. Get it while well, we think get it on Stitcher. Uh, they've been really dropping the ball lately, too. Get it on the Pulp MX app. Also, Patreon uh, on our site. Sign up for Patreon if you want. Get a little bit of uh, uh, a head access of podcasts. Get a little sneak preview of podcasts that we do for you people. And uh, some discounts on some products, some, some free shirts and things like that. We thank those you people at Patreon for supporting us. Amazon banner on PulpMX.com if you're going to make a purchase just on Amazon, go to the banner on pulpamex.com, and then go, uh, that takes you to Amazon, make your purchase, and uh, we get a small slice of that. Love this guy right here. And also, too, uh, the Steve Mathis Classics, don't forget about those podcasts, the one, volumes 1, 2, and 3 on iTunes, or any podcatcher. Steve Mathis Classics, lots of podcasts there, lots of things in the in the backgrounds, and please check it out on that, and uh, we appreciate that. Also, uh, commercial word of the day, we're going to do that again. This week, uh, so pay attention to the commercials, and we will pipe in with a word of the day, and uh, that winner will win something random uh, from us. And uh, we got the BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment. We got the X Brand Goggle Tariffs, Race Tech Suspension Emails, Gear Alloy Cold Call. We have the NFAB JGR Check In with Thomas Victor from NFAB, and we have the Truck Hero Question of the Day. So we thank those guys for uh, for coming on. Also too. BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB, Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Best Bars and Sprockets Around, Fantastic Company, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, KTMPartsExpress.com, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, Get Data, and Ride Engineering on board with us, as well as Two Under, the best men's underwear out there, all of our discount codes, everything else is on there. Thank you again for listening. Let's get going. Uh, first up, uh, he's, he's been in the studio a few times before, and uh, we're welcoming him back in again. He, he's single-handedly revived the Pro Taper brand of bars and sprockets and foot pegs. He is a former national title-winning mechanic with Dean Wilson at Pro Circuit, which means 
a hell of a lot more than my summer cost win, unfortunately. And uh, he's a good friend of mine. We're welcoming him back on the show. Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? Steve, what's happening? How are you? I'm good. You really liking those I'm, I'm getting such a good laugh out of these. So you always talk about your Manitoba titles. So yeah, I'm looking at this. Yeah. Yes, yes. So in 1988... You were schoolboy A. Yeah. But then yet in, yet in 1990, you were in the novice class. Everybody in Canada has to go through novice. That's how you did it. No matter how good you were, you couldn't jump the B. Yeah, but you were in A class already two years ago. No, that's 80s. Schoolboy school A. 80s. They make you ride novice. Everybody in Canada goes 80s, novice, intermediate, mm. expert. You have to do that. Oh, so, okay. All right. I'm still laughing a little no, bit. No, that's fine. That's cool. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure why we have those in the studio, but thanks for coming in, Paul. Hey. Um, yeah, thanks for having everything me. Everything at yeah. ProTaper, good? ProTaper.com, brand yeah. new website, right? Yeah, we have a new website. Um, Vortex Racing. Yeah, <laughs> new website, and uh, everything's working good. I'm happy where it's at finally, so um, that's been a big task for a while. A lot of things. Just There's always a lot to do, so um, we don't, you know, it's I do a bunch over there, so there's always something to do. You do. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about uh, maybe Loretta's comeback for you, your national champion Loretta's two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. Rumors are flying. You may be back in. We'll talk to you about that. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, also, to Daytona. Lots to talk about with Daytona. Also in studio, the 100% Goggles National Sales Manager, Charles Castlew. What's up, Charles? How are you, man? Not much. Just uh, in town for a cycle gear show. Um, here, checking out the Lions Den. And what do you? What's your early thoughts on the Lions Den? Because you're a listener. I you're, am. you're a listener of the show. So. Absolutely. It's um, not as janky as you make it out to be. <laughs> And there's, I mean, the memorabilia, you can, you've constantly undersold the amount of stuff that's in this uh, room. And there's, there's more in closets, too. Like, Pookie <laughs> won't let me put it out. I wonder why. I don't Just know. Um, thanks for coming in, though. 100% goggles. Everything good there. You're yeah. national sales manager. So a little bit removed from the racing end of things, which you used to do uh, um, back in the day. But um, how are you liking it? It's great. I mean, the brand's growing like crazy. And x brand goggles. Yeah, Rich is a good guy. I like X Brand too. Um, <laughs> Paul loves when I throw that in. So, uh, but yeah, things are things are great. The brand's growing, and it's uh, it's exciting times to work there, there for sure. There are some people in the industry. Look, X Brand goggles, Vortex is a big part of our show and everything else. And there are some people in the industry that would never invite like competing competing guys in to talk about their brands. Sure, that's not what I do. No, and it's not awesome. going to do that. I'm we're not we're do all that. in the motorcycle industry. We, we all are. Want. A rising tide lifts all 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 boats, and you guys are two cool people in the industry with lots to offer. Happy to have you in. Not as cool as some people in the industry. Let's not be honest. No, let's, I am not that sweet. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm happy to have you guys here. I'm just busting your balls on it. We love X Brown Goggles and Vortex, but 100% and Pro Taper. Yeah, whatever. Hey, awesome. we're all in the same boat together. Maybe I'll be working for 100% next year. Maybe we will be working for Pro Taper next yeah, year. Maybe, you never, maybe never you know. Work for Vortex. You never know. <laughs> you it can happen. You don't know. You don't know what'll happen. Um, 702-586-PULP. Please give us a call and uh, uh, pretty much anything uh, you want on your mind uh, we'll ask you we're giving away a fly racing goggle bag and grande roller bag tonight on the wow, show grande must so be big if either one of you jerkies if we get a call from someone that you like like or you think's a good question yeah just be like hey what about the fly stuff because i'll probably forget <laughs> okay so uh, okay just, if you like somebody good question give the guy the grande yeah whatever or if some guy calls in and says he's a big fans of your guys or whatever either way probably not uh, now charles your brother uh mohead yep uh dean wilson's mechanic at yeah. the rockstar husky so yeah He's uh he's he's super super stoked working for Dean actually he says he's a super hard working kid and yeah. kind of hard on equipment. Also, oh, it'd be the exact opposite of Christoph Purcell. Correct. Okay, <laughs> just Correct. checking. Correct. Uh, it- over there in the corner, he's producing the show. He's holding it down. He's already got uh, calls on hold. He is the backflipper himself, the Dune Goon. T marks. 
Hello. What's up, Mark's dog? I'm getting a thumbs up right now. <laughs> He's a backflipper. <laughs> Mark's dog. <laughs> Stop it. I want to watch that on, on Facebook Live. Hey, so what do I got to do, out- do on the output for Facebook Live? Go I'm up sh- more? I'm not sure. But it, yeah, we got to go. We got to turn the volume up. Up, okay. Yeah, we got to turn the volume. Just up. tell me that, bro. I did uh, uh, about five minutes ago. No, but I went up. Now oh. I just went up more. Okay. Let me know. All right, well, how's we'll everything? Good. Good. Parabinos has not seen you since the backflip, and was still want to talk to you about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm still thoroughly impressed, man. That's a that's a that's not <laughs> especially because he thought I was gonna die. <laughs> well, yeah, it didn't start out good. You have to admit that. No, for sure. <laughs> that it first was, drop in really got us it worried. Was not good. That pedal slip was uh, <laughs> no. It was good for entertainment. Uh, and and again, he was no, faking us out. Did you watch the video? The, uh, the, on YouTube? I, I think so. I How think cool was Pastrana in that whole thing? Like, yeah, that's kind of to be expected. Right, though? Like, He's always in a good mood. He, takes he, some, he really is. Like, takes some guy from Vegas, Dune Goon, and teaches him how to backflip? How does it feel? I, I've been to Travis's house, too, but how's it? F- did you get the same feeling I got when you walked onto the property? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it kind of like scared yeah like what are they gonna make me do the like, first thing is you get as you go on the property off to the right you see the big old he's got the skate park for his wife and he's got the huge ramp the quarter pipe and it's just like oh, it's like geez, i'm getting out of my I, comfort zone what here. am i doing i'm gonna <laughs> jump something i don't want to jump i gotta <laughs> you know he always said the scariest thing about it was uh, upside down in the foam pit like i, I don't blame he's him talked yeah. about that I, are you claustrophobic not really you're right no. now yeah, I was as soon as I got upside down in that foam pit, though. <laughs> Gas is coming on you. It is not. <laughs> and Pete, hasn't somebody passed? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, from a foam pit accident. Yeah, but the that, paralyzed guy, right? Um, I don't know. Was it the paralyzed guy? I think so. But the, I found I did some research on that. Uh, you you can they were just using foam that catches fire, like a furniture foam. Uh, Pastrana has like. Flame retardant foam. Flame retardant foam blocks. Oh, uh, yeah. Pretty so the, expensive. The freestyle is on a budget. Kind of, a right, risk. kind of right way to do it, yeah. And and that's why they try not to use four strokes, too, he said. Why? They get hotter. and hotter, it, Oh, yeah. pipes, head yeah, of pipes. pipes. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. The pipes get hotter. So. Yeah. Do you do you jump it with the fuel turned off on a, no. like an old two-stroke? Nope. Fuel on everything. So really? it's upside down gas. It's dumping yep. out. Oh, I would turn the fuel off on the way in. Speaking of the backflip, though, Michelin right. Starcross 5, brand new tire from those folks, uh, pushing the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels. No matter the conditions or terrain, four versions, hard, medium, soft, and sand. This Michelin Starcross 5 tire completes a completely redesigned casing, more aggressive self-cleaning tread design, a durable yet more flexible sidewall, and a more pliable bead package. Randy Richardson and the folks at Michelin were a big part of the Dune Goon doing the backflip. Pastrana uses the Starcross 5 as well. MichelinMotorcycle.com for more info. Great tire. We've had a lot of feedback from the folks on Twitter and uh, on Instagram about how much they love this tire. And, uh, yeah, so please check it out. Uh, we appreciate that, those guys, uh, for coming on board with us. Davey Coombs, J-Mart, Adam Cincerillo on board with us tonight. Should be interesting coming in off of Daytona. Okay, so let me go with – let me start with Daytona with you, Paul. Lots of things to talk about, but the most remarkable thing of the evening was J-Mart second. Dungey's ride from 17th to 4th. Baggett, 22nd to 7th. Uh, AC winning his first race in three years. Or Tomac, I mean, laying wood again. Like, what's... Uh, I guess it would, have to be, it would have to be J-Mart's second is the most remarkable. Yeah. Because I just never saw it going down that way with J-Mart. Like, I, I, I don't think what we saw was... Like, I wasn't shocked, but it was the most remarkable about of, of what you just gave me options of. But um, like he would have done that on the east, on the west, 
in the 250 class if he had gotten that start. Like he's a good rider. He's always qualified good. I think I told you well, I, I had him guessed to qualify in the top five. We did our Fly Race and Moto 60 show on Thursday, and we asked you about Jamar, and yeah. you said, hey, he's going to qualify well. Yeah, I, he, he's fast. It's just yeah. his biggest thing has been getting out of the gate so, in the first lap. But somehow he nutted the start, and then a lot of starts actually came from the outside of Daytona. I saw if you went yeah. to the berm, you could come out good. Yeah. And he came out good, and dude, the guy rode awesome. So, um, but you also got to take into account that Dungey Anderson and Muscan were all still sitting at the gate when he launched out of the gate. So, are we are we putting a little too much into his performance because he got to start well, because a bunch of guys? Hey, he got fifth in the second semi. He went to the gate eighteenth. Exactly. Yeah, like, that, and that was obviously a blessing, I right. think, because shift over both of you because I'm having to turn and you know. Oh, sorry, we don't we don't want you to sorry, stretch, stretch too much. Yeah. No, it's okay. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> good drop. Yeah, good. I like it. Go. Hold on, hold on. Oh, you got something for him? Hold on. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of build up to that one. <laughs> I know, right? You got to be quicker. <laughs> ah, the sausage fingers don't work as quick as they used to. Up your drop game. I know. Fingers. I had to change my thing. Okay, uh, so listen. Um, okay, so J-Mart, I was actually, props to J-Mart. Uh, he fully admitted uh, in the post-race stuff, like his 2 season and in the press conference and everything, his 2 season has been a disaster. Mm-hmm. And it really has. But it hasn't just been starts, you know? I mean, no, he's he's qualified good. I think that's I, – I think it's just been starts, kind of. I mean, okay. what, like, when has he ever been in the front during a main event? But even he – He hasn't even had yeah, a shot. I know. But, 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 but they, he should be able to come through the pack better and, and limit the mistakes. So, yeah, there's more fault than just the starts, but – but um, yeah. okay. Or the beginning of all the issues. Yeah, I think so. Uh, truck Hero supplier premium vehicle accessories made in the USA to outfit light trucks and SUVs from bumper to bumper. Back Industries undercover NFAB bed rug husky bed rug and husky liners. Truck Hero has you covered to learn more about the Truck Hero and growing family of brands. Visit truck-hero.com. Truck Hero question of the day to you two jerkies. Okay. Does Jmart's ride in Daytona indicate? That he's a better 450 Supercross rider. He made a mention on the podium. He's talked a little bit about, hey, people said I couldn't ride Supercross. Here I am on the podium. Truck Hero question of the day. Like, does his Daytona result do anything in your eyes to think, wow, maybe 450 Supercross is his thing? Well, I mean, Daytona's not Either exactly a, a, no. a standard Supercross track. Yeah. So no, I, no, listen, no for I me. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you guys. I, I so don't. I'll go on a limb and say no. I think it's uh, he got a good start. Some other guys were stuck in the gate or had mm-hmm. issues, and it's not a typical Supercross track. So I will say this: I thought Tomek would get by him sooner. So sure. props to him for no, ten he laps. Rode, yeah, yeah. So right. I mean, he rode yeah. good. And, 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 and I mean, I've kind of been on the J Mark train a little bit. Like I had him picked for the two fifty title favorite. He's a pro favorite. paper rider. Yeah, before that. Daytona when he did well. But (laughs) was it? That was quick. Truck your question of the day. Was Was, it his bars? Yeah, rentals. I guess that's what it was. He had the same goggles at uh, 250 West as he did. Now, listen to this. Did he actually have rentals on? Do we (laughs) know? I don't know, but I would imagine. He had an all black bar. I didn't notice the rental. I think he had rental grips. Okay. The Naked Truth. FMF ran some ads like that one time. What's that? The Naked Truth. Yeah. FMF ran some ads like that. Um, Anyways. because there is somebody out on the track using a disguised pro taper bar. Dude, uh, I just I mean, can't tell you. Isn't there a, like a bunch of people? There's a, there's another rider on the track using another pair of goggles with a different strap. Really? I yeah. would assume so. <laughs> um, he may or not be winning races this year. Oh. Anyways. I know who you're talking about. Um, <laughs> it happens all the time. I mean, we, right. we all know that. Right. Um, but so, okay. So the truck hero question of the day, like, great job, J-Mart. Like, great job, but not totally sold on 450 
Like, hey, maybe he needs to get in the 450 class. No, I don't think that's it. Not for me. I mean, because like I said, I think he would do that in the 250 class if he got a good start. I think he's a good Supercross rider, a decent one, but his starts and his first lap have been atrocious. But he he got a good start and had a good Plus first lap. he won lap. three 250 Supercrosses? Four, I think. Four? I think so. And two of them Daytona? Uh, I think so. I'm not sure. I know. If only we had a stat guy in the corner that was paying Atlanta, attention. Atlanta, Daytona. All. If only. Can't remember after that. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing. What's wrong, Marks? What are you doing? What are you doing? Going to recline m- for a minute. Moving shit around. Okay. All right. Let's get to Ryan. Ryan, what's going on? Welcome to the show. What's your question, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Nothing, bro. Hey, so I got like a bunch of questions. But, All right. Uh, I don't know what's going to go with first, but. Uh, Shoot it. Well, I'm at my house. I'm just, you know, tindering right now, trying to, you know, find the love of my life. Yeah, I started thinking about handle. Started thinking about handlebars. Yeah, that's what I do when Logical. I tinder. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I wasn't. But no, uh, quick question. Going back to the Davalo stuff last week, not to beat a dead horse or anything, right? But uh, what um, the fuck like, are you doing? <laughs> you're right. I'm tendering. I told you. Anyway, so if I like. What do you want him to do, I guess? Like, when you when you talk about him, like, underperforming and getting all these good rides, like, do you want him to just, like, quit? Do you want him to just, like, retire? Like, what do you want you just, him to do? Steve just doesn't want him to blow so many race wins. I just – he's a really talented rider. He's – at this point, 12 years in, now credit to the great Tim Ferry – Marty made it through an outdoor season last year. Generally speaking, he averages about, I think, six or seven races a year outdoors. Marty's a great rider, but he is what he is at this point, and I'm not quite sure why teams sign him up and pay him a lot of money. Uh, Ryan, if I'm Marty, you can't blame the contracts in front of him. You sign it. You do it. I'm not signing Marty. I'm not touching Marty. I'm not uh, going right. – I'm not right. doing anything with him. And, I disagree with you there. And, and, and but, no, but no, but no, Steve, it, that's more of like – Everybody else and not him, though. Like, you can't, like, come no, down on yeah. that guy because no, yeah, you're, you know, he's not. But no, I can come down with saying that he's not a winner. He's blown it too many times. He's got totally. he's got speed. That's why people get on me about the Amart thing. Amart has been in the class a long time, not as long as Marty, right. but a long time. Alex that. had shitty I, rides. Alex had a shitty yeah. time for many of those years. And Alex probably has 70% of the talent that Marty has. Marty is an incredible right. rider. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Hey, next question. Yep. Okay, so on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being a great family friend, great person, where is Adam Cincerillo to you? I mean, is there an 11? <laughs> okay. He just so tweeted. That, he that, just, that, that, no, that, that, no, that, listen, that, he just that, tweeted that he was so glad Paul Bumex wasn't at the race. Okay, so love. that was my this thing. true. I saw uh, a post by, like, Dylan Ferrandis or something. You know, he got a podium, like, you know, Talking about, like, you know, you never know what you're going to miss, but you just need to be there. Did you feel at all a little bit bad that you weren't there to see a, like, AC win that race? No. No, I saw him win if these you, other four. Or if whatever. you really love three, him, you'll three. stay home again this week. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'd stay home again. So you literally give zero fucks. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> no, dude, listen. <laughs> hey, look, Adam's a really good. I don't know how much. You guys know Adam well? I don't know how much. I was you at Pro Circuit when Adam yeah. came. I, I know. I was so happy Grew up in Florida. I've seen him play. Yeah, I like Adam. He's a really smart guy. He's funny. He's been on our show a ton. He's a real good uh, guy to talk to about the sport. He He's well-spoken and everything. But at the end of the day, uh, uh, Ryan, he doesn't you know care that much about me and and you know we just do our jobs and we move on and everything else like i, I can't i gotta criticize adam if it, if it comes down to it you know what i mean like 
you can't oh, absolutely. you can't get too close to these guys. But I like I enjoy Adam's company. We give each other shit yeah. a lot, and I and I like a Nicoletti or Osborne. They're they're cool guys to talk to. Yeah. Hey, and last question. Sorry, I'm I'm racking them up here. But to, actually, a serious handlebar question. Like, so you know, I've been riding for you know probably 15 years now. And, you know, like the Renthal fat bar has been out for a long time, like the fatter style bar, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm just curious, like for you, Paul, like how much can, how much really changes? Like if I was to cut that handlebar in half and look at it, like what kind of technology is really changing besides like, you know, the crossbar thing you can adjust and stuff like that? Like how how is handlebar technology going to change in the next five years? I mean, I just, or 10 years or whatever, like I just don't, understand what's changed in like the last 10 compared to what ricky was dominating on in like say 07 to now yeah well there's two parts to your question for for one you were kind of asking what's the difference between i guess one branded handlebar to another and if you were to cut them open the material is different everyone uses a different kind of mix or alloy um ours is a computer profile design so it's a different thickness wall thickness in certain areas of the bar to give a different flex characteristic um, ours has a coating inside to resist from water corrosion. So there's a bunch of differences between handlebars. They, yeah, they look the same on the outside. And this, I only know this because I have to know it. I'm not trying to sell you. Right. But, um, no, 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 no. It's interesting. But, uh, and, but when you say handlebar like evolution, yeah, the fusion bar was a, was something new. Um, the micro bar was something new. Um, I, I mean, there's, there's other projects that are coming from not just pro taper, but I know of other brands that are bringing other projects that, it's just like anything, yeah. like we're in the middle of it and it's There's our the, business. Uh, we have to evolve. It's like, you know, we can't be blockbuster. You have to continue to evolve right, and, right. and, you know, to stay, stay There's a company. Term. There's a company that make the seven eights bar that moves into the one and one quarter bar, the big bar. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's, uh, that scares right, the shit out of me. Yeah. Have like, besides like rider testing, do, do, do handlebar companies have like dyno, like special dyno kind of like systems? Absolutely. Like, yeah. You know, like just, yeah. Okay. I, right, I, no. Well, that's why I always kind of give Steve some texts when I hear about other companies in their sales texts and the things they say in marketing, because I have lab results of, of all the handlebars of all the companies. And it's just not a, you know, I don't think it's a classy thing to do by, for a brand to, to degrade another brand in, in, to advance the, our marketing, you know, or something. So that's not anything that I want to do, but yeah, they're, they are different and it's our job yeah. to tell that story in a classy professional way. Um, without cutting down another brand, but yeah, they're me, not they're not all the same. But we have we put bars you, on dynos and and you know. Let me ask you this, and you've been a, you know this as a former mechanic. The grades of aluminum are massively different. Yeah, from one grade different. to a nut, to another, from one grade to another. Now, of course, Renthal went forever with sixty sixty one. What, what did yep. they say? Their sixty sixty one. Sixty sixty one. Yeah, and it always got me thinking because there are literally thousands probably of grades of aluminum hundreds anyways um classes and two yeah. yeah so like who decided 6061 like why don't you just make it gnarlier because you can like 7000 series sure too rigid then yeah hey paul, i don't know paul has anybody ever tried like a like I don't, I don't even know i might be i'm not an engineer i might sound stupid right now i'm not either but like <laughs> okay well like what about like titanium in a handlebar is that just too rigid well, I was actually the ProTaper guy prior to Paul being the ProTaper guy, and, and we definitely, I don't know if he still has the project around, but we were absolutely working on some different exotic, uh, not even metals, some different some I just different feel materials. like a lot yeah, of the materials like, have been stuck in the, sure. in the old I mean, age. there's, there's yeah. carbon fiber in mountain biking. Yep. There's, so there's a done. lot of things, trust me, we're working on, but sometimes they never see the customer platform because they they'll just be expensive. Damn, well, yeah. damn too expensive, or they don't offer any 
any advantages. Can you imagine a carbon fiber moto bar and then you crack? It'd be and so it rigid. But it would be so rigid, you wouldn't want to ride with it. Yeah, true. It, carbon doesn't flex. Especially aluminum frame, right? Yeah. Aluminum frame, yeah. All right, thanks for the calls. Thanks for the calls, Ryan. Very, very uh, coming in hot in the beginning of the show. I, I, I rambled on there for a bit. That's okay. Good luck with Tinder, bro. Thanks, buddy. All right, see you, man. Raining yellow. Oh, man. I'm, you hear my voice? I'm, he wasn't there. I'm almost, I'm almost dead. He wasn't there. I know. I know. We each, okay, we talked about this on our Fly Moto 60 show. I said to Wygant, if he's not racing, which we don't, we, we, don't, we don't think he is, James, I said there's a 0% chance he shows up if he's not racing, and there's probably a 0% chance he was racing, right? Okay. We just yep. like, nah, 10% chance he shows, you know, without racing. I'm like, are you crazy? Zero. He's not showing up to hang out, James. No. No Absolutely way. Not. He would be bombarded the whole time. He, he wants to be out of yes. sight, out of mind. Right. Does anybody know anything at this point? I mean, He's, I'm wondering why release the, the statement saying that you're going to, you know, that you want to race and then well, that's, not update us. No, I that mean, was that's, an Instagram post after Chad spoke at the press release or at the press conference. I think it had more to do with that. I think it was a, like a, point. you know what I mean? Like in his head. They're bitter rivals. I think it had something to do with that. And look, he, he didn't say, I'm coming for he James never said, I'll be at Daytona. Never said that. We no. all heard no. that. We spoke about it, but James never said that. And when he says he'll be back, raining yellow, yeah, he didn't give us a time frame. Yeah. You know? Yeah, technically. Uh, it's like the world's going to end one day. He's not going to give us a time frame. Raining but. yellow. I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor. Hangtown. Hangtown. That went well last year. Hangtown. Okay. Yeah. Keep your head up. You're, you're seriously making that up right yes, now? Yes, I am. Keep your chin up. Oh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> How do we feel about Mookie's ride? You know, we've got to get some fitness going. Uh, yeah. When's, when's uh, it going to go? What's that? I mean, we've been trying to get fitness going for a while, no? Yeah, I mean, shit, I, I don't know what to Listen do. to him. But he looks good. Listen, he, I don't know what to say either. Listen, but. Tri- Marks, he's ready to jump off a cliff. Yeah. He's, he sounds very upset. Yeah. And ready. Uh, well, hey, also my guy Cooper that, you know, I've been. Uh, yeah, you turned blue. Really, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. I, I'm, in, I'm in rough shape. I'm, I'm practically dead, so. All right. Well, hang in there, buddy. Good luck, guys. And you guys have a good show. All right. See you, buddy. Hang in there. Poor guy. Okay, so. Uh, 17 points the lead is? 19? Yes, correct. 17. 17. 17. God, if he wins out, he wins. We each loves that. Uh, if he wins out, he wins. Let's call Wagon right Do now. But if he, if he misses one, he doesn't. The problem he's Eli's going to have is like Marvin all of a sudden is a little bit more human. He's had the flu and affected yeah. him again this week. Anderson can't seem to get a start. Needs help. He, I, I just, I don't know how... I wouldn't want to roll the dice if I'm Eli Tomek and Kawasaki on like, oh, he's just going to get all the starts. Yeah, but at least the, the no. thing, the cool thing is he controls his own destiny. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, the, yeah. he never, you're he right. hasn't had that. If, if you're John and Eli, that's what you're saying right yes. now. Yes. If yeah. he goes yeah. out and wins, right, right. he will win. So, I mean, interesting stat right here. He's, he has two whole shots, which is tied for the most on the season. And his average start is best out of everyone in 450 yeah. Supercross. Yeah. Nobody would have bet that. No, no way. Yeah. And that's, and I'm a big guy that says you like there's good starters and there's bad starters. Eli has gotten better at starts. Yeah. 
And it wasn't even his uh, starts. It was his first lap sometimes, too, was terrible. Yeah. You yeah. know, Like, I don't know how many times I saw Chad or James get a poor start, and then that first rhythm lane, all up. of a sudden, they just come out of nowhere. And you're yeah. like, whoa. You know, like, I even remember as a mechanic, you'd be like, oh, yeah, Ricky's back there. All of a sudden, you're like, no, he's not. And now he's third. You know what I mean? So he, that's always been an issue with, with, uh, with Eli. But... I think it's dangerous, too. Like, he's got a taste now, and he has the ball rolling, and Eli's always been good historically when he can get the momentum yeah. going, and he can has a, like, um, you know. It's think, amazing how starts come around when the momentum starts coming. How oh, pissed yeah. are you if you're done? Are you pissed at Anderson, or is that just a racing thing? Are you like, I think you're just, it's a racing thing. I think it's just a racing thing. What, what are we talking about? The start? Dunge, or Anderson jumped, and Dunge went, and Marvin went. But who went oh, first, Marvin or Jason? No, Anderson did. Anderson went, yeah. then Marvin hit the yeah. gate. Yeah. No, yeah, that's not even okay. a talking point. Well, because it's your buddy you train with. So you're like yeah, saying but, to him, like, come on, bro. Well, yeah. yeah, you're like, yeah, I thought the gate dropped. I'm going. <laughs> I'm not worried about what you're doing over here. No, I know, right? Um, who are we going to uh, cold call tonight? We didn't figure that out. We, we need to talk about that in commercial break or something. We talked about NYK since he did lead Adam Cianciarillo to a win this weekend. Yeah, he's really – I want to ask Adam about that, like what's going on with that and how's that's going and flyracing.com and BTO Sports and, and, the, and the, the pulp mix. I'd actually like to talk to Nick more about how um, <laughs> uh, Vincent's racing's going. I'm sure he'll talk to you funnier. all about it. <laughs> Gearing, clutch setup. Uh, I love it. He's all okay, over it. Okay, so how bad was that track too? Yeah, I mean, bad. it was a dirt bike track, but it just looked, yeah, it looked hard to pass for Difficult. sure. I mean, look, yeah. at Vince Freeze won a semi over Chad Reed. It's Clearly, Vince, it's difficult it's, to pass. Right? No, nothing against Vince. Great start. Is Vince but, just better? Is uh, he just better? It's a good, and Barsha won his heat. Good example. Barsha won a heat, and he hasn't been very very good all season. That's because so of his neon grips. That's very possible. Neon grips. Got him the uh, Lit Kit Award. Matched his That's gear. what I mean. Yep. Matched his gear, propelled him to the next level in do confidence. You, do you normally make pink grips like that? Yeah, we sell all, we sell seven colors. Barsha puts a different color on each week to coordinate with his gear. He loves it. It's unbelievable. Yeah, he fantastic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Barsha hasn't been very good, but that heat race has got to help. Sure. No matter what, easy track yeah. or not, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. got to help. And uh, um, so that'll be interesting to see how that goes forward. Dunge throwing his goggles at the end of the race? Saw that. He was angry. I liked it. Angry Dunge. I like yeah. I like the emotion. Let ran it out. out. I'm sure he ran out of tear offs at some point, you know. We saw Angry Dunge put a pretty good pass on Jake coming through the pack too. It's amazing how he's I didn't see that. Yeah, he's uh he gets <laughs> a little aggressive with, with Weimer sometimes. I feel like there's certain guys that he's around that he feels Anderson's like Anderson's another guy that has no problem punting Baggett or, or Jake <laughs> out of the way. But when it comes to Marv or Dunge sure. or yeah. Eli, he's a little bit, you know, Brayton. It's amazing how that works. See you later, Brayton. That's why it was really cool when I uh, when I saw Marvin pass Dunge so aggressively in uh, yeah. what race was that Toronto uh, Dallas da- Dallas. Okay. All right, I want to say there was he passed him in Toronto too, before the whoops or something, or no? What was the That's first Dallas. Minneapolis? Minneapolis? Minneapolis. The first East round. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. whatever. Either uh, way. Vortex Racing, the Babbitts Kawasaki crew use Vortex Racing bars and sprockets to dominate that series, although Jace Owen is looking good right now going into the chase. Starts this weekend. And Chad Reed, Cooper Webb, they use the Vortex Racing uh, sprocket as well. Uh, Laser cut Vortex sprocket, all new V3 sprocket rocked by Ricky Renner and the Reed guys. Uh, And the V3 MX bar, 29% stronger than competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of R&D and testing into these bars without sacrificing weight and speed. 
Vortex Racing, just a really premium bar and sprocket company, Paul. Just a great company of Vortex there. Fantastic to have them on board. For sure. Big supporters <laughs> of the show. And they're, see, and they're fuming right here. And Big supporters uh, of the show. Proud to bring you our first guest of the evening. This guy won his first race in three years in Daytona and his, his home race at that as well. And he's a Pulp MX show correspondent. Adam Cincerillo. What's up, Adam? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're good, bro. Nice work this weekend. Man, I had to feel good. Yeah, it did, man. And to happen in Daytona, you can't write a better story for it. So it was um, it was pretty surreal. 702-586-PULP. You got a question for Adam Cincerillo. Give us a call. Brought to you by Vortex Racing. Um, Adam, so the first ever Supercross race you went to was probably Daytona? Yes, sir. Yeah, I think... I didn't even know much about the sport that time. At that time, I wasn't even sure. I'm even thinking back. I don't know if I had saw it on TV yet and wanted to go to one, or we just did it kind of as a family. At the time, I lived in Orlando, you know, but that's only like hour, hour fifteen mm-hmm. away. And yeah, I remember watching it. It's still a daytime race back then, and I remember RC was. I think it was one of the first big bike races RC won. I think it might have been like. Uh, 2000 was be, his first G, first 250 Supercross yeah, at Daytona. Yep. It had to be 2000. Yep. Uh, yeah. So that was my that was my first time. That was my first time there, and I didn't go. I didn't go to another race until I think I went to San Francisco a few years later. But yeah, that was my that was my first one. Oh, so you went to one Daytona as a kid, or you went to every two year? Daytonas? I think. Oh, okay. Two Daytonas. Yeah. Did, I mean, I I I honestly haven't even asked my parents or anything. I just going off. The sparse memory I have from back then, I think it was a, the first couple. Did you happen to um, notice I, uh, you know, when I started oh. when I started racing the amateur nationals? We have the you know we had Lake Whitney and or mm-hmm. Mosier at the time, and then Oak Hill. Uh, so then you know we couldn't we couldn't go at that time. But it would be uh, like yeah, definitely it definitely be like the equivalent of me winning like the Winnipeg Supercross. Adam winning Daytona? Yeah. Like, if I won Winnipeg Supercross, <laughs> I would be so stoked. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, it's, no, it's awesome. Like, okay, look, I was going to ask you, does this win mean more than your other janky wins three years ago? Or It's it's hard because I, don't, I seriously, I barely remember. I barely <laughs> remember how, how it felt when I won because I think for me, struggling all these past these past few years, to be honest with you, I kind of tried to block it out of my head because it was, it's going to sound a little bit dramatic, but it's really not. I just It was easier for me to deal with it that way, easier for me to deal with the kind of the disappointment of not being there just mm-hmm. to kind of block it out of my head completely and for kind of you almost forget how good it feels, you know. But, I mean, if you were to ask me, I would say that's the best, that's the best I've ever felt after a win, you know. But at the same right. time, if you would have asked me that after Dallas or sure. something, you know, my first win, I'm sure I would have, uh, you know, I'm sure I would have told you otherwise or that would have felt the same or whatever. But just the fact that all my family was there, people that have, you know, that were at my birthday party when I got a fir- my first motorcycle. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, it's awesome. It's just, right. it's just crazy. You just can't, you can't ride it any better. It was just, and it's weird because I, I kind of just, I had a feeling coming into the race, like, I was just dreaming about just how perfect that would be, you know, and I just. I, I, honestly, I felt bad on the bike all week. Monday, Tuesday, I was like, "What's wrong with me?" But I just mm-hmm. had a feeling, and it, it turned out. It turned out well, of course. Did you go? To, if you went to one Daytona, you would have saw Kelly Smith on a Mathis Tune KTM 125 lead a few laps in the heat. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he all shot it. 
Oh yeah, you know yeah. Kate Smith. I always had we had, we had good starts. Um, Kate was packed well. Yeah, it was. Thank you. Uh, Paul likes to wave the fact that he won a national title in my face all the time, and I really have I, no comeback. I have no yeah, comeback to that. I watched that season. I watched that season. That was solid. Yeah, Rattray, uh, Dino, and Bat Baggett. And imagine you, Adam. You know what it's like being in the truck with Mitch. And imagine all those egos going at it. Nothing ever happened until the last moto of the year, I think, or the second to last moto. It was it was a fun Wait, year. I, we were sick of pizza. Oh my sick yeah, of you it. Were like, can we, we order some Italian? Yeah, like, sick of it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. That's funny. Um, hey, uh, Nick Way has been helping you out this year with the yeah. races. Yeah. Um, and he's you know he's a friend of us, friend of the show, friend of everybody in this room. Well, not not Marks, but he doesn't like friends Marks. with everybody really. Right, he is. He's Nick Way. Um, what's he been helping you with? How how's that been going? I think Nick is is really good for me, of course, because he's knowledgeable, and I mean he's been around forever. And um, from his side of things, he can, you know, because he obviously has so much experience, he can explain things to me in a really in a really good way, to where somebody that only rides a motorcycle can kind of understand it, mm-hmm. you know. And it it makes a lot of sense to me. Like we just kind of click in the communication department, and. And we can get a lot done by not saying a whole lot because I think on race day, you're a little bit overloaded as it is because you're mm-hmm. you're trying to adjust the bike and you got a bunch of different people telling you different things and he puts it in a simple way and at the same time, like even after Atlanta when I thought my life had ended after I got seventh, <laughs> like he just comes back, he just comes back and he's like, yeah, it's like you know you did this this, and this. but he's like not. You can just you can look in his eyes and you can tell he's been there before. Like, dude, don't worry right. about it. Like, you can just see that in him. And I think that's the biggest thing that's helped me is like, because I put so much so much emphasis on the race and so much pressure on myself to do well. Right. To see somebody else that's been there and has credibility almost say, you know, almost shrug it off. Like, almost it doesn't mean anything to him. It helps me a little bit mentally as well you know, having somebody around me like that. So yeah. uh, just the fact that he's smart and, um, you know, just the way he carries himself, I think it, it helps me all around. Can we talk about your fantasy results lately? They told no, it went great. Not but good. What's, not good. Did, did you pick yourself at any point yet? Hey, seriously, I was, I was, <laughs> I was in the, I was laying in my, laying in my bed um, Saturday night in the hotel, just going over the whole night in my head and, I was super stoked on everything, and I was like, "Shit, I did." I mean, <laughs> right before I about fell asleep, I was like, "My gosh, I forgot my I forgot to put in my fantasy pick." <laughs> I, I That's exactly why we got riders in the league. Yeah, Adam, a little bit bummed out. Adam, oh. for for all of our sake and for your sake too, you probably should not pick a team next week. And I told Steve what? he should stay home. Also, he should stay home. Oh, Seems to be the good on. luck charm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We don't hey, and I ran orange goggles. The first, my first Supercross win, I had orange goggles. In the oh, last two see, I ran orange goggles. Stop too. it, Stop Ricky! It. Ricky took orange to like how many uh, main event wins that year? I, I think he wore it outdoors and indoors. Oh, that's what row, I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, yeah. How many people on Twitter thought that thought that you know that you were being serious too with that tweet? About I retweeted it. I loved it. Did you really? Yeah, I yeah, thought sure. it was hilarious. Jerk. <laughs> I, I just let it all go. I just didn't even reply to anybody. I didn't, I didn't care. They were like, wow, like this is unbelievable breaking news. Yeah, I know, right? It's so dumb. Like, um have you, yeah. And then with Wacko with Wacko's night, um, we got ourselves a points points race here. 
you and Joey, yeah, and, and it's like it's it. yeah, good just good work on that. Like, obviously, you know, we all uh, you know want to see Zach do well. He's he's had a good season, but this thing just got real exciting. Definitely, I think I think coming into this week, I, I obviously I had a little bit of momentum, a little bit of confidence after after last weekend, and was kind of able to. I felt like I was going to do well this weekend. I mean, I didn't know it was going to turn out as well as it did, but I felt like I was in a good position, and I knew I we had to make something happen because it's getting to the point now where we have, what, three more races before the break, and it's like, you know, if we yeah. don't start making something happen now, we're kind of relying on him to make a mistake or, you know, something going in the last couple of rounds. And I think at, at this rate, you know, where I'm still a little – I think I'm nine down. Um, but at this rate, at least it puts a little bit more – pressure on them and and really all of us you know mm-hmm. i think it's going to be one of those championships that bro. comes down to the last couple of race and who doesn't you know who doesn't fold under the pressure bro, pull up to him bro this week elbow him look at him maybe <laughs> maybe bark at him like bark Dude, at him i had the opportunity i i on my way to the track i always see elvin and the guys ro- cycling and i had the opportunity to clean out the whole pack <laughs> damn it but dude I, uh, yeah i like those guys so i you know i you just I couldn't go to jail for manslaughter damn it <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it's you know, it's tempting, but um, no, I'm, just, I'm no. just kidding. Anybody out there that was that there's going to be like two people that are listening that are right. going to take me slightly serious. So I would never do that. I like those yeah. guys. Paul, as a as a uh-huh. former national winning mechanic and myself, top level mechanic. Right. Uh, AC was texting. Uh, we texted back forth a little bit. Adam, you thought your choice of a paddle tire, scoop tire, uh, which was a little bit unorthodox, really helped you a lot, or were you just kidding? Well. Let's get, no, I love let's the get scoop to, choice. Get to, I want the fans to to get an idea of what our text consists or text consists of because you texted me just a thumbs up emoji uh-huh. after the race, right? And I just text you back, paddle tire, bro. That's it. Did but, you run it all night? I did. I, I love practice, it. I actually, Ian, um, Ian, yeah, uh, he was like. He's like, you want to try the MX-11? I'm like, I seriously, I didn't even know it was the full paddle tire. Yeah, that thing's good. You you know, it's like more of an aggressive tire. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And I seriously didn't even look at the tire until after the qualifying practice and realized it was a paddle. And I was like, oh, man, that was pretty good. And (laughs) the two main places we saw actually on the Lip Pro that I was was killing it was coming out of the sand, Uh um, coming out of the sand and coming off the wall, headed towards the mechanics area. I was getting – I was just driving so well and obviously the start too. So uh, I decided to stick with it. It was a little bit sketchy. Like the first corner, it was kind of hard-based. It was a little bit sketchy to turn there, as you saw in my heat race. And it was a little bit sketchy before the Dragon's Back. I, I split up that thing coming a, um, a couple times, but well, he, other than that, it was sick. Here's why I asked that because I spoke to another top level 450 rider. I can't give my my I can't give a, give the name out. Very popular rider, won Supercross titles. Speaking to him about Daytona, <laughs> what? Uh, nothing. Go. Go. Right, okay. Nothing. He said. I mentioned that you brought it up in an interview, uh, Adam, with with Racer X, and you brought it up with me that you thought it helped you out. Your lip pro uh, reaffirmed that your speed was good there. So I brought that up to this unnamed 450 rider, who's very good, very popular. He's won a few Supercross titles. He told me he said, "How about me running that?" He didn't know anything about Adam running it, and the Dunlop guys were steering him away from that. 
And he was saying, really? and he was saying, like, I wish I would have ran that. I have a little inside info. Paul okay. here <laughs> ran the scoop tire in second practice at Loretta Lens. Same thing. Dunlop guys tried to steer him away from it. Paul went for it. Wow. Loretta Lens title. I was fast as in practice too. Wow, that fucking so, tire's good. So is Dunlop getting paid off by like Paul and Adam to keep the scoop tire away I, from people? I would not I surprise me with that, Paul. Um, How, it just you put it in the rut, Adam. He just turned the throttle and it just takes off like you know a hovercraft. What surprised me the most, the most about that paddle tire is, I swear to you, I was trying to get sideways in the whoops. And it wouldn't <laughs> let. Me. It wouldn't let me. Like I, those things were so rutted, and I just continued to skim them. Like I don't think I did in the main, but. In the heat race or mm-hmm. in the practices, they were ruddy, and I was just crossing the ruts. Just I was just trying to get it to, to skip out on me, and it, it didn't. So right. you got to start getting that thing out first practice at some nationals if you can. Yeah, like Millville or Redbud. Yeah, yeah bring hey, it. Out. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Hey, a- AC, we got some phone calls for you. We'll get to those. Vortex Racing bringing you Adam Cincerillo on the uh, Pulp Mech Show. Um, your practice bike guy is Brandon Anderson, <laughs> who, who used to yes, work for sir. Yosh Suzuki. Yes, sir. Yeah, he worked for uh, Blake Baggett last year, I think. Right. Yeah. But at one point, he worked for Stu, correct? Yes. Yes, I believe so. I want to say, I want to say he was his practice guy. Yeah, something. Did or, he? Yeah. How many? How, how many Stu stories has he told you? He, he really hasn't, to be honest with you. Nothing. Not no. Like he's not bashing. No. No bashing. Yeah. But maybe good Stu stories, but I don't mean. Nothing. Yeah, I don't mean good or bad. Just Stu well, stories, dude. Trying, I mean, you like, are a dirtbag media guy. You're trying to dig for. Oh uh, no! Gonna happen. I want to see Brandon be like, yeah, dude. One time there was this quad at his house, and it was. 340 feet and James <laughs> and James went on the grass and he <laughs> and he did, like you know I told him you know he's he's funny because if he you know he sees I'm maybe having a little bit of a rough day or or it's not clicking for me he'll try to you know he'll try to get the spirits up a little bit be positive even though you know maybe I'm not riding the best or whatever and I was I was doing some whips or something at the end of the day, or I was hitting a jump like in between doing starts or something. I was mm-hmm. like, just to test him. I was just like, just because he's so nice. I was like, how was that one? Yeah, I knew the whip was terrible. Yeah, like, dude, it's pretty good. Yeah. And I'm like, you work for James Stewart, dude. Any time I ask you if my whip is okay, <laughs> you you are lying if you say anything but no. You know, and right. That's 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 only James Stewart. I have story. No, he, I I just figured he'd tell you something like, oh, there was this one day, he scrubbed the house. <laughs> <laughs> he hit the he hit the bowl berm and went over the house, touched the top of the house with his left grip, and then landed on the downside. You're reaching now. You're I know. Reaching. Let's get to the phones. Daniel, what's going on? Welcome to the show. What's your question for the Daytona <laughs> Supercross winner, Adam Cincerillo? What's up, guys? First, I want to say thanks for having me on the show, and first, I want to say congrats to Adam on getting that win. Thank you, sir. Yeah, no problem. Um, so, first question is: strength training gets a really negative look in the fitness aspect of um, training for Supercross and Motocross. So, I just wanted to know: what is your favorite strength training exercise that you do? This one's for you, right, Steve? Yeah. Um. Favorite strength training exercise, I think what I've found this past off season that's been really good for me is the um the skier. The skier it's a concept too, it's like a rower, but you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that thing has been especially for me for my shoulders, that thing has really helped me out. It's kind of a lot of its upper body. I mean you use your whole body too, but you use 
definitely uh, definitely upper body a lot and the shoulders, and, that, and that's helped me out a lot. I'm, I'm on that thing at least a few times a week, so um, I think that would be that. It's you know it's considered cardio, I guess, but sure, it's kind of a strength exercise for me. So are you uh, I like that. are your shoulders 100 percent, Adam, or do you still feel a little bit like you could get better? No, they're they're good. They're 100 yep. percent, man. Okay, 100 percent. And and one more one more quick question, if that's all right. Yeah, go ahead, bud. Um, so, obvious, uh, other than what's been previously stated in interviews, where you say a big part of what's helps you now working with Kenny in the nest and Peter is that it's more tailored towards you compared to how I like kind of has. I like this. Has oh, he's got some good. Yeah, it, Daniel, really good job on the questions, bro. Yeah, you <laughs> studied this stuff. Yeah, I actually, I do that a lot. But um, so what I was saying, rather than the fact that. Alden kind of has his program trained for Dungy, and everybody else kind of just does their workout involved in that. Other than the fact that it's tailored now for you, what's another big component that's helping you get back on top of winning? Big component? Uh, I mean, that's hard to say because I feel like in the past my problem has been lack of preparation because of injuries. So I don't feel like I've really ever put myself in a position to be successful, but I think right now, just kind of having an off season under my belt and and in training, what I feel is best for for me and my body. I think, um, and also just being more mature and not being both mentally and physically, you know, trying to grow and and gain strength and and do all that stuff. It's difficult. It's it's super hard to do. And I just feel like I'm even coming into the season. I just felt like I was in a lot better spot overall and kind of keyed on some things. Um, you know, with with some you know physical therapy and, and rehab of certain areas that I I felt really helped me. It just gives me confidence in my body. You know, even some falls I've had this year, I you know I'm able to hop back up, and it's really not that big of a deal because I feel like my foundation is so solid. And um, I think that is just the confidence that you need to kind of succeed at this level. You know, if you got you ha- you have to hang it out. So to, you, you got in order to hang out, you have to have confidence in uh, you know your whole program. I feel like the, maybe the negative media tweets don't exactly help your cause either. <laughs> you know, as far as <laughs> going to the races in a positive state of mind. Um, what do you mean? Or what are you referring to? When you said you're happy, I'm not there. Well, you know, if if you don't want to come to Florida, Florida doesn't want you. All right. Hey, Daniel, do you ride? Uh, yeah, I do. You want to fly racing Grande roller bag and a goggle bag for those questions? That would be awesome. I would love that. Do you have fly gear or do you have another brand? I do not have any fly gear. I'm actually about to make a purchase from BTO Sports to get some new gear, so I might have to look into the fly. That's what I'm talking about, Daniel. Stay this on hold. Guy is dumb man. This guy is dumb man. Yes, he is. He's the best caller we've ever had, I think, and that's that's yeah, not so, Adam. So. Ever. Adam might actually even re- um, might remember me. I see him like every single year at High Point. I spend probably like. Two hours outside the pro circuit, Ray, trying to talk to him and hang out with him. Wow, uh, your vo- your voice sounds familiar, man. But <laughs> probably blows you off. He's he's a jerk off to his fans. I'm sure he blows you off. Uh, <laughs> hey, Daniel, stay on hold. Uh, uh, Marks will get your information. Thanks for the call, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks. So, Adam, it's Charles here from 100%. Got a question for you. Expert on goggles, choice champions everywhere. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, last year outdoors. <laughs> Obviously, you had a lot of injuries coming in, and and the goal was, I'm sure, to stay healthy, right? 
Yes, sir. So, yeah, that was, that was definitely a, uh, up there on the list. So the, it's a double-edged sword, right? Because you, you stay healthy, people start saying, what's wrong with Adam Cianciarillo? Is, is he ever going to win again? In reality, you know, you're sticking to your plan. So my question is, I guess, did last year's outdoors go to plan? Or were you getting frustrated towards the end because you hadn't made more progress towards getting back to your winning ways? I, it was frustrating for me because about, I mean, the first few races, I was so far behind the eight sure. ball. I mean, I kind of expected to get my ass kicked. But as we get it, as we got a little bit deeper into the season, like even at high point, if you guys remember, I I was able to get the whole shot, I think, in the second moto. And it's like, man, I have like four laps in me. And it's, <laughs> it's just the fact that, the fact that, I feel like I could. I feel like I should be able to. I felt like I should have been able to come off the couch and do that, you know. And mm-hmm. just everything I had gone through with my body. It's just so many things that were that were wrong with me. And um, yeah, it's frustrating, especially when you feel like you can. You feel like you can go that fast. Like the the speed's not incredible. I mean, it's hard, but it wasn't incredibly hard for me. Uh, you know, to run that pace, and it's just like you see all these guys in front of you, and they're like, they're right in front of you, and you're, you're, you're too, you can't push anymore. You know, you're too tired, and and that's what, that's the frustrating thing for me. You know, but when I'm when I'm just slow, it, it's it's kind of it's easier for me to deal with because that's just that's just a problem on my end. So, I think I think it went to plan. Um, you know, all the way until uh, Charlotte. GP. Oh, I did. I I really. It sucked that you crash in Charlotte, like in the second turn there, going uh, fifth gear pinned. But yeah. I do think you had the tweet of the year with. Uh, well, Pike, no, Pike's tweet to Sealy was last was four was fifteen, right? How'd that work out for you? Yeah, I don't know. was that fifteen? I don't know what we're talking about. Probably sixteen. Where Pike took? No, I think that was fifteen. Pike had the tw- tweet of the year, but okay, Adam had it. Adam was either first or second when he picture himself upside down America. <laughs> I cannot tell you how much I laughed at that. Like I'm sorry oh, you cra- man, you well, crashed and hurt yourself. You're red, totally worth it. Red, white, and blue gear, America. <laughs> You're upside it's, down. <laughs> I was charging for all that bonus money. I know, right? The purse money would have been just insane. Let me ask these two jerkies in the studio. So AC's contract is up this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, percent pie, he stays with Pro Circuit. What do we say? Longtime Cali rider. He's been riding them for you know hundred years. Percent pie out of a hundred. Since I was seven, actually, two thousand four. Okay. Uh, what do you think he stays with, with Pro Circuit, or does he switch? I say ninety percent plus. He stays with Pro Circuit. I think so too. I, I'm in the ninety range, Paul. I'm going to say ninety-two percent. Ninety-two. Nice, Adam. Nice, Paul. Um, all right, let's get to some more phone calls here. Josh, what's going on? What's uh, what's happening? What's your question for Adam? Wasn't really a question for Adam, but I guess I can apply to him too. Okay. Um, so, did you guys see the creepy dude on Vital that has an airplane that flew over the Stewart compound and took pictures of like Stewart and his dog and like all kinds of weird stuff around there? So, I guess. Adam, how would you feel about that if some dude was flying a plane over your practice track? I, I did not see this. I'm not sure. What you're talking about, but Jody Weisel does this too. He flies over the test tracks and takes photos, like whatever, right? Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. The aircraft, like, uh, it seems a little creepy to me. Adam, what are your thoughts on that guy? Uh, What are my thoughts on that guy? I mean, I feel like it's kind of free airspace up there. I feel like, I mean, people can look on Google Image these days, right? I mean, I don't know if it's live up to the second, but 
I mean, I feel like unless you put a roof over yourself, you're kind of, you know, you're kind of at the mercy of the airplanes, I suppose. Yeah, I don't really see the issue with it. I mean, whatever. It's a little creepy for sure, but... It's a little bit weird to post it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Charles, what do you think? Did you see this? Did you... I didn't see it. Okay. Paul, you see this? I, this is the first I've heard of it. Okay. With somebody, with somebody as mysterious as James, though, I mean, you know, people are... He's like, oh, I'm going to get the inside scoop. I'm going to post about this. This thing's about to blow up. Five mm-hmm. pages. Yeah. You know. I feel you know. bad for that. He's that popular. Dude. I feel Dude, bad. You're for not him. in the media. My Twitter, Twitter, email, uh, Instagram. Like people want to know what's I mean, up with James. He's bordering like real life movie star. Like in uh, our sport, he moves the needle, man. Good or bad, whatever. Like yeah, that must it, suck. But if you got some photos of JS7 on a Honda motoring down, not when he was on 125s testing. No, 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 I mean that's then. one of the I think cool things about our sport is you can be like the most famous guy in the sport, but you can walk down the street and be normal and not get bothered. You know exactly. I mean? Like you know what I mean? Like Chad yeah. Reed can go to grocery store in Date City. If yeah. you're Mac Miller or someone if you can't do that. If you're a moto fan in Claremont Mac Miller said <laughs> oh He's fucking cool, I like him. Who's Mac wow. Miller? Is this a rapper or something? What do we Hey, he's did you you know the you know the Ariana Grande song my chick told me about this is about um what's what's she saying? Uh, we're on Facebook Live right now. She, oh, okay. Maybe, maybe we should save this for Kiefer after dark. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> um, hey, uh, uh, Josh. Um, anything else, or? No, man, that, that's it. I just check it out. Check out that. Well, okay, it's, wait, uh, Josh. Where, Josh? Are you? Where do you stand on this? You sound like you maybe you think it's like super weird. I, I mean, I think from a legal standpoint, it's good, but it's, it just creeps me the f out. And if I was a factory guy and some dude was flying over my house with an airplane with a really, really good camera and taking pictures of me and my dog, yeah, I was the fact out. that it's high quality pictures that's kind of sketchy. Yeah, I mean, can you can you shoot him down like legally because he's in your airspace? <laughs> if he's in I don't Texas, think so. <laughs> okay. it's Florida, man. You can do this whatever you Canada. want. Man. Yeah, this is in Canada. Uh, all right, thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Appreciate um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I need to see those photos. I don't know. Um. I don't know. Eh? Hey, did you did you see Villaman at the Nest this week? This week, like yeah. Monday? Yeah, no, this Today? like last before Daytona last week. Oh, uh, I did. I was, think. I think. Was he screaming? Wrote different days than me. Oh. I believe. I think I wrote on. I had to do press stuff on Thursday, so I wasn't able to ride. So I did. I went Monday, Tuesday, and I think he went. I saw. I saw him on Monday, I believe. Uh, I just wanted to see if you had any DV stories about him yelling at you specifically. Yeah, he did yell at me, or not yelled at me. Um, it, remember, I was the last time I was on. It was right before the last time I was on. I was saying something about the track being dry, oh. and he was like, <laughs> yeah. "He's like back in you know '85. This is how I did it, and I wouldn't complain about it." And I'm like, "Dude, you're not paying." 30 grand to ride that, you know, that yeah. dry boat trail, you know? So. Yeah, he, he, he wrote in his column today on pulpamex.com about how all these riding facilities are awesome, but they're groomed and watered too much, and they make babies out of riders. That's what he wrote. So, um, Yeah, well, I mean, I guess it's just uh, different times. Dude, one time back in the day at Glen Helen, we showed up for an outdoor test, Villaman, Ferry, and Chad. Chad went home because it wasn't groomed. Chad went home, and I'm like, Jimmy Perry, 
Are you gonna? Are you? Is this okay? <laughs> what, what year was this? Oh four. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was fine with it. Okay. Chad was winning. He does what he wants. <laughs> Bro, you can't. You, what is wrong with you, dude? You can't go home. It's a test. We all worked. All of us mechanics worked our balls off to get forks and cylinders and parts ready to test. Who did better at Glen Helen? You showed up. You said the track sucked balls, and you went home. Hey, who did better at Glen Helen? Probably Chad. Okay, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but but uh, how is this legal? How is this okay? Different strokes for different folks. You can't go home. Word up. up. Alright, you wanna take some you wanna take some phone calls from some ladies? I mean, I guess, sure. I'm, yeah. I'm down for whatever. Yeah, I'm just saying. Carrie, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks, Steve. Hey, just a quick question for AC. If you could pronounce his last name for me, that would be awesome. And what is his obsession with Corgis? Those are my only questions. All right. Okay, that's easy. Uh, okay, so the last name is, it's got, from my understanding, there's a way to say it in Italian, and there's a way American people say it. And I've been taught both. The Italian way is Cianciarulo. And what they're, I guess, I don't know if it's proper to pronounce it in like in America like this, but it's Cianciarulo is, is the, you know, what we, that's what I say. Now, so, Ralph says Rulo. Ralph really hangs on the rouleau at the end. See, I don't, don't, you're going to make me, you're going to get me screwing up my own last name. Like, I screw it up all the time. I just kind of <laughs> say it as fast as I can. I don't, I don't know. It's Cianciarillo. Cianciarillo. Whatever. Like and then what about the corgis? What's with the corgis? I just like dogs with short legs. Same thing with Basset, with Basset Hound. I think they're, I think it's funny, like, watching them, like, Trattle. waddle around right. all the time. I mean, corgis are cool because they, they run faster than basset hounds. They're not as lazy, and they don't have as many ear problems. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately for me, both dogs shed, and I'm not about walking around my house all day with a lint brush, so I will not have either in my future. The bassets suit my lifestyle really good, AC. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I agree. I agree, dude. I agree. Um, Carrie, anything else? No, that's it. Thanks for Thank thanks you. for having me on. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. All right, last question for Adam Cincerello from some chick named Pookie. Pookie Mathis, oh, yeah. welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Big fan of your show. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, Long no. Long-time listener? Yeah. First-time First time caller. Long-time listener. I hear their host is hot. That's what I hear. <laughs> Hey, Adam, I just want to tell you how happy that me and the 3-6 Nation are for you. We always believed in you. We knew you could do it. You're back. You're right here. Congratulations. Thank you, Pookie. And there's no question that I couldn't have done it without all of your support. I know I didn't get your name in on the podium, but that was just a just a brain lapse on my part and I'll make up for it in the future. I love you very much. Ridiculous. Oh, I love you too. Ridiculous. And I have to say that you and Nick Way has got to be the cutest combination in all of moto training So now, now, so it's, it's Pookie. It's not a boy band. It's moto supercross, okay? It's not a boy band. But if they were a boy band, it would be like really good. Like sync, good, Pookie? Backstreet? Good. What the, no, no, no. It's, no, it'd be like uh, nope, one me, level below the new on. kids, but like way above Backstreet new and kids on the block. And... Yeah. The show has reached a new low. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pookie. Whatever. F you, dude. All right. <laughs> Come up there. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Great. Thanks. Can hear her downstairs. All right, Charles, you got Spe- a question? Speaking of NYK, Adam, 
How much has uh, Nick had to do with your bike setup? How is he changing links and we oh, we're doing oh, races and no, lamps and? No, he he. Nick is smart and he knows he knows that. He knows bones. Maybe, maybe too he knows smart bones. for his own good. I mean, actually, he, sometimes he knows, the, he knows the drill. He knows the drill. Bones. He, uh, we need a link. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he definitely. I mean, he knows how the deal works, and you know he'll give me my he'll give me input on you know maybe what he's seeing or or something like that. But he's never like he's never like going up. To, he doesn't even really talk. He doesn't even talk to bones about it. He's not even like, oh man, you know I think right. this, think that. I think he just relays information to me, and he lets me. Uh, you know, make the job of, judge of it for myself. Cool. Anything else, Paul? No, I don't uh, think so. Okay. Uh, P- Adam, thank you for coming on. Um, no uh, problem. Thank you. For, I'm sorry. Uh, congratulations on the win. I'm happy for you. I think everybody's happy for you. You're a good dude. And it's been a long time coming. A lot of work, like you said, a few times. And uh, I've, although, like, had somebody be like, "Hey, man, are you surprised Adam won?" I'm like, "No," and I'm not surprised he won. No, I think I think like, at, right after he got in the lead, I texted yeah. him. I said, "He's going to be hard to beat with the lead because yeah. he hasn't led a race, I think, and pre- been prepared to lead a race for a while." Well, it's and, like because uh, um, I know Adam, you said, you know, who knows if we're going to get a win? But to me, I'm like, "Yeah, he's going to win again." Like, I don't know, maybe it's just me. Here, I, here Adam, I got a question for you. So, okay. what do you? Th- yeah. I, I think I know. I think I know your answer because I think you're t- the type of person that would. Uh, agree with decisions you made in the past and wouldn't, you know, wouldn't regret things. But you came from basically the super mini class to the outdoor nationals. Do you think you did that too quickly, or would you now, where you're at now, would you have waited and went through Loretta's on a big bike? Um, I think. I mean, it's hard because I didn't know what was really going on. It's like inside of me at the time, like when I when I did decide to go pro. You know, obviously came into Hangtown and I was not going to Hangtown to to win or anything. By well, any you were means. sick, I'd too, say, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, race yeah, later, right? yeah before I, that, though, I, yeah. I did press day, and I couldn't even ride. They Bones actually pulled me off the track because I looked that terrible, and I went straight to the hospital, and I was there for two days. They told me I had cancer. Like, they couldn't <laughs> figure out what it was. I had salmonella, but it just I just wanted to get out there so bad at that point. I didn't let myself kind of regain all my, you know, I, surprisingly, I actually did have a little bit of strength back then, but what I, you know, a <laughs> little bit of strength back. And, um, I think I might've came back a little bit early. If I could do it again, I would probably just come back for the last three outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. After the yep. just because just cause I, after I got sick, I would have waited. But if I hadn't got oh. sick, I don't, I don't regret it. Oh, anything, I see. So yeah, okay. just, just, um, yeah, not go to Loretta's or anything. Just get healthy and come back yeah, the last three. Right. Exactly. Right. I should have just waited a few more weekends. You know, I kind of once you start racing, it's kind of hard to get out of that hole, and that's what that's what kind of you know screwed me a little bit. But um, yeah, I mean, looking back now, I mean, would I have been as good in Supercross had I not kind of learned to get my ass kicked and and learned to race with those guys? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not sure. So. Well, yeah, and that's the good so, way to look at it. You've been through some things now that I think you've you have more tools that it takes to get the job done that you want to get done now, which I would imagine is try to win this title. And you've been through exactly. some things that will hopefully help, hopefully help you. Exactly. And, and I remember, what is it, two weeks ago now, Steve, you, you wrote in one of your columns that the, the championship was down to just Joey and, and Zach. So I have that oh. screenshot on my phone. Just to get out. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. I don't recall writing. I doubt I ever did. Of course. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thank you for uh, coming on. Congratulations on the win. And, uh, yeah, look forward to seeing you in Indianapolis, man. Thank you.
All right, guys. Thank you. See you, man. Congrats, Ryan. Adamson Cirillo brought to you by Vortex Racing, uh, official bars and sprockets of the Babbitts team, and sprockets of Cooper Webb, who, did you see Webb's Instagram? He said, coming into Detroit. So, That's another week off. A week yeah, yeah, after yeah, Indy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Indy's this weekend. So, uh, Cooper Webb, Chad Reed, using Vortex Sprockets. Email jake at vortexracing.com for a killer deal uh, from uh, anything that the Vortex guys have. Let's, let's How do you think he does when he comes back, Steve? Webb? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, think, I don't think he can get, like, he was really close to winning. When he left? Mm-hmm. I bet when he comes back, he's on the podium. Really? Yeah. Don't you think it takes him a race or two? No. No? no. Really? I don't think so with Cooper. Anybody okay. know how long he's been riding? No, I don't no, think. I, it don't may- know. I I think he'll, I think he's going to come back and he'll, he'll he's going to be let's, very good. Let's, uh, let's knock down some phone calls and then go to commercial break here. Uh, don't forget Facebook Live on, uh, oh, on yeah. Racer X Online. Uh, Kate, you got a question for Paul Parabinos. What's up, Kate? Yeah, hi, everyone. Um, I just want to thank you, Mr. Matthews, for... Using, uh, I love to listen to Pulp Max in my bedroom all the time, so this is a really cool show. Oh, the good. Thank I you. Quest- Sorry for the swearing, Kate. We may swear once in a while, but I apologize. It's fine. Um, so my dad wants to know, Mr. Parabinos, um, about the handlebar setup. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's about how do you set up the mini bar, um, with pro taper, is it? He wants to know: is it kind of like sag, or is it kind of different? Sa- sag. What well, do you mean? Sag. Talking about the micro bar, maybe somehow. Oh, um. Oh, he said picking the bar Pick- for a oh. bike. Picking the bar. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. It's that's that's tough a lot of times because you don't know what is on, you know, your your own bike a lot of times as far as measurements. Um, and when you look on our website, it's really just a bunch of measurements that you're looking at. So the two most important measurements that I would look at if you're trying to select the right bend is height and sweep. And that tells you obviously how much a bar is, how high a bar is and how much it pulls back towards you. Um, if you're a taller rider, I think a straighter bar is better, maybe a little taller bar. Um, it's really, it's really one of those things that is kind of unique in the handlebar business i guess is you know it's hard to find what bend you like but typically you stick with that bend for the duration of is your career a, is there a bend on the micro bar that's most popular yeah the ktm 50 is the most popular um schoolboy high is very popular after that it really depends what bike are you trying to put it on kate um i actually have an rm85 suzuki okay um i would say maybe maybe schoolboy high would be a good one or uh I believe it or not, Honda Mini I think might work well on a, on an RM85. This is Ken- yeah. I actually ride a Schoolboy High right now. Oh, okay. I'm actually oh. yeah. So you can get a micro bar in a Schoolboy High if that's what you're wondering. Kate is our own Nash's daughter. Our oh, our father oh, okay. Nash. Okay. Gentleman. Okay. Gentleman. Okay. Gentleman. Um, thanks, Kate. Thanks for the call. Um. Thank you for supporting me with the Pro Taper Bars, Mr. Paraminos. <laughs> oh, there we go. That's Thank very nice. Thank you. That's cool. Thanks, Kate. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, we should have got her to say gentlemen. Why didn't I do that? Joey was asleep on this start, by uh, the way. Darkside, what's up? How are you, man? I'm doing good. Um, real quick, for Parabinos, um, per Keeper's recommendation, I went to the Fusion Bar recently, the SX Bend, and I love it. Good. So, good to hear. I just got, just got a new bike Friday, and I've got to order another set. Do you run it in uh, the uh, unlocked position or the locked one, or do you? Yes, I, I, I ran it unlocked. I tried it both ways, you know, for about twenty minutes each. And I liked it unlocked. But I had a couple, could you tell I, a difference? I have a couple buddies with them. They lo- they only say unlock is. I leave mine unlocked all the time too. I run okay. mine locked. You run oh, yours wow. locked? Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. 
Okay. What's up, weirdo? Different strokes for different <laughs> yeah. folks again. Yeah. Yeah. And for Castellou, I'm just going to say X brand, X brand, X brand. X brand. Oh, so champions everywhere. Yep. All fantastic. Good. The cool thing about X brand is Bevo and Kuzo don't work there. Oh, uh, here we go. That's the best part of X brand goggles. X brand here, here goggles. The, the, the company does not have douchebags working there. But anyways, carry on. Yeah, hey, that's for sure. Rich is the man. So uh, my question was, um, what was your guys' opinion on them going to 20 laps instead of time? Do you feel like that even matters? Did it bug um, you that they changed the format? It did bug me. I understand it came from the Speedway. The Speedway was saying we want a longer race. Hmm. Yeah. I don't like that, though. Like, I don't I, care what you want, Speedway. Yeah, the the biggest thing to me is just the the – the, the ability to change what? a rule mid-season. Oh, what's it, the time on the race there? You know what I mean? You like You can't see it on that one. Let, let me see here. I want to see the 250 or the 450 race went 23.49. Yeah. So a little longer. So, so a little longer. It would have been what? It would have been 20 so, plus another. I, I don't. It would have been one and a half. 18 total. Dungey would have ended up fifth. Yeah, we saw that nerd guy. Oh, uh, um, good point. So there, there, were, you go. there were two extra so, laps. And, but, and again, according to the riders, they didn't know it till they got there. Yeah, and that's, and that's bogus it. too. But you can't yeah, let the Arena Cross guys ride Saturday because there's a rule. Right. Because there's a rule. Can't change rules. And we can't change this rule book no matter what. Except that it comes to Daytona, we can change the format. Yeah, I mean, that's just another example that they can change the rules and do whatever they Dude. want whenever they want, but right? they only do it when they don't get pushback. No, I uh, I don't really care, Dark Side. like whatever for me, but it was a little weird. That's what I thought. I was just curious because, yeah, it's, it's inconsistency. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the biggest yeah. thing I think that's the bothering me is inconsistent. Yeah. All right, man, that's all I had. All Thanks, right. Brand. Dark, Dark Side, thank you, bud. Appreciate it. Yep, see you. Uh, let's get to Adam. Adam, you want to talk about Chick-fil-A? Yeah, I want to talk about Chick-fil-A. Bring it. I just so, want to get a um, I'm not a motocrosser at all. I don't, you know, I don't do that. My, one of my best friends does. He got me into, uh, you know, um, Pulp MX. Oh, cool. Uh, he brought me to Chick-fil-A for my first time and I complained, uh, about it the entire drive home. And he said, I sounded just like Steve from Pulp MX. So that's how I got into you guys. But I just want wow. to say that I, I yeah. completely agree with what you, your opinion was. I got to go to a store. People tell me I got to go to the store and all that. But, uh, yeah, I, I thought, it's, I thought it sucked I off. I guess they call them stores yeah, in Canada. I can get a better chick, chicken burger, like chicken sandwich from McDonald's. Like Chick-fil-A. Ooh, that's pushing it. Whoa. No, Neither no, one of these guys is buying that. They're definitely it a bit. not pushing it. They, they put mayonnaise on their shit. No, you, you get, get the without the thing. mayonnaise. But. You're getting the wrong thing. <laughs> Um, thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Yeah, no problem, dude. All right, appreciate it. Last call. Uh, this is Ratcliffe. What's up, buddy? How are you? Hey, guys. Uh, just want to talk Radcliffe. about different track features that make for better racing, and specifically Glendale. Glendale, Glendale. was good. Glendale was good. So yeah. uh, I went back and watched the race, and I was like, I think one of my favorite features was that sand sweeper that had two berms in it into the step up over the over under. Yeah. What do you guys think? I loved I mean, it. It was great. The sand section in Daytona, uh, suck balls. Um, suck balls, yeah, because they keep doing straight sand sections as opposed to dual bermed nice sweepers well, where you, you have double line. Did you happen to notice the sand section at the end of Daytona? It was just big, giant inside berm to big, giant inside berm. You would never go outside of that line. You would never and, do it. Really similar to last year, I was at Daytona Live last year, and there was barely any passing. It was super narrow and single rut, so Look, I, everybody's going to file in. I'd like to bag on Ricky because I'm not a fan, but I understand the Speedway. 
uh, got sued a few years ago when a bike flew into the uh, guardrail and broke somebody's leg. And then also there's uh, the pit lane was widened by 12 feet. So you lost 12 feet on the pit lane side of grass. And you have the speedway size where people are um, uh, getting hit with the thing. So they want to keep the speeds down. So the speedway is telling Ricky, hey, you have less room to work with. Keep the speeds down. Uh, watch this sprinkler head. You can always, you always got to go around some sprinkler heads apparently that are there. So it sounds like RC's hands are tied a bit, but the track blows. That that track sucks. If you look at Daytona from like back in 2003, the last year to now, it, it doesn't even look the same. So, so, you know, how can we get more of these nice big sand sweepers with a dual berm that goes into one berm that uh, leads to great passing? Yeah, because remember the remember Phoenix, yeah. you went underneath mm-hmm. the over under, and it was one big like uh, up over that super steep little what would that table be? thing? Not a three sixty, two seventy, two sixty. It was just about a three sixty. Yeah, and they kept grooming in a two lines, so it was instantly what? everybody had their own berm, and then it came. What's together. funny over there? What's wrong? I'm just laughing at you trying to figure out what the math What is that? <laughs> 270. Nerd guy. He said it. He didn't say 270. I did. Yeah, he did. First, and then he looked at me weird, so I said 260. Oh. And my math was wrong. He is the, he's the backflip guy. He did 360 <laughs> into the bone pit. Can you just work on the app? How about that? How about you work on the app and not worry about the 360s and 270s? I'm he was probably crunching. I'm working on it right now. Crunching freaking numbers. I that was and forbidden. Angles of degree of rotation. A whole way to Maryland. No. Nothing is forbidden in this show. He just does what he wants. I, absolutely. <laughs> um, no, I liked it, man. I like Glendale. Glendale was a big floor. I think that's the secret. I think so much they get so hung up on, on, oh, we got to be creative with the layout and not do the same thing. But honestly, the same thing with longer lanes and more. 180s. You know, 180s makes for wrote, better racing. Villeman wrote about it today. Long lanes, long whoops, yes. long long start straights. Long lanes. Yeah. yeah. 180s and, and then something with two berms so that two people can ride fast around the corner. Yeah. Together at the end. What about yeah. a split lane? Do we like split lanes? No. Uh, yeah, it brings a little, I mean, yeah, it's a little something different, corner. but odds are every time with the dart fish and all that kind of stuff, yeah, they, they, they get it dialed out. in and yeah, everybody right. takes the same line. So that is, th- that is something too. We bag on the track guys, at least I do. But the teams are so much better off nowadays. Yeah, they and they, they, they have the dart fish. They have the shadowing. They, they know exactly. They've got stopwatches and sections and everything else. They know. Yeah, there's no so. Is dart fish making racing worse? Because now everybody knows what the single fastest line is. Yeah. And they aren't sure. exploring two lines. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. bro. Making them both better. Dirt Works' new hashtag will be ban dart fish. Yeah. But, <laughs> hey, when we got Toronto and, like, 25% of the floor is not used because you don't want to buy more dirt. Yeah, that's that's one thing I think that for sure, it's come up a lot. There's been concrete we, showing a lot. We've had this year. one bike jump into stands in 40 years of Supercross, and you ban, needs, and you ban bull berms. There and needs they, to be more dirt. Daytona, you can't jump into the stands really. So why were there not big bull berms at Daytona? I don't know. I mean, thanks, Ratcliffe. Thanks for the call, man. All right, thanks. Thank Bye. you. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Appreciate it. KTM, uh, you're going to be. Do you uh, think that was Daniel Radcliffe from uh, Harry Potter? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, you ride a Husky? I do. At the Riders, you're going to ride a Husky? Uh, that is the plan. Well, KTMPartsExpress.com, the number one online source for all your KTM slash Husky needs. They've been 40 years in business. Uh, they've got the latest and greatest parts and everything else. Their warehouse is packed full of latest KTM power clothing, power parts, accessories, genuine KTM parts. If you use the code PulpMX at KTMPartsExpress.com, you will save 15% on your order. So go there online. Order your KTM Husky parts, punch in Pulp Mex and save. Uh, we really greatly appreciate Charles Castellou and Paul Parabinos in studio here. We're going to take a commercial break and uh, come back with uh, Davey Coombs. Jeremy Martin's coming up. Uh, we've got a gear out like cold call. Um, 
I just remembered I didn't tell JT about the show, but he's on the East Coast, so probably no JT. But we'll have Travis Marks. All right, everybody, stick around. We'll be right back after this. I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to The Pulp Show, and Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Attention KTM riders. Need a little orange bling for your KTM? Maybe some cool new KTM power wear? Or just a few parts to freshen up your ride? Whatever you're looking for, KTM Parts Express is your place to shop. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. With over 40 years' experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is our specialty. Our warehouse is packed full of the latest KTM Powerwear clothing, Powerwear accessories, and genuine KTM replacement parts. Huge inventory, great prices, fast, accurate shipping. Use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX, 
17 you get a discount at racetech.com but besides that did you know racetech they are now the home of engines as well racetech suspension and engines great guys they've done a lot of great work for the uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work precision engine services are dyno flow bench and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability the racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship proven experienced team they're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. what Think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulpamex 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle.
Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or broll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in a wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. 
Hubs, Wheel Building Services. They've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica Patterson. Be sure to check Check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented ProLaunch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV by taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit. PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild, whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit. PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. 
E.K. Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D chain by E.K. The first thing you'll notice about the 3D chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors, chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength, 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support. BTSports.com and Fly Racing. Gun, 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 you've been gun so long. You've been gun, gun, gun so long. Who doesn't like mid-80s Canadian rock? Pookie raises her hand. Travis raises her hand. You know what? Screw you guys. Screw you for calling me a herd. Good stuff. Paul Parabinas from Pro Taper. Charles Kasloof from uh, 100% Goggles. National Sales Manager. 
Not a fan, Paul? Uh, no, this is weird. <laughs> no, this is weird. He said. This is really weird and scary and everything else. Uh, welcome back to the show. Thanks to Adam Cincerillo. Thanks for all the phone calls. We've got a ton of you guys phoning phone in. That was awesome. Appreciate that. And uh, also appreciate the guys at Honda World Downey, where the 5 Freeway and 605 Freeway meet. Over 1,000 new Hondas in stock. Over 100 used cars. 30 minutes from anywhere in L.A. If you want a deal on a Honda, uh, please call them. Check them out. Call Steve down there. Mention your Pulp Mex listener. They will beat any price or meet or beat any price you have out there. Uh, from the Honda World Downey guys, uh, they cooked me up on a great deal with the Ridgeline. And uh, we've had a few listeners buy some cars from them. We appreciate their support. So please check it out. Honda's got some great vehicles. Uh, Jeremy Martin had a Rota Honda vehicle this weekend, a second. Good job by him. Um. Now, the plan was never for Jamar to go to Indy this weekend. Would you have sent him to Indy? Um, if, who, who am I when you're asking that question? Are you, if you're uh, Jeremy Martin or Dan Bentley? Are you saying, I want to go to Indy? We're sending you to Indy. If I'm Jeremy Martin, I say, no, nah, my stock's at a pretty good, pretty good rate right now. <laughs> right? Yeah. If I'm Dan Bentley, I say, yeah, let's, let's go. Let's bike. see what else he's let's got. Let's keep it yeah. going. Yeah, interesting. Because you, you guys both know there's a lot of politics behind that. Sure, right? yeah. Different, you know, different things and different reasons. Um, so it is interesting to uh, to see Daytona Supercross coming up, uh, or just passed, I should say. And um, we talked a little bit about uh, Tomac and Dungey and Jeremy Martin, of course. Uh, Charles, I'll start with you. Barsha won a heat. Uh, Marvin had an off night, feeling it from the flu. Chad did something where he almost decapitated Brayton. <laughs> but what else stood out for you in the race, Charles? Like, what else did you think? I think Baggett was a very sneaky, sneaky good ride. He, right? I mean, he fell early on. I think on the first lap of the main, you can see kind of off in the like a, one of the wide shots. Baggett, Baggett picking his bike up, and you know he rounded the first lap in twenty second, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah twenty second. Yep. I mean, he he passed a lot of good dudes on the way to. to what his is top it about finish. Baggett in that place? Like what he won? I, he, I think he's only got two or three two fifty Supercross wins and. Two of them there. Sounds right. Two yeah. of them there. Yeah. So he's got more than two because he won Dallas once, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Won Dallas um, on a Suzuki. Yep. Yep. So he, I mean, I think it's just a feeling thing. He 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 really enjoys that soil, and I think he gets that extra little spark mm-hmm. of confidence just because it's more of an outdoor style track. So, um, and confidence breeds a lot of uh, positivity. Uh, Justin Bogle, DNQ. I'd like to speak with him about my fantasy team. <laughs> he could maybe make a check payable to Charles Castle for one hundred dollars. <laughs> um, Appreciate that. Okay, so we talked about Baggett for a long time being the fastest guy with no results. Millsap's fastest guy with no results for a little bit. All those guys have gotten results. I feel like Bogle's the guy next. Yeah, I would completely agree. He He's, looks good. At I don't know if it's his riding style. At times, he, has style. he looks great. He looks fast. But, dude, he, he either crashes or just something happens. Yeah. I mean, there's times when he even gets good starts, puts himself in position. But he then good when that lot, happens... Yeah. He'll crash, or he'll get a bad start, and like the LCQ this weekend, yeah. and struggle to pass Alex Ray and Kate Clayson, guys like that. So it's um, Mookie and him, two guys that you're just like waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah, those are two good, two good examples. I mean, and Barsha, we were waiting for kind of different reasons. He's coming back from mm-hmm. an injury, but even he's performed a bit. I mean, he won the heat. He's got some top uh, tens. Ninth in Toronto. Yeah, did he so. get top ten this week? No, I think he fell first turn. Right? No, fell uh, in the first turn and came yeah. back to eleventh. Yeah. So, I mean. That's riding past Malcolm and those guys that we just spoke about. So, who would you sign next year? Mookie, Barsha, or Bogle? Say the Ooh. price was the same. Say the price was the same. Barsha. Really? Really? Yeah. I, I think I go Mookie. I think I go Mookie too. 
Mookie's good, dude. Yeah, he is very good. He, Mookie's you're right. Got, he's good. good. He's look. He looks a lot like his brother on the bike too. He's fast, <laughs> but but if I'm running a team, I think history shows that. Yeah, I I, I gotta say, I thought Mookie. I gave him some slack early on. I thought he'd be better by now. I really did. I, I agree. I mean, I I mentioned that a bit with yeah. uh, raining yellow earlier. He's he's been back for how many races now? Six. What, uh, no, he, he missed the first two, so we're around ten. So he's been yeah, back so for eight, eight rounds. Eight I mean, rounds. that's right. that's a long time to get up to speed and, and yep. get a little bit of fitness on your side. So, um, I really honestly thought he would be a bit bit more uh, fit by now. Paul, yes, Mookie, Mookie, what about him? Sorry, I was watching TV. <laughs> I, I will turn this off. I will turn this off. Just watching Barsha's pink grips. Purple. Oh, you know what? Race tech, race tech suspension. <laughs> Ain't mad. Paul Parabinos, you know so the mad. you know the benefit of changing suspension oil or getting the right spring rate or nothing or, or something on your on your suspension. Don't just leave it out. Get it serviced. Get it worked on. Sure, do you need the revalve and the conversion from uh, air to spring? And do you need the kit stuff and the gold coating? No, but get your oil changed. Get the right spring rate. Get your bushings done. Your seals. You're angry. Just do it, you assholes. Uh, Racetech.com. Use the code PulpMX. I just get mad when bikes aren't serviced right. That's all. Get your bike serviced right. Okay. And if you, whether you want a motor work done as well, the Racetech guys as well doing engines uh, right now. Uh, since uh, 1984, Racetech has been the leading source of suspension, parts, tools, and service, as well as the engine work that they've got going on now. The gold valve from Racetech is uh, tested and proven. Uh, Kyle Chisholm runs uh, Racetech suspension. Michael Essie, Vince Freeze, semi-winner. Vince Freeze sucks. They cut the uh, semi race winner interviews out. I forgot about that. And Vince lost his limelight a little. Yeah, starting this year, they oh. stopped interviewing those people. But they all use Race Tech suspension. Uh, Cody Gilmore as well uses Race Tech motors, uh, engines, and suspension. I should say. And uh, please use code PulpMX17. Here's some emails. Uh, da, 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 da. Not that one. That's for next week. Uh, all right. Ask Danny sent this in. Ask the tough questions. The Martin interview was ridiculous. You build all this hype and act like it is going to be some big deal. Blah, blah, blah. Martin comes on and gives squat responses, and you laugh along with him and apologize for him. Martin says, oh, you just don't understand how hard it is. Bro, we get it. That is not an excuse. After all the tough talk, big opinions, and reasoning, you rolled over. Lost my respect and my support, dude. All he needed to do was put sad exclamation point. Talking about Dabalos? Yeah, my Marty oh. interview last week. Uh, interesting that Danny would feel that way. I don't feel like I pumped it up that much. Um, we did get some voicemails, though, about it also, too, uh, this past week on our, on our voicemails. So um, let's play a couple of those. We had Marty Davos on the show last week. And for people who don't know, I've been slightly hard on Marty over the years uh, for his career. And uh, so let's play these voicemails. You guys had some some things to say as well. Hey, Paul. What up, Steve? What up, Mark's dog? Eight thoughts. And uh, sorry about my call earlier. Ricky called me on the line. I know he was talking some shit about you, Steve. I had to hang up on this uh, answering machine. But uh, so just listen to your episode here when you're talking with uh, Davalos. You know, it's supposed to be some big, huge hype. Like, oh, Martin Davalos is coming on. Oh, shit. Red Alert, DEFCON 5. And it was a pretty big letdown, man, to be honest. You know, like, I like you, Steve. You do a great job. I understand you have to walk the fine line between, you know, you know, being, I guess, I guess, hashtag edgy and also still, you know, being representative of the motocross industry and keeping your job and sponsors and you can't shit on people too much. But I, I really have to agree with Marks that it, you kind of went a little soft, you know, you came in like a big baby Viagra penis 
and uh, you sort of ended up like a little tiny, you know, baby dick. It was kind of a bit. It was a bit uh, underwhelming, my friend. Uh, obviously, because of those sexual references, you're not going to use this on the air. But I'm sure you're going to hear this. But dude, come on, man. That was that was a bigger letdown than last time a girl saw me naked, man. It was just it was not cool, and I was just a little bit underwhelmed, as I think a lot of people are. And uh, I was expecting more. And uh, also on the topic of keeping it real, uh, big, uh, you know, paybacks of B-word Bowers. Uh, love the guy. Keep it real. Doesn't talk like a... Anyways, I got to go. I got work to do here. See you later. Um, hey. uh, people didn't like Bowers on the show last week. I don't know what it is. Gee whiz. What about him? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. I like Tyler. I like him in the show. He offers some opinions. He's not afraid to say things. I like him, but... Um, Look, it was obvious Davalos came on the show last week. Props to him. Credit for him. Timmy made him do it. Mm -hmm. Um, He came in with canned responses. He came in with like, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a script a little bit. And that's fine. Whatever. He kind of mentioned the same thing over and over. I expressed why I bag on him to him. I don't know what else. I can't make him say. You know, he did say, hey, I don't really want to talk about my personal life, a.k.a. the social media thing. And I was like, well, we got to ask you. And we did. Bowers asked him, said he gave him props for showing up that weekend in Glendale. He said if it was Tyler said it was him, he might not even show up after all that stuff that went down. I don't know what else people wanted. I mean, it's not, uh, you know, this isn't uh, uh, Iraq uh, interrogation treatment. I'm not going to waterboard Marty over yeah. the phone. Like I expressed why I bag on him. I he said he's from Ecuador and he's come a long way with nothing and he he made into something and he's gonna you know he's gonna take these deals. I, I don't know what else people wanted. Marks, they just want drama. Marks over there called it. They just want drama. Called it soft. He said the interview was no good, but I, I don't know what else I could have done. I didn't say it was no good. I said you were a little soft, and I, I'll stand by that. I, I do think you could have been maybe a little more. And what was I supposed to do? Though? I don't know. Oh, okay. You don't know. I don't but, know. Okay, all right. yeah, it just seemed like you were trying. I think maybe guy in the chat room says you thought it was great. I, I did not say it was bad. Um, it did seem like you were... I think I think part of it is because you seemed a little more buddy-buddy with him than most people expected. The guy's going to come on the show. I'm not going to berate him. This, I under, yeah, this I happened with that. another guest we had on, too. Like, you come on the show. I appreciate that. It takes balls for him to come on the show. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I'm not going to go on and be like, what the hell? Like, I'm not going to... Yeah. I appreciate him coming on. It takes balls. I'm not going to start yelling at the guy. I mean, and you spoke your your point. You didn't just avoid the whole subject. I can't be like, oh, bro, I don't know what you're saying. I don't. I always say yeah, I, mean, I, you, I can't say that. You owned up to what you've been saying. You just didn't beat it to death. Right. I, you know. So I don't. know. Let's keep playing the voicemails. We got more. Hey, Steve O. What's going on, man? It's Gringo. Hey, uh, I try to not call in too much there because I know that they said that they don't like the voicemails or whatever the case may be. So try to limit it a little bit, but I just wanted to commend you, bro, on that freaking show with Davalos. I haven't even heard the whole thing yet, because it's Daytona week over here with all this bullshit. Bro, <clears throat> that's some epic stuff right there, and I'm going to tell you why. Alright? Whoever thought he was going to be on the show, that's number one. Okay? Number two, after what had happened, we all know, right? And the dude comes on the show. That's you know this is this is Oprah Winfrey shit right here. You know what I'm saying? This is Dr. Phil. This is good stuff. This is meat. See now you're bringing the ruckus to that ass. You are. It's all you, bro. We speak your name. Anyway, I wanted to commend you on that. I I, I finished that part. I didn't even finish Gringo. the whole show, but that Bring is the ruckus great. to that ass. Where else are you gonna get that, that that extra meat? You know what I'm saying? 
I mean, that's some good shit. But anyway, I, I want to commend you. That's Beautiful cool. job, and I want to commend Davalos. That takes balls. Coming on there after all the bullshit, the haters, and, you know, he's talking about you. Remember all that? Dude, the guy comes on. That takes balls, bro. Just like Travis Marks going for it, doing the backflip, shutting the brain off, and just going for it, the dude stepped up, came up. Just for that, you can't bust his balls. The dude comes in there and does his job. That's bad. I mean, calls in, but dude, yeah, this that is a long just, I was really now. happy for everybody there, you know. And Bowers. Bowers, you know, the point that he brought up, uh, you know, uh, about, you know, the guy could have just shriveled up in a corner. You know, you see what I'm saying? And the guy shows up there and, and puts in a good performance on a bike. You know how much concentration and all the bullshit and distraction and the heartache and I mean, come on, bro. You, you know, you know, that's a big fucking deal. And where did he come? Where did he go? Pulp MX. That's that's the bottom line. People could say whatever they want. It was boring or this. Not bullshit. That was some good shit. I just wanted to let you know, man, I was happy for you. I was happy for Davalos. The whole thing. Uh, anyway, bro, much love, man. And uh, Gringo. Just keep it fucking going, bro. Good deal. Blowing this shit up like nitrous. This you know guy likes Good you. job, bro. All right, man. See you later. Have a good one. Peace. Hey, Mathis. This is JT from uh, Western Kentucky. Hey, uh, regarding the Marty interview, I thought you done good. There's no reason to try to bury the guy. You told him what your beef was. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Keep up the good work. Love the show. See ya. So, two positive voicemails, one negative, one negative email. Castle, you break the tie. I, I'm firmly on your side. You, you, you spoke your spoke your side and suck it, everybody. That's it. So you think you buried the beef now with buried the beef? You buried deep, your beef with D. I Martin? think you got to throw deep. out Gringo's email. He's too close. That's biased. What do you mean but, too close? I've but the met... second guy sounded like the more logical. the more logical normal nah, human Gringo of the two voicemails. So all right, continue the emails, uh, Dave. Steve, I just wanted to do a little PR for JT and his VIP experience. I just completed my fourth program with JT wow. at Daytona. I've done programs on the West and East Coast. I've gone by myself with old friends. I've taken the wife. Each time, JT has been consummate, professional, and host. It's not the JT that we know. Well, we consummate, know him a little better. Consummate, professional. Um, his He's knowledge, a professional. Of, I know. His knowledge of both the sport and industry make for a great behind-the-scenes look at the sport we enjoy so much. I would encourage any of your listeners who can to take advantage of this unique experience. They won't be disappointed. After spending the day with Jason, you also come to understand why he is the voice of reason of the Pulp Show. Steve, thanks for all the content you put out and the great job you do. I may shake my head sometimes at the, some of the things you say, but I love the way you say them and appreciate the honesty. Thanks, Dave. There you go. Jason Tom, Jason36 at AOL.com <laughs> <laughs> for a uh, Rocky Mountain KTM uh, VIP experience. Uh, Jim sent this in. Wasn't that the worst track ever? I've been going to Daytona for over 30 years, and maybe there have been worse, but I can't remember one. I don't think I'll go to Daytona again. I enjoyed AC's win a lot, but the overall experience, I was really disappointed. Stadiums only from here on out. Danny sent this in. It's crunch time for guys in Arena Cross. What's the most important in a five-round sprint? Speed, consistency, or aggression? Who's your pick? I mean, Owen's got 12 main events yeah. to everybody else five, right? Like, yeah. why can't he keep it going? 
He's he would be my pick. Fastest guy usually wins. Right. And their point reset, they all. I looked at the points earlier. I think it's like six, five, four. Like I think he has a one point lead or something. Yeah, I thought despite, he got more of a handicap. I, I, he only got I, one point. Yeah, that's no, gnarly, I saw yeah. it too. That's yeah, one point, which is I thought it was. He got way more credit for twelve main event wins. I agree. I thought so too. Uh, apparently not. Uh, Jason's got a theory on why people don't like the bear. Jason, what's up? What's your theory on why people don't like the bear on the show? Uh, I mean, personally, I I like Bowers, but it does get old when he, he cuts people off a lot. Um, he has good insight and all, mm-hmm. but um, he does cut people off quite a bit. Okay. Um, uh, and- yeah, you know what? I did notice a little bit of that, Jason. You're right. Yep, I did. But he's not like a professional internet radio show host, right? So... You know, I think people, yeah. you know, Charles and, and Paul here, you know, they're watching Daytona and commenting on the Daytona race because they don't understand that nobody, <laughs> that we're only on the radio, uh, internet. Yeah. So, And then uh, as far as the uh, Davalos interview, you know, he's, I'm stoked the guy came on. You yeah. Know, some, yeah. Some balls on his end um, to kind of just put everything aside and come on the show. It was a little lukewarm, but I'm happy you came on. And I agree. He seemed to have a kind of a speech and thing he was going to say, and he said it a few times because I think he ran out of things to say. But, yeah. hey, that's his prerogative. That's what he wanted to do. And, you know, um, I got a couple of texts from people that said, hey, man, on DMXS, he's not the greatest interview either, just Marty himself. So, you know, that just happens. Um, but I, I agree 100%. Props for him coming on the show. Yeah, exactly. So, I agree. All right, man. Thanks for the call. All right. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. Charles Castellou from 100% Goggles, National Sales Manager. Paul Parabinos from Pro Taper, uh, ex-Pro uh, Circuit, Monster Pro Circuit Mechanic for Dean Wilson, and Blake Baggett over there. Uh, speaking, and, and Castellou's brother, Mohead, works for Dean now. So big, D- and Dean's half Canadian, 25% Canadian. We're all connected. We're all yep. connected here. We're in this together. Um, Dean went from privateer to Rockstar Husky. Stepped up his game, too. It's good to see. Got to be pumped on it. Is it only a one-year deal? Like, has he just got this year? I haven't spoke to him about the details of it, but I would guess, yeah. I don't. I, I mean, why would you almost sign anybody to a multi-year deal to anything at right now in this sport? Yeah. Gear, yeah. team. I mean, there's not many guys you need to, like, invest guaranteed year. Like, it's, no, there's, it's, right. there's a lot, unfortunately... You know, for the riders, but there's a lot of talent to choose from, and yep. everything's changing so often. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm happy to see Dean get that ride. I, I I wasn't a fan of Porcel just because I felt like immensely talented dude. Is he selling you bikes and gear? No, because he doesn't like to do media. He doesn't like he's not super popular. Is he putting in 100 effort? No. Uh, if I'm a team guy, I'm just like, why? Why would I have him on my team? Like again, he's been a dick to me in the past, so I could be you know biased a little bit, but. Objectively speaking, when he wrote well, I wrote about it and talked about it. But objectively speaking, Dean Wilson to Christoph Purcell to me is a way big jump for for, for Rockstar, for Husky, for Bobby Hewitt, for everybody. In every which way. Results, effort, fan base, selling motorcycles, selling gear, right? No, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think I just, you're right. I argue with you. I agree. So, um, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit more uh, uh, coming up here on the uh, Public Mech Show. Let's get knock some phone calls off. Dave, what's up, Dave? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. What's happening, man? I'm thinking that it's almost math at this point with, with kind of that Tomac and Denji mm-hmm. outside of something weird happening like it did this week. But now I think maybe the X factor could be Cooper Webb. Like he could be the one guy to get in the middle of him. I was kind of wanted to get your thoughts on that. I agree. Yeah, you're. Yeah. I agree. Okay. He brings up a good point. Webb can get in between them? I actually them? think Dungey. I think he can. Yeah, Dungey's the one that maybe should have some anxiety about it. 
Tomac maybe not as much, but he could be the one to get in between Tomac and Dungey and screw Dungey's kind of safety net. I'm still waiting for Anderson to get in between there. I feel like Anderson can. It could happen, yeah. And, I mean, you can't – he's not going to win out most likely. No, Dungey's no, not going to get second most likely. There's too much, you know, difference nowadays. But. No, I, I know. I'm with you, but it's still damn near. I mean, it's – I, I get it. It's not going to happen one, two the rest of the way. But somebody's got to be faster than both of them, and nobody is. And Cooper would be the one guy to be faster than one of them. What about I Marv, think. though? Marv's been sick, but can't – Marv will get back to that old yeah. level, right? He could get back to that level this weekend. This right. could be a That's great track for Marv. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I can see It's Marv. never over until it's over, for sure. So when does? Let me ask you this. Uh, I'll start with you, Cass Lou. When does, um, when does Roger say to Marv, Marv, let, let Ryan by? When That's does tough. that start happening? I'm not saying now. It's a little early. Oof. Does, I mean, it, does it ever if, happen? I don't think it ever happens personally until unless it was like we're in sitting in Sam Boyd Stadium and, and it's a three point difference, then it happens. I, I really don't think it happens prior to that. But I've never been on a team where I've seen it happen or heard of it happen. Yeah, Peyton's not about uh, that. Yeah, no. he's not about that at all. I mean, the one thing Mitch has a rule on is his guys starting next to each other, which I totally get that. That's a big no no because usually if one of them screws up, you're going to wiggle left or right, and, uh, and odds are you'll take out your other guy. So I l- love that theory. I get that theory. I wish more teams would do it because I think it makes sense, but I've never been around a team, team like. Uh, strategy type thing where right. people taking dives and stuff well so there we go anderson marvin and webb three guys that can really f this championship one way or another what about Sealy? i'm waiting for multiple Sealy wins going. Oh, dude multiple I, wins i don't know who said that we're I running out of time on that marks marks was all about that and I, I don't think he was right about that he could win he could win i thought he'd see would be better i'm gonna be honest i won po- two podiums this year so two yeah, yeah. uh thanks yeah. dave thanks for the call man yeah, guys, thanks. I appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, next up, uh, Andy, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey, Steve, how are you doing? Good. How are you guys doing on the show? Good, what's um, going on? Hey, uh, a couple months ago, you mentioned something about possibly trying to get a podcast with Shane Watts. Any uh, any report on that possibly happening? I haven't done anything about that at all, Andy. I don't even remember. Okay. But uh, is Wattsy in the U.S. or is he back in Australia? He, he's in Australia. Yeah, I was just wondering. I was um, when I was a kid. I was about ten, eleven years old, and I went to my first GNCC and watched them, and it was unreal. I just didn't know if it was something. Because I know you mentioned when you worked at KTM. Yeah, he was. He was something, something else. Yeah, no, he was something yeah. else, man. Um, and uh, I, I, need, like I, said, I need to get that going. I can call Australia. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, I I think that'd be pretty awesome. He like uh, you know from what from what I heard, um, like I said, I was kind of young, but from like what my uncle said and stuff, he just the way he was and his personality and stuff like yep. that, he probably did a really good podcast. No, I watched him take a bike out of the crate and go win the weekend, and he was pumped because he was sponsored by Michelin. Bikes come in stock with yeah. Michelin. He's sponsored by FMF. The bike comes stock with a plated pipe that looks like an FMF, so he didn't have to put an yep. FMF pipe on. And he took yeah, a stock think, bike and he won. Yeah, and, and that one year he rode a bunch of different sizes. Yep. Too, and won on yeah, a yeah. bunch of different sizes, which is yeah, crazy. He was, yeah, he was the man, for sure. All right, Andy, I'm going to mark it down here. Um, I really am. I'm going to say Watts Pod and then circle it even. So there we go. Let me look into it. Right. Right on. That'd be sweet. Thanks, buddy. Yep, thanks. Thank you. All right, next up is uh, Kevin. What's up, man? You, you got a get ignition? I did. I uh, was just calling to say uh, thanks for having Dan Truman on. A couple weeks ago, I ordered a uh, get ignition from him. 
and uh, FedEx it overnight to me and uh, gave me a cell phone number and even answered my questions on a Sunday afternoon to get it working. So it wow. works great. Wow. Uh, Damn. Really, en- really enjoyed it, and uh, it's it's real good. So no, it's again it, too just it's a legit right. product. It's a little pricey. I'm not going to lie, but it's a legit product. It really works. Uh, web and Reed and uh, the JGR guys in Europe. Pretty much everybody has a get except for Honda, right? Uh, pretty much. Yeah, I think. And one day, I believe. Yeah, maybe everyone soon. Will be all um, of them. So it is, it is a legit product. It's uh, it's awesome. Did you get the uh, the whole shot one? The uh, the ECU the launch control? And no, I'm just a week on a weekend warrior. Yeah, um, and I got it on my KTM, and uh, you know it, it works great for what I use it for. Yeah. So, uh, no, it's uh, no, it's just it's awesome. Thank you for for company. taking advantage of that. Appreciate it. They're they're brand new sponsor on the show, and uh, Dan Truman, good guy. Do you know Truman at all? Fair I know, business? I yeah, know. A little and bit. What other company will someone answer your phone call on a Sunday and answer your question? So that's Dan for you. Yeah, that's <laughs> the service. Yeah. yeah. Parabinos, hey, there's Rick. zero chance you're answering somebody with a pro taper question. Well, on, on a Sunday. Yeah, not on myself. <laughs> I I, luckily, I have people that do that. Um, no, it's awesome. Great. Uh, thanks for calling, man. Get ECU. Uh, get data. Uh, uh, please check them out and uh, mention you're with Pulp MX. You, you contact the show, and, and you can get the same deal that, uh, that Kevin got. So, man, thanks for calling. Hey, hey, real quick, just want to say thanks for all the content and everything you do. You hopefully get through my work day pretty much Monday through fr- Friday. So I oh, awesome. really appreciate uh, everything you do and all the content you put out. Thanks, man. Yeah, we is we, he balling okay. you up with no like uh, Daytona race recap? Like he's balled up my, no, my commute a little bit. Need content. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, we'll, we'll get through it. Just um, you can listen, yell at him a little bit. You don't got to be so listen, nice. Why can't and JT have been MIA? Oh, I'm ready. Not your fault. I'm ready to okay. do it. I'll do it, and I'll bag about the track, and I'll bag about Daytona <laughs> Speedway. Why don't you I'm call ready. somebody else? I should, right? Yeah. Well, the show must go on. One of the guys I used to call was Top Jimmy, and mm. right now, Top Jimmy, hang in there, buddy. Uh, broken vertebrae, bruised lung, broken hand, Ooh. yeah, something else. Um, bad crash for Jimmy Albertson, and so he would be another guy I would call. He's unavailable. I think he's available. Ping was always good. Ping don't watch the races. <laughs> He does. I mean, he's going to come in here sh- shortly, but I wouldn't want to call Ping to just talk about a specific race because I don't know when he's going to watch it or if he's going to watch it, you know? But, right. I mean, I could call Tits. All right. That'd be great. All right. Thanks. Well, thank, thank you. Th- thanks again. Appreciate it. So, one of the things that came up last week was this Ustream MX Sports deal that kind of came out of nowhere. And, and, uh, Full disclosure, I work for Racer X as a, as a freelance journalist. I'm on retainer with them, and their partners are they're the same company as MX Sports. Um, I didn't. Coombs dropped this to me like at San Diego, and I was like, ah, he's just hammered or something. Like, I'm like, well, you know. But Ustream and MX Sports, who have been at each other for, for a while, uh, Giuseppe Luongo spoke about four USGPs at one point, um, and, and Davey Coombs and the MX Sports guys were talking about, hey, you know, we have our 12-round nationals. We don't want any more GPs here. These guys have gotten together, which is, it's a good thing. I mean, right? Yeah. Like, any of them working together is a good thing. The the GPs are going to now, there's going to be one USGP a year. Uh, they've already said it's going to be in the Southeast this year in 2017. Betting money is Gatorback, which would be interesting. I've been to Gatorback since 97. Really? No. 99 when Ryan, Ryan Morris, I lost my golden wrench. Yeah. I screwed mm. out of it. Man, he last was time good I was that there. year. I had to race him. And who tuned his bike? I don't remember that. Me. Jetting it in that little area in the morning. <laughs> like the sun wasn't even up, and I had to jet this 125. Um, anyways, so that was kind of came by surprise. Motocross the Nations in America every four to five years 
he- betting heavily on it being Redbud in, uh, I think, 2018. Um, or Crawfordsville, maybe I heard, possibly. Yeah, they said Midwest, so oh. I heard Redbud, but I, neither one of these are for sure. It's a good thing, I think, to get more races to get these guys over here. I think I've long said Team USA. Uh, Paul, you ever worked for Team USA? No, I've been on... Um, Team Great Britain? No, Great Britain twice. Um, you go there, Team USA are the stars. Everybody wants to see them. Um, everybody, They're a big part of that race. Without Team USA there, your win would have an asterisk on it. Uh, asterisk. Yeah. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Yet, nobody helps the USA get there. It's cost so much money. Now, granted, these jerk-off teams spend, send way too many people. I get it. <laughs> but it's really expensive to go there. And I always said that the USA should be helped out with a MXDN in America every four to five years, which it's only been three in 40 years. Now, every four and five years with this agreement. And, you know, and when Ustream comes over and sets up the USGP, they have uh, the infrastructure of MX Sports, and they can use a national track, and it's a good thing. So, with knowing that, I spoke with Davey Coombs, the president of MX Sports, uh, earlier about this deal. He's also the editor-in-chief, of course, of Racer X. Now, he couldn't come on the show live because he was um, maybe Razzles right now. <laughs> Is it Razzles? <laughs> on a Monday? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. What's the other bar across the street? Uh, I don't. You mean the, the gentleman's bar? Yeah. Uh, it's got some funny name. It does, right? Lollipops? Castler? Nothing? Lollipop sounds... It does. Like it, could be it. <laughs> it is something like that. So anyways, Davey couldn't come on live. Uh, he apologized for that. But I did catch up with him this afternoon to talk to him about the um, the uh, 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 Ustream and MX Sports Agreement. So let's listen to that. We're also going to we're gonna sign off on Facebook uh, Live now because this is just a recording announcement or a recorded interview. Uh, but thanks, everybody, for on the RacerX Facebook Live for listening to the show. Appreciate it. We'll be here uh, every Monday uh, night for that. But for now, uh, thanks to you people later and uh here's davy coombs from uh, mx sports and uh and racer x talking about the Ustream and mx sports agreement up on the pulp mx show brought to you by roostmx.net use the code pulp nation when you're checking out to save at roostmx.net whole pulp nation section on there and if you don't like pulp mx say you like racer x you can go to roostmx.net and they'll uh, be able to put the racer x logo on something that you have christina danny and everybody down there great part of the show and we we thank them for the support the cycle trader team of course uh uses uh roostmx.net all right big news um this past uh weekend at the daytona supercross announced a partnership between MX Sports and Ustream that will see a USGP uh, on Labor Day in, in the U.S., as well as a MXDN every four to five years, and Ustream and MX Sports partnering up, which I don't know if I ever thought would happen. But to get to the bottom of that, uh, the editor-in-chief of RacerX, president of MX Sports, Davey Coombs, DC, what's up? Uh, thanks for doing this, although I don't know if you knew that you'd be, at the, you'd be down on uh, Main Street at Daytona, hence you could not come on live tonight. <laughs> well, I you know we still have uh, 1,500 amateurs here racing uh, inside the uh, infield at Daytona International Speedway with uh, the Ricky Carmichael Supercross, and then uh, I spent uh, yesterday standing out in the mud with Guy V from Vital MX and Travis Bond and some other guys uh, shooting the GNCC that was uh, had a couple thousand riders. So uh, it's a busy week for. Uh, 
uh, Racer Productions and Racer X. And uh, but that, yeah, I didn't I didn't realize MX Sports would be so busy uh, either. But um, you know, these things sometimes they just happen, and you you got to you got to make it happen when the and the supply and demand are there. Yeah, so take us through this. So this announcement, uh, like I said, USGP Labor Day, uh, partnering up with Ustream MX Sports is to uh, help bring the motocross the nations over, and I imagine MX Sports uh, infrastructure will be used at these USGPs. How did this come together? Like, what happened? I think that's what everybody wants to know. Well, it's 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 a complicated story, but 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 in the end, I think that that you know on either side of the ocean. And that ocean was considerably bigger sometimes than it was at other times. <laughs> right. Uh, we, uh, we, we both, uh, you know, we're doing our best for, for our respective versions of uh, motocross. And uh, it just so happened, though, that we'd never really gotten a chance to work together. And that goes back to 2006, 2007. The AMA decides to sell off uh, AMA Pro Racing and motocross as, a, as an entity and uh, – we ended up in something of a of a bidding war, and, mm-hmm. and, a, and, a, and a you know I don't I don't know if people were tweeting back then, but it's a tweet storm, I guess, and it was just a lot back and forth with, with Ustream, and uh, of course uh, in the end, MX Sports ended up with the the contract, but uh, you know there was there was things done, things said, uh, things that were hard to put behind us, uh, and anyone who you know recalls the the days of uh, some of the really partisan stuff that was going online, whether it was uh, from people on their side or our side of the, or the, of the ocean, it just wasn't productive. And uh, anyway, uh, then then the whole Glenn Helen thing came where Glenn Helen canceled their national and mm-hmm. ran a GP, and, and that, that caused some, some heartache with, with a lot of folks. And uh, then, then it happened again, uh, but, but for totally different reasons. Uh, uh, Glenn Helen got back involved because they thought they were going to get the designations. They also thought they were going to get Ryan Villapoto's last races. And um, we know that, the, unfortunately for Ryan, and also I, I think for, for Ustream, things didn't go the, the way everyone had hoped. Mm-hmm. Ryan ended up back retired sooner than later, and um, the USGP just never really caught, caught hold. And the designations, for whatever reason, uh, Ustream decided not to hold it at Glen Helen. So fast forward to the Tuesday after this year's designations. I am sitting in the Denny's in Morgantown, West Virginia, eating breakfast, and my iPhone starts buzzing, and I look down, and it's the number, and it says Geneva, Switzerland. And uh, I know one person from Switzerland. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And uh, to his credit, Giuseppe uh, Luongo called and uh-huh. said, look, you know, this isn't working. Uh, we probably should try and put a lot of things behind us and talk about how to, you know, mm-hmm. get a GP in America, make it work, and, 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 and focus on bigger issues and bigger things and not petty rivalries. And, and I agreed. And, um, you know, you have to remember, this was a time when there was talk of four GPs in America. Yeah, absolutely. Talk yeah. of all this all this other stuff going on. And Giuseppe said, you know, look, I want one successful USGP. You guys have 12 successful nationals. Uh, If we work together and did this one GP and did it right, uh, we could probably have a lot of fun and probably, you know, give a lot of fans what they want to see, which is the best U.S.-based riders against the best Europe-based riders. 
uh, and thus the best riders in the world at least once a year on U.S. soil. And uh, and then there would also be a designations every four or five years. And that was also something that was very interesting because, you know, we go every year, you know, and you go with the Americans, I go. It's hard. And, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's an away race for Ryan Dungey and Roger DeCoster, Marvin Muskin, and anyone else, you know, who lives in America. So it's, it's really hard to go to. And yet they've only had three designations in America uh, in my lifetime. Yeah. And uh, it'd be nice to see it again. So we just really started talking about how this might work. And what we decided was that, 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 that Ustream and MX Sports needed to enter into a, a cooperative agreement um, where, where we, we agreed to cooperate. And then we'll worry about things like tracks, venues, mm-hmm. whatever. And, and, and what it did is it gave us the stability of our calendar, knowing that, that you know, I mean, there were a lot of guys that didn't want to do two GPs last year. There were a lot of guys that didn't want to do any GP. Right. Yep. There were some guys. Some guys that would have been okay doing four, but their teams couldn't afford it. Anyway, one GP made a lot of sense. Uh, you know, Ustream's main sponsors like Monster Energy and Parts Unlimited and Fox Racing are U.S.-based companies. They have a lot of fans over here. And hell, you and I are GP fans. We, we, you know, anyone who listens to Pulp or you know, reads the Racer X, uh, knows who, you know, Jeffrey Hurlings and Tim Geiser mm-hmm. and Tony Caroli and all those guys are. And it just made sense to, 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 to try and see this through. Um, so we started talking and, and back and forth and I had some really nice dialogue, put some things behind us. And, you know, I, I, it was funny. I told MX Jeff, I, <laughs> I was like, Hey, don't screw this up moving forward, okay? <laughs> hey, don't let's, stop let's, it. Let's, yeah, just stop let's, it. Just look at the results. Let's not talk about, you know, all this other stuff. And, you know, and I said, and there's guys on our side that probably poke at you. And we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to get rid of the petty stuff and, 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 and just cover the races. And, you know, when things need criticized, let's be critical. But let's not do it just for the hell of it. Right, um, right. So anyway, anyway, as all of this was happening, uh, Charlotte was second-guessing their decision to get into the motocross business. And I personally have gone down that route of trying to build a one-and-done racetrack where you, 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 you put it in the infield of a car track, and it seems great for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. But in the end, it just it's expensive, and it doesn't quite work the way anyone wanted it to. And um, So he, he lost Charlotte, and then Charlotte decided they did not want to pursue another GP. So suddenly he had an empty date for 2017 and said, look, we could start this next year, but it might push everything back. And I said, well, I think that we want to work on the designations in 2019. Mm-hmm. And, and as an act of good faith, my sister and I said, let's make the GP work now because the team's already committed to it. The monster guys are committed to it. Roger mm-hmm. wants to see it. And Roger DeCosta, I should say, is very, very influential in all this. He was the one who said, Giuseppe, you need to call on exports and Davey, you need to pick up the phone. Uh, and we did. Yep. And, uh, and so, uh, we put on our thinking cap, started talking to various promoters that we're lucky enough to work with, whether it's in Luke's Soul motocross or, or, um, to American motocross or amateur programs. And I believe that, um, when we announce where that race is later this week, mm-hmm. there'll be a lot of happy people, especially fans in, in the true Southeast. And, yeah. um, yeah, so, I'm just so, uh, 
I'm just wondering why the southeast? Is that something? It's shorter travel, obviously. Um, and well, you say, hey, I, I, can, I, I think I can explain that in, in a couple uh, for a couple reasons. Mm-hmm. Number one, it takes place Labor Day weekend, and 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 that's not July. I mean, it's not exactly November either, but but it can work. Uh, you know, at, at that point, especially in a. In, um, the fact that most of the top athletes are based in the southeast. I mean, you know, from 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 south of the border down to to you know wherever Blake Baggett's you know Shangri-La is. Yeah. There's a lot of guys down there, and, yep. and it'd be a backyard race for them. Also, um, you know, although we have a race at Bud's Creek, although we have a race at Buddy Creek, it's not really the southeast, and mm-hmm. we understand that. We and people down south, you know, long clamored for a place like. Monster Mountain, or maybe to get uh, uh, the 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 other Alabama track on, or or Davy Mills has wanted to build a track. Of course, Gainesville is still there, and Wind Kern has done an amazing job. And so we we thought, you know, let's make it as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. Let's put it the week after the week after the end of the nationals. Let's hope that some riders will use it to stay sharp for the designations, which uh, is very important to Roger, and and uh, I'm sure it's important to Ken Roxon. I'm sure, sure it's important to Marvin Moosekin and anyone else who wants to ride for their native country, and um, and we also felt that 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 in the southeast that time of year, uh, it was already scheduled for Charlotte. Mm-hmm. We're not asking for a real big change, like all of a sudden, hey, you guys yeah, got to yeah. go to Washougal, right? You know, this would be more like, hey, you guys get to go home, but can we do this one last race? And uh, and remember. These aren't subpoenas for anyone. These are invitations, is what Jansen would say. <laughs> so I hope that a lot of guys will take the invitation and take the opportunity from our side, because I think that, that America deserves one really good Grand Prix race with uh, the full support of the AMA, AMA Pro Racing, FX Sports, and the American motorcycle industry. I know, you know KTM and, and Husqvarna are committed to being there. They're talking to Honda, and, and, and they want to be there. They've got to be there anyway through reciprocity. You know, when Evgeny Bobrushev and yeah. and uh, Tim Geiser come over, you know, Sam and, and Dan and those guys have to have the trucks there for them. Why don't we go ahead and throw uh, Cole Seeley's bike in there, too? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, no, it, it makes so, a lot of sense that way. Absolutely, as far as that goes. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, so we're, and we're not going to put the big hard sell on anyone, just as they didn't for Charlotte and just as they didn't for Glen Ellen. But we are hoping that, that this will be a, a great event that's almost perceived as like an added-on national. But rather than rather than be for our national points, it's mm-hmm. going to be like a Ryder Cup of a Ryder Cup event where we get to see uh, Jeremy Martin go out there and see just how good uh, you know Jeremy Sewer is. Where mm-hmm. we can see what Jeffrey Hermans really looks like uh, uh, on an outdoor track on a 450, and so, you know. And then it'll be fun. I, I think it'll be a really neat event, especially if it's done in a way where you could have um, a big amateur component, maybe even a, a, a futures race, like the 12 best 125 schoolboys from Loretta Lens against the 12 best FIM mm-hmm. EMX, you know, 150 yeah. guys or however that sure, works. Sure, whatever. Out. Yeah, stuff like that'd be cool. We we, we want to do that. And then there's one other little aspect to it. God knows I have enough work. Uh, God knows that, that you know Ustream travels all over the world as it is. Um, it is important to the American motocross industry to have an event on the FIM schedule. It's important to the AMA, and um, you know 
we do the I, we do we do the the GNCC series. It's been my sister and her husband Jeff's dream to host the ISDE one year. Hell, her, her kids on the mm-hmm. World Trophy team, Caleb Russell, and you know none of that could happen until we started working with the FIM at some point. And right now, the FIM needed us, and, and we thought you know this would be a great time to, to get involved. So uh, Giuseppe sent his son David over, who I'd never met. Uh, he came straight from Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Uh, could not have been nicer, more professional. Uh, very pragmatic, uh, very, very much an enthusiast, but but not like over the top. That even though it's a bad idea, let's do it so we can say we did it. Yeah, he's yeah. a businessman, and 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 looks at things. I think the way that my sister and I <clears throat> look at them as as both an enthusiast and someone who likes to keep their job. And uh, and he came over with Daniel Rizzi and, and Augusto Valentin. We spent um, better part of a week together and had an absolute. Uh, great time bench racing and teasing and and bragging but also putting together some some really solid plans for for the future and you know i i i was i was uh i was thrilled that that, that Ustream was you know that interested in, in mm-hmm. having a a new relationship and i was also kind of blown away at uh you know the fact that giuseppe would send his son uh and and entrust him to do this and 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 and, and we all got it done uh, so I, I think there's a lot of happy people, and uh, I look forward to working with those guys. We're still going to be in competition. I still want Geyser to move here. Right. They probably they want Marvin to move back. They want you know, but but that's the way it's always going to be. We're mm-hmm. going to be in competition for sponsors. We're going to be in competition for athletes. We're going to be in competition for fans. But uh, you know, ironically, at the end of the day, uh, we race on Saturdays. They race on Sundays. And I watch all their races, and you watch all their races, and they watch all our races. Yeah. So let's 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 get on with it. The uh, the t- motocross nations in 2018 will it be held in an existing national track? Can you do yeah. that? Can you have a national in a year and then an MXDN? Is that that's okay? Yes, you can. Okay. Yes, you can. So you remember, both Bud's Creek and Thunder Valley did that. Um, here, here's the thing. When the Charlotte thing came along a couple of years ago, the, the real scuttlebutt started about it. Um, Eric Pernard brought that to MX Sports first. We didn't want to do it. We thought it was a supercross. Mm-hmm. We looked at it. We felt that out of respect for Feld, and, and you know, we we wouldn't do that. And we'd already just gotten out of Salt Lake City, and that was not a perfect fit. And, mm-hmm. and I'm sure everyone remembers that. There's a lot of people put a lot of effort in that. At the end of the day, it just it just wasn't authentic. And anyway, I believe an event of that magnitude needs to be on a track that 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 that, that stands for motocross in in, in any nation. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go to Belgium, you go to Longwall. If you go to Germany, you go to Teutonthal. If you go to France, you know, you have a half dozen. You got a, yeah, you got a few of them, right? <laughs> yeah, but when you come to America, I, I think that there's a lot of great tracks that could host that. But just a few that probably pop into everyone's mind, like, okay, that is a ready-made facility. They already have huge crowds there. A lot of people would go there twice. And yeah, let's show them what we got. Let's show them the best, the best of American motocross. And that's the plan. And um, what's funny is though, the intention was 2019. Mm-hmm. But while David was here, his father called and said, "Look, there's been a development." And I believe it was either Germany or Belarus, you know, in France, 
wherever the, those nations were supposed to be in 2018, mm-hmm. um, the, the promoter asked to put it on hold for one year. So he, he asked me, he said, do you, do you think there's a promoter in America that could hold an event of this magnitude? And I could think of a couple. Right. So, yes. And, uh, again, I wish I could announce it. Uh, right. But I think everyone will be happy. Everyone will be happy with it, and I, I imagine there will be a whole bunch of fans there. Yeah, the rumors, are, American, yeah, the rumors are flying about American both tracks. Flag. So, you know, we'll, we'll find out yeah, soon. We will find out soon, and, and there's, there's nice, there's nice, uh, there's nice reasons for both those tracks. But for some reason, if those tracks follow through, I know a few other tracks. <laughs> We're lucky in America; we, we we have a spoil of riches when it comes to really great motocross tracks. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. It should be in, it should be interesting to see uh, the East Coast. I mean, I've been to the USGPs of Glen Helen every single year, and um, yeah, they haven't worked out. And I think the East Coast is a better place for those place for those for those places yeah. to go i think that yeah, you know, i think the california people are over it a little bit i think if you can't provide well, them I, you know anaheim one they don't they don't want to show up i think that's more than fair and we we discussed that mm-hmm. you know they do they do a really uh they do a lot of work they do a lot of great things for all kinds of racing at glen helen and 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 bud is a as an enthusiast of the global motocross team uh, but you're right. You know, when you have seven supercrosses within driving distance, when you have every really major West Coast amateur uh, or vet event, uh, yep. there, there comes sort of a of a of a, of a um, what's where I'm looking at a saturation yeah. point. And I think that because the GPs, you know, and also man, it's damn hot in September. <laughs> it in, is in California. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just. You know, and, and I, I've been through that with, with Lake Elsa. I've been through that with Powell. And, of course, I've been through that with, with Glen Helen. And, and I'm, I'm very glad that Glen Helen is going to be on Lucas Oil Pro Motocross schedule for a very long time to come and early in the schedule because we're starting in May. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's a done deal. That's in our contract. It will start in May for as long as this contract lasts, which is the, the other part of the, the big announcement yeah. on Saturday. The, the long-term extension, not only with AMA Pro Racing, but with the AMA uh, to run the Redlands. Uh, yeah, which you know, it's a pretty successful event. They didn't want to. They didn't want to break it or fix it. We didn't want to break it or fix it. So we just added some years, and we'll just keep working. But um, you know, with with having Glen Helen in May, that's a great time for an event in Southern California. But having it in September. Was, was always going to be problematic, especially with, what, two NFL teams moving in yeah, now? Yeah. Uh, it, it'd, be, it'd be tough to get a, lot of, uh, get a lot of attention, even out there in San Bernardino. Uh, before we let you go here, Roost MX bringing you Davey Coombs to talk about the uh, MX Sports and Ustream announcement, as well as the uh, extension with AMA Pro Racing for MX Sports. What do you know, Davey, or, or what do you, can you say, or do you know anything about these supercrosses around the world, 25 races? Uh, we've heard the rumors. We've heard Monster wants to do it. Uh, I can't seem to get anybody sort of to confirm anything. I mean, this would put the National Series at risk, uh, is what I've been saying. Uh, although, you know, MX Sports, with this announcement and everything else, seems like it's full steam ahead. Please tell me we're not going to add more supercross races. I, I I I don't really have a, a seat at that table or a vote in that conversation seat. Um, I've heard the rumors as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know the Feld is a, is a big company and they have a lot of things going on. 
but uh, I haven't really had a direct conversation about any of this stuff. But but one back in you know last year, and uh, you know I have my personal opinion. I I I I know how many events I can do before I get burned out. And I'm not even a racer. Yeah. Uh, and I and I know I know what the attrition rate has been sometimes, and that's just the, the that's the cruel mistress part of racing. Uh, the the fact that people can and will get hurt, um, but I also know that you know whether it's Anon or the Ironman at the end of the outdoor season, we already have a bunch of events and they could all use a little improvement. And I personally, we're not expanding the nationals. We're not expanding anything. We're going to focus on the events we have, the commitments we've made, and we're going to try and improve on them because there's a lot of room for improvement. And yeah, I, I can't know, see. I, yeah, I, I can't see adding more events to our schedule. Like you said, the attrition rate, the costs, everything else. Just everybody should stop well, it. It's my, good. <laughs> I, I've got this other. I've got this other little problem, uh, and it has nothing to do with Supercross, but it has everything to do with the outdoors. Our partner is NBC, NBC Sports. They're pretty big, uh, as you know, not only in motocross. But in NASCAR, in the NFL, college football, particularly Notre Dame, yep. and uh, professional golf. And uh, they don't need content in September. They need content May, June, July, mm-hmm. August. If Pro Motocross, for whatever reason, was asked to back up into the fall, not only would we lose our NBC deal, we would probably lose a lot of our sponsors because – if you ain't on TV, yeah. you're not going to have the sponsors. So it's a non-starter for me. I have no choice. Um, we, we, we are going to do what we've been doing for 40 years uh, since my dad had his first national in 74, which is uh, getting uh, doing the best we can for the people who want to come and race. And uh, we, will, we will continue to do that. And uh, we'll do it right after, you know, yeah. Supercross is finished. When Supercross is finished in May, We'll start a couple weeks later. That's the way it's always been, and that's the way we'll continue doing it. Well, I got to say, I'm a, pretty surprised when this press release came out. <laughs> you stream and MX Sports partnering up, well, but, but it's a good thing. Well, you, it's a good you, thing. You need to do your job a little better. Do we still pay you? I mean, <laughs> uh, well, uh, you know, uh, I, it, this thing's been brewing for a while, but you know, I, I had a hard time believing it was happening. Yeah, that's uh, good. You know, but but but. but, but all these things sort of happen and coalesce at once. And I, again, I give Giuseppe Luongo credit for, for just setting aside all the things uh, and saying, look, I've got to have a successful race in the United right. States. I keep, keep, keep having you know, these hits and misses and mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I, I think Charlotte would have been a successful event had a hurricane not come through at the same time. But then again, so would, so would South Lake of five years ago. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. those things happen, and it takes years to recover from. And um, but, but, but he knew after you know the, the, they decided mutually not to return to Glen Helen that he needed to find a place, and he knew Charlotte was you know on the fence, maybe and, not, yeah, yeah. not 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 yeah, maybe not long for the cause. And uh, I, I'm I'm impressed that he that he called. I'm impressed that he has been consistent throughout and, and wants to continue uh, to try to make his series the best in the world, just as he surely expects us to continue mm-hmm. to try to do the same. And if we work on this event together, 
we could probably do some real damage. And I look forward to it. And I know that uh, everyone I've talked to at team, including Giuseppe and specifically David and Daniel and Augusta, who were here and went to the GNCC and uh, hung out in Daytona with us and hung mm-hmm. out at Spears and tailgated with Ricky and Emig and they, they got to see a different side, I believe, of American motocross, and that's sort of the, the family aspect that exists over here on the East Coast uh, at these big events. And and uh, I know they can't wait to come back, and we'll we'll have we'll have the red carpet rolled out for them and ready to uh, ready to show them a good time and. Uh, a really good race in September. Those are words I never thought I'd hear. The red carpet has been rolled out for <laughs> Giuseppe and Ustream and everything else. But it's a well, good you know, thing. I, it's I, a I, good I, thing. Yeah, but you know, this, 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 despite all that, you know, this, you know, let's just you know, put aside let bygones be bygones. Whatever. Even even when things were nasty, crazy, and you had people. Uh, and they said four GPs I, and stuff and all that. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you know, our our our. Mutual friend Steve Bruner, who kind of, you know, picked the side and, and, and kind of went all in uh, and really made things more, much more complicated than they were by, by taking great liberties with the truth. Uh, when things like that were going on, even then, we still covered the GPs. Yeah. yeah. We still had Adam Wheeler, who is an exceptional and, and, and very uh, objective journalist, uh, covering the races. I didn't want to hear how bad of a job anyone was doing. I wanted to know who won a damn race. Yeah. I wanted to know who was coming to America next and, and, and whether or not Team USA had a shot at Rumble. Turns out we didn't. <laughs> right. Well, and you covered, you, covered my paid, you covered my expenses to a couple of GPs and the Motocross the Nations and yeah, continued to do it. And, and, so. and because at the end of the day, we're all in this together. We're, 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 we're a niche motorsport, whether uh, we're racing dirt bikes on, in a field and Florida or, you know, in a field in, in England. Uh, we're just guys riding dirt bikes, and some of us made jobs out of it, and, and, and fighting doesn't do us a lot of good because all we're doing is taking our eye off the bigger threats to what we all do, the, the existential threat. And David Luongo like, really hit it on the head in the press conference. He said, we should be working together because our greatest opponent is the fact that we have all these kids doing all these other things now, like yeah. soccer and iPhones and video games. He's like, man, we we gotta we gotta figure out a way to work together to change that because it's a global phenomenon. And 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 I I can concur, I can see it, and and agree. And, and it kind of makes it makes it you know petty whenever you know we're we're, we're talking about um, you know little things that are just I mean it should happen. Yeah. Um, but, but what was funny is talking about Indonesia, and I, and I, and I got to tell you, they, meaning David and Daniele and, and Augusto, they were still wet when they got here from that race in Indonesia. Yeah. But they loved it. You know, they were like, man, the promoter was great, the fans are great. How crazy was it that at one point you had four world champions, like Geyser, Fabur, Hurling, uh, Philip Hartz, Nago, whoever, they're all stuck in a row. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like the Hangtown in 91 when it, when it flooded and they had, to, they had to cancel the race as the second battle. But, you know, it's, 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 yeah. it's nice to talk about stuff like that. And rather than beat on them like, oh, yeah, yeah that, exactly. That yeah. race never should have happened, hey, it rained. And the best thing about that race, 
all those people showed up anyway. You know, they're, they're on to something over there. And, you know, it's, it's nice to, you know, get back to being a glass half full kind of sure. approach to, to what we do. And, and I think that goes both sides. We, 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 it's nice to, to have, as Ernest Hemingway would have said, a farewell to arms. It's, uh, it's nice to be pushed in the same direction. Yeah, I'm excited to see the MXDN here every four or five years. Uh, I really think that the USA deserves that. The riders are a big part of it over there. I've seen it every year. And so you need to reward Team USA to help out with costs and help out the USA fans. And that's a very positive to have it here every four or five years, I think. Um, so if nothing, I, I agree. You know, I, it's, not, it's, not just, it's not just Roger and our three guys. But it's the guys that base their careers here, uh, that move here and 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 and, and try to like make a living in American motocross. Whether it's you know a guy like Marvin or Christoph from France or Dylan Fernandez or Kenny Roxon or any of those guys, they deserve to to be ready and to to get to race the best nations. But that doesn't mean they should have to go home for ten years. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. it means the race. Should, so they should come to their home every now and then. Yep. No, I, and, uh, it's a great and, thing. And also to our fans and in our industry, people have no idea how much effort it is uh, for Team USA to go over there or any team. I mean, I know that that you've been helping and and Courtney Lloyd up in Canada raises money. And I mean, you guys have a you guys mean the Canadians. The Canadians. A fraction, a fraction of the budget we have. But you have the same expenses. You got to get across the ocean. You got to get your bikes over there. Yep. And it ain't cheap. It'll be nice to have that event uh, someplace that everyone's familiar with. Yeah, I agree. Well, Davey, thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. This is exciting news. Uh, hey. Have fun in Daytona and uh, and all that. No worries. We got, we got one one more day. Tomorrow I get to be the world's most overqualified ATV flagger. Uh, <laughs> um, I get to re- reprise my role at the finish line. And uh, hopefully, hopefully I won't get... Uh, I, I won't be uh, used for traction like I was a couple times last year. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Have fun doing that. Thanks for the time. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you uh, real soon at a race, I imagine. Thanks, man. Uh, okay, Steve. I appreciate it. And you will see me soon. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's uh, Davey Coombs from MX Sports and Ustream. All right, he's from MX Sports talking about the uh, Ustream and MX Sports deal. It's interesting. It's uh, exciting for our sport. We're going to have USGP every uh, every year, as well as the uh, Motocross of Nations, man. And, uh, yeah, it should be interesting to see all of us in the studio here, Charles Castellou uh, from 100% and Paul Parabinos from ProTaper. We're all in agreement that this is a good thing. So, um, you know what else is a good thing? X-Brand goggles. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. It's the X Brand Tear Off segment. 15 second rapid fire QA. Rapid fire. <laughs> X Brand Gog is a choice of champions everywhere, like Brock Tickle. I like Brock Tickle. He's a champ. I love Brock. Kyle Chisholm. I like Kyle. Freddie Norn. Don't know him. Ricky Brayback. Ricky Brayback. Don't, don't, don't know him either. Ah, oh, dude. Everybody wears X-Brand goggles. EKSBrand.com. The choice of champions everywhere. New goggle out. Much better than 100%'s goggle. It's fantastic. Mm, it's got outriggers. <laughs> and uh, we thank the folks at X-Brand for coming on board. Um, X, X-Brand goggles. And uh, so these are rapid-fire questions. Now, our buddy Moser is in Germany. Doing, what about his buddies? Drinking every single kind of beer it's ever in front of all him. All they I have think. is Kolsch. That's it. That's oh, all you're going to get. That's it? Kolsch. And... Uh, so, he couldn't come through with the questions, neither could his buddies, I guess. Hmm. 
Don't know who his buddies are, but they were not, not available. So these are submitted by a Swiss Corps? Hmm. Who's that? I don't know. Oh, do you know who that is? No. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Questions for uh, Charles, Paul, and myself. 30 seconds on the clock. Still it. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Charles. Yep. Has online shopping made buying maxi pads less humiliating? <laughs> I would think so, but... Uh... I don't even know. I guess Amazon maybe has those. I'm not Amazon sure. Amazon has everything. Amazon I, has I would assume so. That would be the answer. I would assume the Swiss, the Swiss core fella thinks Charles does the goggle service at the races. Quite possibly, yes. With a question like that. Perhaps. So we're off to I a don't. rocky start, but that's okay. Let's yeah. hope they get better. That would be a tear-off. X-Brand goggles. Got it. <laughs> sounded laminate. Like it, it worked sounded okay. like a laminate. It was a laminate. <laughs> Paul, what product market would you like your brand to add to your offerings? Um... Like a different market? I guess. Like street? UTV? Maybe. Cycling? Sure. Let's go with cycling. Yeah, why not? Renthal does a good job there with their uh, stems and their bars and stuff, I think. Yeah, it's not as easy as no that for Pro Taper at the moment. I would think, too, those, those bikey guys, they're so, like, so, I don't know, like, anal about their own brands and about brands coming in and taking over their market or mm-hmm. whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, us as a brand, 100%. We we have had huge success in moto so far, but by the bicycle category, it's difficult. It's just, not as easy as think, everyone thinks. I think they're like, they got their you know, brands of sure. sport yeah. bicycling for all those years. And yeah. it's like Fox going into PacSuns, you yeah. know, all the moto guys get pissed, right? Sure. Same kind of deal. So, all right. Steve, how hard is it to watch race coverage on TV live like a normal fan? I like Ralph. I like Jeff. We'll leave it we're, at that. We're on to Indianapolis. We're on to Indianapolis. <laughs> I could spend 45 minutes talking about that broadcast show. I like Ralph. I like Jeff. We're moving on. But wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I no, knew no, we couldn't no, leave it no, at that. It's hard for me to do it, but I, just, I brought this up on Twitter, so I'll say this. Justin Bogle is a 250 Supercross champion. He is on a factory team. He was not mentioned one time in the LCQ. Do you think if, okay, Bogle's not a, um, a uh, Tom Brady of the sport or a um, uh, Adrian Peterson. He's not that of motocross, but he is a very good wide receiver of some sort. Uh, Insert whoever you want here. Uh, Michael Crabtree from the Raiders. Okay. A nice nice. secondary star. Do you think that Troy Aikman and J and, uh, and, and, um, Buck. Joe Buck. Buck. Joe Buck. <laughs> if, if Michael Crabtree went missing from the whole second half of the Raiders play, <laughs> like just gone, like he didn't line it's up. Analogy. Okay, it is. Yeah. It yeah. works. Okay. Yeah. Do you think Joe Buck and Troy Aikman would be like? I don't know. <laughs> Crabtree's gone. I mean, they didn't even say just, he was gone. I'm sitting. You didn't even say. I'm on my couch. Bogle's a huge name. Now I have the live time. I have the live timing open. I have Twitter open, and I have the screen open, and I'm watching everything. And you can see Bogles comes around way in the back. So whatever happens, uh, shitty start, first turn. Mind-boggling that they don't mention what's going on with Bogle. He's a star in the sport. Does Ralph and Jeff just look at the line and go, "Never heard of him"? <laughs> Do you think Troy? Aikman would go, don't know, Joe. Like, fuck me. Crab cheese on the bench. Like, how do you not, how do, you not do that? 
<laughs> How do you not say, wow, uh, Jeff or Jeff say to Ralph, look at Justin Bogle. I don't know if he's going to make it. And also, okay, Bogle came from last to sixth, right? Something like that, yeah. Pretty good. Like, on that piece of shit track, that's not a bad <laughs> ride. Why wouldn't Ralph or Jeff go, hey, keep an eye on Bogle, folks, because he, he's a superstar. It doesn't look like he's going to make it. You could immediately have panned a Bogle split screen and showed him probably going ape shit. Yeah, he was probably going nuts. He's yeah. probably going ape shit in the back, jumping over guys' heads, slamming dudes. You know, it would have been great racing. But nope. It's like Bogle died. It's like after that semi crash, Bogle died. <laughs> 30 seconds. You're right. Okay. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to say anything. I like Ralph. I like Jeff. But holy fuck. Like, what the fuck is going on with that TV, sh- the TV show? And I like Bondo. Bondo's a director. What goes on? Have somebody in the booth going, Bogle, card. You know, hand, not on screen. Just handing. Yeah. You know. Do, do you think it's a little bit that, uh, you know, the whole background of tv is if you don't you don't see it on the screen you know the commentators don't don't mention it you You're think not, that that is part of the deal yes Bogle wasn't on the screen so they were being told don't mention it no no but Maybe. they have live timing where ralph can go hey look at just like whatever's on the screen and be like oh and justin bogle's also in this race ralph bad start for bogle coming through the pack now that's all you need to know you don't need yeah. to go on on because he's not on screen you're absolutely right you don't you don't talk about yeah, that and i completely agree i was just trying to come right. up with maybe they had an no angle. you're right you don't throw it in there until you get a split screen of going on you know what i mean but to not say on the line justin bogle's in this race <laughs> yeah. fuck me <laughs> all right next question was that 30 seconds i think we're good and he's think in the bunch just of just under <laughs> that was passion i like it it just gets me so mad. Now, remember when Albertson was winning those LCQs against Dunn? She won mm-hmm. two of them. They never mentioned Crossland. They never said anything. They, they blew Ryan Dungey the whole time in the LCQ, never mentioned Jimmy. They have gotten a lot better at naming the team names. Because if you're Chris Crossland and your rider beats Jesus Christ himself in the LCQ, <laughs> and you don't get a mention. Like, seriously, Jimmy's yeah. team never got a mention. You're Chris Crossland going... Yeah, I really want to invest in this sport. This is awesome. My rider has the ride of his life, beats Jesus, doesn't get mentioned. <laughs> now, so, 30 I'm, seconds. I'm going to credit them for getting better at that. And they have. They right. have. They've gotten better. All right. Next question. <laughs> Charles, where do you rank on the Lars Paul scale of industry speed? Oh, this is good. Um, <laughs> We well, were at L- LACR recently. We were, and I was do third, have, to be honest with you. Do we have Shorty now in this group? No, no. Short? No, no, no. Andrew definitely. Short? Doesn't he's race not, anymore. He's oh, not give a me a break. Doesn't race anymore. Um, Industry guy. I, I mean, Come I, off it. We, we, went, we went back to Loretta's two years ago, and I got third. Paul won, so clearly I'm somewhere down there, and Lars is better than Paul. So What? I, that's what Lars says. I saw the stopwatch. You're right. He oh. was a tenth better that day. I just, and I was third. How about he so. blew you out on like it? Yeah, I love it. I love it. That's why I want. So, I, does Kiefer I, count? I, or he's no. not a sportsman. Because like Paul, he was an ex-pro racer. I, yeah, I, like I was Lars. too. Yeah. I made, Kiefer's I, good. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Kiefer counts. Yeah, I would say. But he also rides. His job requires him to ride. Okay. Ping? No. Ping's a, he's a super yeah, fast winner. Yeah, a lot. Okay, so time. Vice champion. Okay, so, but what, Wall? I'm yeah, just I just got to draw the line somewhere, I I'm guess. I'm trying to figure that out. I don't know where the line is, but... Me and Lars are supposed to race this August. 
Somebody in the chat room says, ask Parabinos about getting fired from Blackfoot Honda for sucking. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> fucking right. right. He's right. I mean. I, it's, I, yeah. I, the only yeah. time I've been fired in my life was from Blackfoot. The guy won an LCQ at a national uh, uh, butthead. Sunday I didn't win an LCQ right? at a national. I thought you won Sunday, right? LCQ. Uh, yeah, that wasn't an LCQ. That was the the qualifier. Heat? You won the heat. Yeah. Yeah, what? suck it, butthead. He won the heat race. So everybody in the top 10 gets seated in. So you have 11 through 40. So basically you're 11th or 12th. I went I went 13 because of Lampson and, uh, and Stu. There you go. They were defending champs, so they came 11 and 12. Oh, Lammy got that one. Yeah. In, into there. Yeah. I got bumped out of a, a yeah. qualifying spot at Lakewood one year from Metcalf. He was sick, didn't ride the qualifying practice, and I was last in thir- practice 38th or whatever. Yeah. So I got bumped to first pick in the Concy. That was mm. hot. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. The guy that my last ride uh, in Canada, my mechanic put on the put on the pit board, corners suck. Yeah. <laughs> And then they said, oh, we're just not going to bring you up this week. And I was like, yeah, but I got this contract here. It says four races. Like, yeah, we're just not going to bring you up. Yeah, that's, that's I was like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, that's somewhat like the Blue Buffalo team. First time I rode a Honda was the Saturday right. before the race. And let's face it. In the U.S., that happens too, right? Yeah. All right. Next question. Paul, Loretta's this year? I think so. That's the plan. If if I'm – if if – well – I don't know. I, that's that's the plan as of right now. We'll see if something changes, but that's the plan. Steve, what is the number one worst part of being at Daytona as media? Uh, vantage point. You can't see shit at a Supercross. You know, you're in the you're in the press box. Um, you have Wi-Fi. You have your laptop set up. You're able to cover the race professionally. At Daytona, uh, the press room is closed off. You can just watch it on TV, which means I could just be on my couch watching it on TV. So there's no press box. It's hard to get a sweet ticket. Uh, NFAB did hook me up with a couple of sweet sweets for a few years in that glass building behind Pit Row. I was going to say, have you ever been yeah, up on that yeah, roof? Yeah, like You could see really good. But you can't get in there with my pass or anything. So. Right. Um, so, yeah, the vantage point. Charles... Did you consider boycotting this segment? Oh, no, I'm a team player. <laughs> like we, we talked about, it, it, you got to be a team player in this sport. But if the sport of motocross grows, everybody wins. So yes. I'm not trying to alienate any brands. Thanks, Brian Taroffs. Choice of champions everywhere. Paul, out of 100 pro racers, what percentage could correctly spell your name? Your first name? <laughs> pro racers? My first name? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, let's hope a lot. But they all of them did go to homeschool. Like, let's hope they could all spell Paul. The last name was probably tough too. Probably not. I feel like, probably not I feel many. like Osborne could do it. I feel like yeah. Cincerillo could do it. Sure. Out of a hundred? Yeah. So that's three? Is it last name or first name? It, Whatever. I think he said he says first name kind of jokingly. I, oh. I don't know if that's it's gotta be last name. Hey, Swiss, Let's say just half. keep the questions like Swiss, no you know <laughs> no add ons, Swiss. Uh Steve, last one. How is your last year in MX Media going so far? Oh, that's right. Fantastic. Farewell tour. It's been great. Are you going to go out like Bubba? Just just disappear and no farewell tour? I have put on some weight. Um, <laughs> I'm a little slower in my reactions. Yes. You know? Um, yeah, it's been going great. I have yet to have any sort of memorials or, or honor, honoring going on. Um, it's been going fantastic. Thanks for asking. <laughs> X-Brand Goggles, Choice Champs, ever much better than 100% Goggles. Please check them out, eksbrand.com. Use the code PulpMX17 when you check out to save at X-Brand. A lot more coming up. Jeremy Martin's coming up. That should be interesting to talk to him about his Daytona runner-up spot. Same 
thing that J-Law did in his first ever 450 race. Oh, Led for a while and got second at uh, at Daytona. And really, when you think of guys that are similar, I think of J-Law and Jeremy Martin. You're right. Identical. Yeah. Absolutely. Logical. Yep. Twins. (laughs) Yes. Twinsies. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to take a commercial break here. Second one of the night. Charles Castley from 100%. Paul Parabinos from uh, Pro Taper. Uh, come back yeah, with Jeremy Martin. We got uh, the uh, NFAB JGR check-in, and we have uh, the BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment. We got your voicemails. Um, yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming up. So thanks for listening. Stick around. We'll be right back after this. Oh, Mathis. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. FlyRacing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from FlyRacing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyraising.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. 
new for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Great guys have been with us for a number of years now. You know what race tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose race tech. Look, maybe you don't race supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. Pulp MX 17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Attention KTM riders. Need a little orange bling for your KTM? Maybe some cool new KTM power wear? Or just a few parts to freshen up your ride? Whatever you're looking for, KTM Parts Express is your place to shop. KTM Parts Express. The number one online source for all your KTM needs. With over 40 years experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is our specialty. Our warehouse is packed full of the latest KTM Powerwear clothing, Powerwear accessories, and genuine KTM replacement parts. Huge inventory, great prices, fast, accurate shipping. Use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. 
For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right gearing for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, hard coat silver, our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines, brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800 800- 4403559 extension 222 and mention promo code pulpmx2017 for more information check out vortexracing.com and see you at the track ek chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong the result is the 3d chain by ek The first thing you'll notice about the 3D chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors. Chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength. 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-Rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support. WUSA is the number one. Source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, 
Rocky Mountain MCKTM. Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV. By taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit, PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit. PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years in business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. 
If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market Peanut with a wide cookies. range of styles, sizes, cookies. and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch, through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica Patterson. Be sure to check Check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro-Launch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki, you can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer.
presented by btosports.com and fly racing now paul parabinas from pro Tabor got to pick the music and he passed the baton over to pookie mathis she brought me peanut butter cookies they were good yeah i mean so of course what's up Pook? i don't know you're not working you're not even on why aren't you on Oh, there you are. You're welcome, everybody. That's brand new, new kids on the block music, and you're welcome for that, and it's bomb. I like big cheese. <laughs> Marks? Nope. That's strike one. Wait, so new kids on the block still make new music? That's right. That's strike That's two. That's right. <laughs> huh. And the new video drops tomorrow at 10 o'clock specific time so All tune right. in, okay pookie have some more wine and we'll uh we'll talk to you later whatever dude all right <laughs> uh that's uh new kids on the block paul parabinos you really should blame him if you're upset about that music bring it on so here's your phone back jerky and uh let's thanks get for to, the thanks for the cookie, let's get to ryan before we get to jmart ryan what's up man how are you thanks for being on hold for so long what's happening i'm good how are you steve good what's going on Hey, I got to say shout-out to Pookie on that song choice. She killed it. Um, basically, what's up with Barsha, dude? Well, he, got, he won the heat in Daytona. Uh, referencing his uh, Racer X interview. Yes, I read that today. What happened? What? What uh, happened? Alessi? Yes. Uh, he said um, uh, he didn't cry after his heat like Mike Alessi. Correct, right? Yeah, what uh, what was the reason for that? I don't know. A little bit of a cheap shot at the 800. I mean, look, the 800 crying after his Anaheim win was weird, right? It was a I little. I mean, it's, I, it was out of. It was weird. It, it was, was out of the ordinary. Race. Yeah, it was a heat race. Yeah, but it was. You're not on the mic, and it wasn't expected. It was wasn't expected. So he, you know, he obviously puts a lot into it, and yeah. But yes, it was odd. I mean, whatever. I, like I've always said, Ryan, like people, Vince and Mike aren't popular. They don't party in, in Temecula. <laughs> and so these guys bag on them, you know? Um, I, I mean, I'm not a Barsha fan, so I, you know, I don't know where you want me to go with this. I didn't think it was that cool of a shot to take, but I guarantee you behind the scenes, people make Mike Alessi jokes nonstop. Uh, do you happen to know uh, anything behind him and Gallagher? What went on there? No, I don't. I don't really know. I know... There's been um, team, team managers running over to Gallagher and Brock Tickle and Blake Baggett and Justin Bogle, Cole Seeley. Barsha's all gotten into it with them the last three weeks, and I, I'm sure Gallagher went over from the FIM and said, hey, man, like, uh, you know, 
stop it type deal and then Barsha doesn't seem to agree with that so I don't really know yeah. yeah I don't really know I haven't been a fan of the way Justin's been riding like I, I, I feel like you know when somebody catches you and passes you there's a bit of an etiquette especially in 450 class for these dudes to like you know let it happen but Justin strikes back and cuts underneath and Paul did you see any of those moves Barsha's made I mean do you have any opinion on if that's cool or I saw the only one I saw was the one um after the finish line or on the finish line jump in Atlanta when he went all the way out to burn to the berm to slam Brock. That's the only one I was like, what the hell's going on here? Um but besides that I haven't seen yeah. many of them. So there you go, Ron. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, let's get into our next guest of the show. Uh, it follows Davey Coombs, Adam Cincerillo as well. This guy was the talk of Daytona for his uh, leading 10 laps, uh, setting the second fastest qualifying time, uh, and then finishing second on the podium. Pivot Works. Uh, please, uh, if you're checking out for uh, aftermarket solutions for rebuilding your wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm shock, and more, 40 to 50% of what the OEMs charge. If you ride a dirt bike at all, you're going to wear these parts out so grab a pivot works kit do it right the first time and save some money use pulp shows 2017 on checkout to save at pivotworks.com and uh, we appreciate those guys for helping us out let's get right into our next guest he is a geico honda factory honda jeremy martin what's up jmart how are you i'm good guys how you doing we're good man thank you for coming on and congrats on the race like man first of all you qualified second that's awesome you crash in the heat pretty good, uh, uh, which is no good. You grab the 18th spot into the main event with the fifth place in the semi, and then you pull a start. Like, what an up-and-down day, but it ended great. Yeah, no, honestly, it was kind of – it was a very eventful day. I was blown away. I qualified second fastest. Um, I, even, like, the first free practice session, I got out there, and I was, like, right there with Reedy. And Reedy was like, he was banging me up, ran behind the bull turn. We were rubbing it. I'm like, yeah, just getting welcome to the 450 class. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and it was it was a it was an up and down day, but um, nonetheless, it ended great for me, and um, it still hasn't really sunk in yet. So I'm interested. So what happened? So obviously Kenny Roxon went out, and you there was a spot to ride. Did you go to Honda? Did Honda come to you? And when did they do this? And how did this happen? for them to say, hey, ride Daytona for us? Well, so it was, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the only reason why the deal came about was due to Kenny getting hurt, which is unfortunate. I would, um, you know, and he sustained, obviously, a really big injury, and everyone knows everything about that. Um, and then, you know, I tanked I tanked the West Coast season, obviously, um, and it just kind of just kind of came up, you know. After Dallas, there was, we, we maybe talked about it a little bit, about how it just be a, a one-hit wonder, and, and Daytona would be it, um, and 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 it all worked out. Yeah, it was pretty pretty good pickup, huh, Paul? Yeah. If you're Dan Bentley, you're like, oh, thank God this guy came in. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty remarkable uh, for, to do what you did. I think on, on you know, how many times did you ride the bike? Um, well, I counted it. So on Saturday, it was eight days, including Saturday. Huh. And uh, you also read your interview. You said you detuned it a little bit, huh? You tried to make it smoother a little bit? Oh, yeah, dude. That that thing is wicked fast. So I was just <laughs> like, I mean, you know, 250, the Geico 250 is pretty dang fast. But I was like hopping on that thing. It's a whole nother level. So we, I think we detuned it like um, four or five times, I want to say. Really? Holy uh, crap. Yeah. Wow. It was, 
I mean, that thing is, it was quick. So, I mean, I, I fell in love with the bike right away. Right. And, um, you know, I mean, I definitely, I got tired. Like, there's no lie. I mean, around lap eight, I started to feel it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, I'm actually leading this thing, guys. I'm like, dude, I, I think, I think I, I'm going to see how long I can run with this thing for, you know? Yeah. And then, and then at that point, you're just suffering. And I made it to lap 11, and then I just couldn't maintain that pace that I had going. But, um, you know, and then Eli was starting to catch me. But, um, you know, and then after then, I just tried my hardest just to, just to try to maintain what I had, you know? <laughs> Dude, what, that, what is it about Daytona and you? You've always done well there. Oh, look, you're two-time motocross champion, so we know you haul ass, you know, in the outdoors. But... Man, the Daytona track, you just get stoked for it. Is it it's not really outdoors, you know, for you to love it so nah. much, but Yeah, no, for sure. So like a lot of people are like, Well, it's just an outdoor. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's also one of the gnarliest supercross races of the year, you know? Like yeah. you guys should have seen the ruts out there, you know, and <laughs> and then it was one of the more technical Daytonas I think that there's been in the last couple of years. It seemed a lot more jumpy this year than last year. And it was like there were some pretty tight sections. So, um, I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe it was, maybe it's the sand. I don't know. Right, right. 702-586-7857. If you have a question for uh, Geico Honda's Jeremy uh, Martin, uh, give us a call. Hey, Jeremy. It's Paul. Um, so, ob- obviously, Wes didn't go to plan, and I I I don't think. Uh, I guess I'm asking you what it, what did Daytona do for you in your head? I I would imagine you don't. You know, you still have always believed in yourself, but you had trouble on the start. So now that you've had a a good weekend on 450, you've had a good a good race weekend. What's your kind of uh, I guess plan for the rest of the West and then and then outdoors? And I guess my biggest question is now that it looks like you won't point out, will you stay 250 another year? No, so I, I'm contracted to go 450 next year, no matter, no matter what. Like it's guaranteed. So, um, you know, and like you said with Daytona and with getting that good of a result, I mean, those guys. I, I think that was the tenth round, right? Yeah, round ten. So, I mean, I'm I've been off for a little bit, and then you know you've got the 450 guys. Those guys have been grinding every weekend too. So I feel like. You know, I came in a little bit more fresh, a little more excited. You know, I had a little bit of time off. So those 450 guys, I mean, you know, they're in that midpoint of the season where things are tough, you know. And uh, But it did a lot for me, you know. Like, I I, I knew I could do good. And, you know, I, I just with that many good guys, like, I mean, the 450 class is no joke. I mean, that's where I'd like to end up one day. And, mm-hmm. and it was pretty neat to be – you know, riding with Reed and Dunge and Eli and all those guys. I mean, it's a it's a pretty neat experience for sure. We we were talking earlier in the show, and Paul was saying uh, Marvin and, and Anderson and Dunge were all on the inside. Now you had no choice because your 18th gate pick, but Doghouse was almost kind of the ideal spot. You could really run it into that berm. Uh, now you were further out than that, but it, it worked well for you. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, I was pretty disappointed because. You want to kind of be on the inside, and the gates were, the gates were terrible. Like I mean, I thought maybe on the outside they'd be better, but where all the top guys lined up, those gates were better mm-hmm. than my gate out there. Um, you know, and then that first turn was pretty tight and slippery, so I knew that my my mo was just to hold it on as 
get the jump and hold it on as hard as I could into the first turn, and I was going to monorail that burn. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I got, you know, I mean, I know some of the guys had some of their issues in the in the first turn there right out of the gate, but I think with where I was at and being on the outside, I don't think it would have mattered if maybe Marv went and hit the gate or not because I came in so far from the outside and I caught that berm, you know? Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think you had it no matter what because that was almost perfect. You know? Yeah, I mean, it, it worked out. You know, I mean, not many people, not many races or supercross races you can go to where sometimes they don't have that burn. Right. So if you line up on the outside, you can't yep. get away with it, you yep. know? Yeah, that was actually cool that there was the berm there because he wasn't, uh, Jeremy wasn't the only guy to get a start from out there. I think no. the Cartwright kid got one, and there was, um, I think maybe Barsha went to the berm and got a good start. Right. So maybe that's something they should do more to. Um, yeah, um, make it more interesting. Any talk at all, J-Mart, about, hey, what are you doing next week for Indianapolis? Any talk at all? <laughs> no, no, I'm I, I'm, a, I'm a one-hit wonder. That was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's what, that's what I told my dad. My dad's like, well, hey, are you going to do the next round? I'm like, no, no, Dan Bentley said, hey, even if you win, you will not be at the next <laughs> round. <laughs> yeah, so I, I th- just said, nah. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, everyone was like, oh, huh, maybe this guy, you know. Hey, when it comes to your 250 season, we were debating it a little earlier on the show, and Paul and Paul was just saying, and I, I sort of agree with him, the starts have really didn't done you in. The opening lap has done you in. We've seen your speed in qualifying. Um, but then, of course, how can you protect against Tyler Bowers' front wheel hitting you in the head? Uh, you know, like – what a weird season for you a little bit. Like, I don't know, it's got to be frustrating. I mean, you know, we talked about you as a potential title winner, obviously, going into the first round. What a, what a shitty season. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going to lie. It's definitely been a downright terrible season um, so far. But, you know, I mean, sometimes this stuff happens. Like, I, I, feel, I felt ready. I was going really fast preseason. I still am going really fast. Yep. But, um, you know, the thing with Supercross is, is a lot of times are anywhere from – 50 to 55 seconds and you know everyone's closer we're all kind of doing the same thing and a lot of it's dictated on the start you know a lot Mm -hmm. of these guys are good you know we're (laughs) at the top level of the sport and um you know i mean i can ride i've I've proven i can ride supercross well but sometimes things just don't always line up and you don't know why yeah but you know i i'm always the type of guy to just keep moving forward you know it'll come around hey hey jeremy did you do you run a 110 on your 250 in supercross or a 120 i actually run a 110 i've always been more comfortable all right i was just just wondering i feel like a lot of the geico guys use a 110 um, yeah no i actually did that at, when i was at star too that's all i ever ran like even when i go to vegas like a lot of the guys would sw- switch to 120s in the right. rear and like I never practiced with it, so I was like, you know what, I'm not going to race with it, you know. So. Um, and, and we almost had like a banner day for the Martins. Big Al qualifies first, wins the heat. Now, you know, I, Maine, Maine didn't know. go good, but yeah. I could I couldn't believe it. I'm lining up and I see Al winning the heat race, and I'm like, yeah, Big Al. <laughs> <laughs> what if like, and again, you were second qualifying. How cool would that have been? The brothers qualify for both first in their classes. That would have been awesome. That would have been I awesome. Know, dude. It was it was pretty cool. My dad actually was pretty cranked up. He was, he sent me a text message and he was like, you know, my dad's the type of guy like you know. Obviously, he's got two sons racing, so mm-hmm. he's glued to the he's glued to the computer and he's like. 
looking at the segment times and this and that, and he's yeah. texting them to us. You know, he gets cranked up. How was that sand section for you? I imagine you loved it. Just loved burying it in there and uh, hitting it wide open. I mean, yeah, it was great. But honestly, my eyes are still hurting from it. Jeez, <laughs> really? Yeah, I was. I even on the line sometimes. I'd, I before I put my my goggles on, like because the sand, you know, there was so much there, and you were getting it. You were getting it every lap. You know, it was just, you know, thank God I ripped the whole shot in the main because um, right. I even commented. I think I posted something. I said, "Poor Eli," you know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We were just watching Freeze give Reedy just a sand sandwich in the semi race you know um hey it wouldn't be daytona without uh you having almost any close moments we saw the one in the heat did you have any close ones in the main event where you were like oh boy yes so with two laps to go after the finish um you hit those rollers and then we were going three two yep i was i was pretty dang tired so I OJ'd it, almost quadded, and I'm just at that point. I just was literally, I backed it down even more, and I'm like, "We got two laps, bro. Just get it in, get it into the finish." <laughs> That's interesting. How how much different? Obviously, you talked about the 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 mellowing of the bike, but how how different was the chassis? Did you have to start from scratch with suspension settings and everything? No, I mean, so they kind of had a basic setting for me, and it was really good right away off the bat, and like. The whole bike is completely different, and I think the first three or four times I rode it, I kept reaching for the Kickstarter. Oh yeah, right, right. It's got an electric start, so those guys are laughing at me for a little for a little bit, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead, Charles. Speaking of bike setup, Jeremy, did you run an air fork or spring fork? Um, I think I think it's an air fork. KYB or Showa. I think it's a KYB. Yeah, probably with Kenny stuff, right? Same stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, yeah, whatever they had. So, (laughs) whatever they had. It was interesting to see Ryan Villopoto in your corner, and I spoke with RV a little bit today. Um, That was weird, but how did that work? And obviously, it worked out well for you. And do you see yourself doing something more with RV down the road? And um, talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Well, what did RV say to you, Steve? Well, I don't know if I can. say it on the radio it was a private conversation but he was uh he was happy he he liked it yeah he said it was good it, i i think not putting words in his mouth but i think he would like to do more of it down the road yeah so we you know it kind of came together over the last couple last couple weeks and um you know i he came out the week before obviously daytona and, and he hung out with me all week and watched me ride and you know we hung out and stuff and got to know each other a bit and um, I, I I didn't re- I haven't really met him on just a personal mm-hmm. level. I mean, I've always just grown up watching him and looked up to him, and he was you know he's very dominant, and uh, it was pretty cool to get to know him on that personal level. And he's a lot different than I expected. <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's <laughs> really really funny. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. What kind of stuff did he help you with? Like what? Without being being specific. Um, what did he really help you with, do you think? I, I think the biggest thing he brought for me is maybe he simplified things a little bit, you know, okay. like, um, you know, and then to have someone like that to go to, like, um, just walk in the track or just, just if you got an idea about mm-hmm. something, you know, to go to him and talk to him because he's been there and he's done that. And, you know, he's really in this time still. Like, oh, yeah. you know, like I've wor- I worked with Osho and Osho was, you know, he was really good and he was successful. But that was 
a little while back, but RV's still really current, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that, that, that was pretty neat, you know? Um, yeah, no, I agree. And and one thing, when you say RV simplifies thing, Paul, I don't know how well you know him. You know him pretty well. RV never got in his head. He never got, like, intimidated or psyched out or, like, it was always just the motocross race. I used to see him, like, right before motocross, the nation's moto. You know, Team USA. And he's punching guys in the balls with his yeah. hand. Like, he's back, he's backhanding team members in the balls. He seems like he, he always seemed like he was immune to nerves. Right. And he would just rise to the right, occasion. Right, right. <laughs> he never was like, oh, God, like, this is such a big deal. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and that's a huge part of it, man. Right. I picture that simplified riding coach like, hey, just fucking pin it. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> spin it, Jeremy. Yeah, exactly. Just do what I do, right? Yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, he, it was good. He, you know, he had a. Have a few beers here or there, you know, during the week at night and stuff like that, and he'd be giving me tips, and uh, we, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I, nothing better for me than to come back to the Cowie truck after practice and go, "Did you see what Stu did?" And then then have him just like, "Oh," rub his hands together. Uh, Question for you from a filthy Phil forty nine. Who's that? Um, What beer did Germa drink Saturday night? Was Jägermeister involved? (laughs) <laughs> no Jaeger, just a just a good old coolers coolers light. Okay, you right. like you like Jaeger, Jeremy? Oh God, I've never Lee, had that's Jaeger. Just, I was gonna say uh, that so, stuff's oof. disgusting. So this filthy Phil has bad sources. Yeah, dude, Phil Phil didn't even text me after the race. He's, what? He's oh wow! He, wow! He's a full. He's a lick bag. That's no. <laughs> that's no friend. Dude, God he, bless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I texted Phil on his birthday, and I just said, hey. I hope you have. A, I said I hope this is the worst day of your life. <laughs> did you text him when he got hurt? I did. Oh, okay, I did. well then there's no and, excuse. He's... Okay, he, okay. He was texting. We were texting during uh, Daytona. Phil and I were. He said, "Let's go, Germa," while you were in leading in all caps. And then I said, "For sure, a podium." Because at that point, I was like, "This is this is early in the race." He goes, Honda looks like a bunch of geniuses now. You can't tell me what he's doing isn't unbelievable. So he was on board, just not letting you know publicly. Just not, yeah, you know. He, he, right. he won't show it to me. He right. show it likes to, to me. keep the upper hand. But the, hey, the question is, Steve, since he's been hurt, I mean, how much does he bug you now? Oh, dude. Well, <laughs> honestly, I almost wish... Yeah, because all he does is, is just call me an idiot and stupid and, and like my I need to get my facts straight and I'm a shitty media guy. So I almost wish like he what well, yeah. I, I wish he didn't have my number anymore. Hey, what do you think what do you think if during this time when Phil gets better and he can start walking, if he started coming to the races and he was like your sidekick and you know, he helped report like the the results and the riders and stuff. I think that'd be pretty good. Actually, he'd just point out the negative in everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's he's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Um, so uh, yeah, I think this is. I think Paul, I'm with you. Like this ride from Jeremy is second place Daytona lead laps. When the series starts west in three weeks, right? Three weeks. Um, Indy, Detroit, St. Louis. Yeah, it's three. Three. Yeah, it's gotta help him. Right. I mean, it definitely doesn't hurt, but I th- I would think he's always. <laughs> known and believed he could do that it's just he can't he can't get off the gate and can't get through the first lap i mean yeah. i think if he would have got that start on a west coast supercross he'd do the same thing for sure oh for sure i mean that's what i mean that's what it's all about like and outdoors you guys you know you have time like if you make a mistake you have 30 plus two to make up for it and supercross you don't have time you know like it's yeah it's harder to make up that time and then you've got guys you got to go through and that they dictate 
you know, sometimes your pace. So um, for sure, though, it does help, you know, with getting the result that I did at Daytona. And, you know, I'm actually, I just flew out to California right now, and I'm sitting on the 91 in traffic. And oh, it have is fun with that. Nine, was it 9.30 at night? Yeah. Yep, so that's fun. That is fun. So I'm out here to test and um, get get back on the 250, and um, hopefully we come out swinging in Seattle. Are you um, are you outdoor testing yet, or are you still uh, Supercross stuff? No, so I'll do. I'll probably go to Supercross um, for a day or two, and then I'll do outdoor, and then I'll fly back home to Florida. Cool. How are you like living in Florida? I like it. I mean, like when I people were saying Claremont's kind of like a small town, kind of like a you know like not much in it, kind of. And then I get there, and I'm, like, blown away. I'm like, dude, this is a lot bigger than Millville. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good that's point. True. Look where it you're is. coming from, right? It is. Although, like, Rochester, I don't know how far you are from Rochester, Jeremy, but Rochester's an underrated town. It's yeah. Kind of, no, it, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, has everything. I bought a house there, like, four or five minutes outside of Rochester. Oh, okay. So, you're, so you're that close. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's nice. I like Rochester. I, I stand by that. I've been, I spent a ton of time there because I've raced in Millville, you know, over and over and over. Rochester's hey, a cool the town. Question is, have you ate it? Is it Panacookin? Is that how you say? Oh that? yeah, Panacookin. Been there a few times. Yeah. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. I have yet Never to go. It. What? Yes, Dude, I gotta go. It's everybody's favorite restaurant in, in Rochester. I thought. <laughs> um, anything else for Jmart, boys? Not that I can think. Good job this weekend. Yeah, great, great work. You made it really exciting. Like, holy shit. I mean, yeah, I, I thought mean, it you... was good. Honestly, a lot of people didn't. Th- I mean, I knew I'd do good. I surprised myself, and like, I want. I mean, I, I want to say I got lucky or whatever, you know. But a lot of people didn't think I was going to be able to ride that thing good. A lot of people were kind of hating on me a little bit, and I and I'm I'm pumped that I was able to to make a statement and say, hey, I can. I can ride a 450 well. Yeah, I mean, I, we talked about it going into the week, and I'm like, hey, I think he's a six to ten guy. Like, I, I told you, I, yeah, I think I told, I, I think I, I said six to ten also, you, but I told you he would qualify top five, so at least I feel smart for getting that. Yeah, right. I, I know. I'm, I'm, I imagine that my guesses were off, shocker. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, you rode well, and, and regardless of that start, you know, the, those other guys having some problems, you nailed the start of that main event, and I think no matter what. Like, you're on the box no matter what with that kind of ride and everything else with that start. So, yeah, I think you showed a lot. It was really exciting to uh, to watch it and watch the adaption. And I'm happy, for, I'm happy for the Honda guys. Like, seriously, like, they're good dudes. Yeah. They've invested so much in Kenny. Cole's having a good season, but happy for those guys also. Like It's they, important to get a podium at a Honda race, yeah, too. So you know? So... You you made probably a lot a lot of people happy at Honda that you have never met before that have Japanese <laughs> last names, but um, you've probably made some important people happy. Yeah, no, it was it was you know I've worked with the Geico guys all this year, um, but to work with those guys too was really neat. Just I met you know I met more people that were head up on at Honda and stuff like that. And, um, I enjoyed working with Dan Bentley. He's real, you know. What you see is what you get with Dan Bentley, and I think I can appreciate that, like, on on honesty, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he is. You're right about that. Well, cool, Jeremy. Hey, thanks for uh, coming on. Again, congratulations on the Daytona race. Fantastic. And uh, we'll see you when the series picks up uh, west. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Jeremy. Jeremy Martin, everybody from Geico Honda Pivot Works. 
Brought to you by Pivotworks. Promo code PulpShow2017. Pivotworks.com. I use Pivotworks on all my project bikes. And even that one in the garage is driving me crazy. Yeah. Even that one. That's a great Ooh. story. Pivotworks.com. Uh, <laughs> I see your hair thinning. We appreciate that. Uh, BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts. Race Tech Suspension. Vortex Racing. Gear Alloy. Roost MX. Pivotworks, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, KTMPartsExpress.com, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, Get Data, and Ride Engineering on board with us tonight. Folks at Ride Engineering, you need some clamps for your bike or some brake parts, uh, even a handlebar mount for that it fits in your existing bike. RideEngineering.com, you can get save money with those guys as well with us. Um, and uh, Ride Engineering, uh, I got Alex Ray a set of clamps earlier, and uh, he really liked it, so... Uh, the Gear Alloy cold call, we got something new with Gear Alloy. So if you go to SoCalSuperTrucks.com, uh, enter promo code PulpMX, uh, you would save, save some money on Gear Alloy wheels. So we finally got you people a Gear Alloy deal that uh, works out, whether it's uh, uh, five new styles for 2017, 20 different wheel styles to choose from, the brand that dominates the truck, Jeep, and SUV market. Gear Alloy has got you covered. Uh, of course, they sponsor the Rocky Mountain ATV MC team with Millsaps, Baggett, and Bloss as well as the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC team, and, of course, Jessica Patterson. Gear Alloy, get your truck in gear. Who would win just two guys on the track? Daytona. Drop the gate. Who would win? Baggett Martin. Would they kill each other before the one, one beat? That's a really good question. Would they, would they run out of gas and be tied? 50 or 250? I don't know. Right now? Yeah. I would I imagine Baggett. Baggett's fitness is a little bit better at the moment for the big bike, and but yeah, I mean Jeremy was very open after after this weekend that he he got tired. So how about Jmart uh, saying I got tired? I detuned the bike. Awesome. My 250 West series sucked. Yeah, the honesty. He's awesome. being honest. I like it. I know, but you guys know how this goes in this industry. Yeah, yeah look that's at flowers. Why. Setup, bro. I would have killed it, but my setup. I don't <laughs> didn't blame setup at all. No, so. props to Prop, Jmart definitely for that interview. You know, no doubt about it. So um, gear out like cold call. Let's uh, let's get into that. I mean, two seven. Yeah, sure. Like, I mean, yeah. is he going to be up? He's got. A lot He's of probably kids. working on KTM fifties. Jetting. Are you KTM kidding 50. me? Gear alloy cold call, everybody. Cold calling people. It's called the gear alloy cold call. I feel like there's fifty fifty that he picks up. SoCal Super Trucks. Hi, yes, it's Jagger. Dot com. Use code PulpMX seventeen. Hi, this is Nick. I can't get to my phone right now, but if you leave me a message, I'll get back with you as soon as I can. Thanks. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. NYK, it's Pulp MX Show. Uh, A couple questions. Who would win, Jmart or Baggett, in a two-man Daytona race? Uh, how's the KTM 50s working out? Uh, congrats on the AC work. We had him on earlier. He credited a lot to you. Anything else, Charles? Everybody knows? Oh, that's about it. I mean, I'm really uh, concerned about this KTM 50 clutch setup. Yeah. And uh, add a tooth, bro. Add a tooth. All right. See you, bud. <laughs> Nick, everybody, the gear alley cold call. I mean, Marks, it is quarter to, to 10. It's pretty late. It's, it's I just realized late, how yeah. late it was. It's a right? night. So, I mean, he's got a smoking hot wife. He could be in bed with her. It's possible. All right. So that's okay. Gear Alley Cold Call. 
please check them out. Pulpamex17 is the code at SoCal Super Truck. So go there, enter. Stop it. I'll turn it off. I will turn it off. But I'm not saying anything, so nobody you're knows. You're pointing the radio, bros. <laughs> you're pointing. You're not paying attention. I will turn it off. Uh, Gear Alley, the official wheel of the Rocky Mountain ATV MCWPS KTM team. By the way, got a bag. Got a podium with Baggett. Yeah. And, and Millsaps could make one. I would have bet money on a Baggett podium in Daytona, but oh, uh, dude. It, I mean, look. If Dunge gets off the line. We know Marv was sick, not feeling it. If Dungeon gets off the line and Jmar gets off that line and Baggett gets off that line, what happens? Awesome race. Right? Awesome race, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, what did you make of Dunge throwing those goggles? Because I got a bunch of tweets about it. Mark's got a bunch of tweets. Like, I just took it like, like people were like, oh, is he, you know, is he Eli in his head? Is he? I'm just like, no, he got, no, he's, he's super mad. pissed. Yeah. He's not pissed at his goggles. He ran out of tear offs, but whatever. Yeah, I would but. love to think it was a goggle malfunction, but I, I absolutely <laughs> don't think that was the case. I, I really think it was just frustration and him showing um, that he knows he gave up some points to Eli. That was the, simple as that. He was right. mad at himself. Yeah, I just think that that's it, right? I mean, people yeah. were like, oh, like, yeah. yeah. So, he just did 20 laps of eating shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he's you know, pissed. He's right. pissed he's, from, the, from the gate drop. Right, right. So it's funny how people like work mm-hmm. that stuff into it, like as far as like thinking about it, you know? You're just like, as guys like us that have been around the yeah. either pro racers, you two, or, or myself too, um, and um, or been around these guys, you're just like, yeah, there's, there's not a go- it's not an Oakley thing. No. It's not an Eli thing. He's super pissed. I agree. He's a winner. He hate, doesn't like to lose. Very <laughs> aggressive on Cole Seeley. He's usually well, aggressive mean, on guys like that. Yeah, I, I would be too in his situation. Yeah. He's trying to get points. He was freaking a little bit, I would think. Well, why is Cole looking over? Like, dude, just race. I don't like that part of it. Do you think he kind of caught him by surprise? Or did he see him coming, you think? Uh, what, what, what's that? What, what are you doing there? I'm trying to block out the TV so I can oh, pay attention. I, I will shut this off. You should probably shut it off because I ha- I rarely get to watch I races anymore, so I'm watching. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, again, thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to sponsor deals. Jeremy Martin, Adam Cincerillo, Davey Coombs, all on board. We still have the uh, JGR NFAB check-in, uh, the voicemails as well, and uh, much more coming up here on the show. Some more hot debate as well. Let's get into... Um, can we do your tweet at uh, Travis segment? Do we have those? Yes. <laughs> yes, we can. Let's All do right, that. Let's do that. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from ptosports.com. Here's the tweet to Travis. Call down to btosports.com, whatever you're going to order. Whether it's uh, FMF products, Atlas Brace, uh, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, type in PulpMX and uh, call and mention PulpMX or type in PulpMX on the coupon code and they will give you a hell of a deal on anything else. Uh, they support the show, BTOsports.com. Whether it's dirt bikes, UTVs, side by sides, I think that's the same thing, quads, motorcycles, <laughs> whatever, BTOsports.com has you covered. And uh, of course, they've got an amateur team attacking uh, Loretta Lynn's as well coming in. So these are questions to at Pulp and Mech Show Twitter account. The guy over in the corner there goes through them, combs through them, sometimes picks the best ones, and uh, and here we go. We'll see how I do. We're gonna start off with this one. See how you like it, Steve. Timmy Kiefer and Watson are in a burning building. You can save one person. Who? Timmy Kiefer Watson. Yeah, Watson's burning. No, you can save you can one. Save one. Person. Yeah, no, I'm saying two are burning. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's down to two. Watson's burning. Down to so two. So now we're down to Kiefer and Timmy. Uh, I save Kiefer because, A, 
Paul Pomek Show co-host, so he's very good. He fills in uh, more than what I need. He's terrific. He's your rock. B, whether it's uh, James Dean, Cobain, Hendrix, when you die early, your legacy goes greater. Oh. I was waiting to get the connection. I was, and, yeah, and I was so like, I don't get this one. Timmy perishing in a fire, however sad that will be, will make his legacy greater than ever. Castlew totally agrees with me. Okay. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to tell him you said that. Timmy's burning in a building. That was from Todd Martin. Hmm. What about, can we call Mohead? Is he up? Maybe he's on the East Coast. Oh, he is? Oh, never mind. That's pretty late. Call him anyway. He's probably working on the bike. He's probably working on bikes. I guarantee he's working on the bike. Text him. See if we can call Mohead. All right. Next question. Um, Eddie O'Keefe wants to know if you're Eli and Dunge gets the whole shot and you're second in one of the last races, do you race him clean or just go for the jugular? Wait, so what's the points? How, how last race? Give us the details of the question again. Oh, God. Sorry. It's the last race for anything. Just is it, the, is it, it the last says, race? It just says one of the last races. One of the last races. How about we just do last race? If it's the last race, then yeah. Jugular. Yeah. If the points are close, yeah. Anything but the last race, no? No, you got to keep it close to go to the last race, and you can't be, like, overly, you know, dirty. Like, uh, you have to race him clean and beat him clean, which is he's he... doing. But in the last race. Okay. If... The last race, Chad Reed on stew move. Yeah, that's. Is that fun? Huh. Hell yeah, that's okay, fun. Okay, I'm oh, just wow. checking. Okay. Kessler's like, wow. I mean, dude, th- that's the, We're doing the it. biggest championship in the world. Hell yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that's the way I would think, at least. You want to win, right? Fair enough. Winning's yeah. nice. <laughs> uh, this one's from Greg Williams. Why the F did you not do a live show during Daytona? Hashtag communist Canadian. Um, yeah, we looked into it. Uh, we did it last year. I didn't go to Detroit, so we had a live show going on where we called JT and, and Williamson and J-Bone and Phil and a bunch of dudes during the show. Mm-hmm. And they all answered during the race day? Well, I, I texted them and said, hey, can we call you? Um, and they all answered yeah, yeah, during awesome. the race day. In between semi-races, like Williamson's like, hey, I got to go. We're going to the semi. That's fine. Um, and I got good reviews, and people liked it. But what's the guy's name? Uh, Gary. Listen, Gary. Greg. I'm sorry. Greg. Listen, Greg. <laughs> Gary, Greg, whatever your name is. It's a lot of work. Like, I, I don't get paid any extra to doing it, right? Right. I don't know. But we were going to do it. But Anton backed out. Anton was going to come up. I mean, because we, we need a race. So you decided to enjoy your weekend. We're blaming on Anton. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Anton. He ruined it. So everyone, Transworld Motocross, unsubscribe, unfollow. <laughs> at, at Michael Antonovich at Michael, on Twitter. Send him. Hey, hate tweet him up. Yep. yep. So um, He's going to hate you tomorrow. Huh? <laughs> Whatever. Um, so that's re- we were going to do it. Anton backed out. And then I could have got somebody else or done it myself or whatever. You should have just had me and Tits both come. Well, you couldn't have. Tits was coming in, right? I actually didn't end up going. So I texted Tits Thursday. And I said, hey, I'm not going. So I can go to the show Saturday if you don't want to go. And he said, oh, we're actually not doing it. So. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Gary Morgan wants to know, how do I determine which handlebar bend is best for me? Oh, wow. VortexRacing.com, you go there. Great company. <laughs> you want me to answer now? Yeah. 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 Go to the dealership, try some handlebars on, sit on some bikes, then Dude, right? read, I mean, read, your we- read the website. It, it's it's Everybody looks at a handlebar differently. Did you change your bars ever? Like, did you run the same brand? Bend uh, for the most part. I mean, yeah. it, it's all rider preference. It is. I mean, it is. It's nerd out on the, the stats online and compare the measurements yeah. and just think, this is what I have stock. 
I feel like maybe it'd be cooler if it's a little bit straighter or whatever. And that, dude, that's it. But There's now, no like, with mounts, like, like, with eight ways to mount your bars, mm-hmm. uh, all the OEMs have, you know? Reversible mounts. And like, you could, you almost could do that instead yeah. of buying bars and... Easier mounting, always a good feature. Um, yep. <laughs> you know, so there are a ton of, uh, yeah, options. Like, I don't know. I remember when Ferry had wrist problems, we were changing bars in between practices and bends and you know yeah you just want to feel comfortable and you want to make sure that the handlebar bend you're picking is not like you don't have to put it overly far forward or overly far backwards to get it to feel comfortable then maybe try a new bend um yeah i think a common misconception is that oh i'm tall i'm six foot or six two whatever i need the tallest bend you make that's not always that's not the truth i think that's do you guys still have a button bend no what do you call it now well, you don't even know? I don't know. That's gone know. before I was there, too. Dude, yeah. it, it, we had a Yamaha, you know? Like, it was for... You're still huh. a Henry Reed. Yeah. I used to... When Timmy and Chad were fighting, I scratched out yeah, the, you the hear Reed. this guy? <laughs> I scratched out the Reed, so I would just put Henry bars on my bike. Didn't they all run the same band, but different widths? Uh, DV ran his own band, of course, because he's DV. But mm-hmm. yes, one guy was 800, one was 805, one was 807, or something like that. <laughs> I feel like you just gradually just... And add a millimeter here, add a millimeter there. Well, next the, thing, the you funny know. thing is, is you know, you would you would cut them, or you know, you would grind them, and you chamfer them on the on the thing, and then you put a black plug in the back, and then you're mm-hmm. like, that already affects the measurement. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like whatever, guys. <laughs> and then you go to their practice bikes, you know, and, and they're just bent bars, levers are are rattling. Dangling. Um, yeah. No button bend was you know the, the monkey bars, and it was mm-hmm. a popular bend for pro taper for a long time. So interesting. Right. Ryden wants to know who will Honda put on Roxon's bike for outdoors. I've said it over and over. I think Fast Freddy goes there. I bet Lars is pushing hard. Why? It's his fellow uh, countryman. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. He's I, a big, you guys, big Norin fan. Do you? Am I wrong? What do you think? That's logical, uh, right? I guess. Yeah. Do you have to put somebody on it? I don't think. They I don't have think to. they do. But but they uh-huh. have recently with Norin, right? So Freddy's a top ten guy too. You know what I mean? Like he can get you legit results. It's not just some. Some, yeah, some dude. that's true. So, you're not, you're not I think everybody putting a dude out there just to burn gas. No, Freddie's legit yeah. outdoors. Yeah. X Brown goggles too, by the way. I think he gets underestimated outdoors quite a yeah. bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have no inside knowledge of this. Uh, Dan Bentley at Honda told me a while ago nobody will be on the bike. I still just think though, Fast Freddie, they will reach out and put Fast Freddie on the bike. Do you know I, Fast Freddie's deal for Tyloo? Is it outdoors too or just Supercross super only? So, I yeah, did speak to Fast sense. Fred and. He wants to ride it. Sure. Oh, imagine Shock- that. Shocking. Interesting. <laughs> Hot take. Todd Krieg wants to know, is Mookie's value dropping as the season progresses? Does he now have a better shot of getting on a team next year? Good question. Uh, I think we got to see a season as a whole. He's been Does good. he go outdoors? No. No, they don't have funding right now. No. Oh. I mean, if they get funding, will they go? Like is that? I mean, how hard trying? are they looking for funding? Yeah, I, I that's what know. I mean. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, he's been good, but I, I, we talked earlier. I, I like to see better results. I don't results. think this is helping his stock by any means. No, he's just a guy. I mean, he's, he shows speed, which we all knew he had. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think I think coming in as a two fifty East champ, he had more stock last year than he does sitting yeah. as we sit today. Right. He's good though. <laughs> he's got speed. I yeah. we would have signed him. Yeah. Paul picked someone else. I don't remember who, but oh. Oh, I, Early I, I picked show. Barsha. You picked Barsha. Well, I mean, I'm looking at the year as a whole. Like, I'm yeah. thinking, you know, okay. indoors and outdoors. And... Okay. All right. This was from Scott Campmeyer. Can you give us a quick explanation of why Daytona isn't a felt event for all of us non-industry insiders? 
Jeez. Um, it's just never been. Supercross used to have three or four promoters. It was uh, Bill West. What was his company called? Oh, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Pace? I don't I know. know. That's way before no. my. That's before me, man. It's Florida. Oh, MX uh, uh, Unlimited Sports. That's what I just said. I don't think it was said? A, I don't think it was Unlimited Sports. Well, you asked Bill West in Florida. That's what. Oh, they, is it? Like okay. Yeah. Stuff. Was yeah. that it? Yeah, they're Unlimited Sports. Okay. Calm down. Sorry. <laughs> That's why I said you. I you would have raced Bill West races your whole. Oh life. yeah yeah yeah. I just I didn't. Sports, Bill West was a promoter in the Southeast. Uh, Pace was a promoter before Pace was. Uh, Clear Channel was after Pace or before Pace. I, don't I think know. it was before after the pace was a promoter for a little while Mickey because they took over the Mickey Thompson stuff Mike Goodwin was a promoter there's three or four different promoters uh, for a long time and Daytona's always been the Speedway people uh, ever since the first Daytona was 75 74 um, and they've never taken it over I mean I'm sure Feld would say hey can we run your race and Daytona's like screw off or whether P- Bill West or any of these guys probably want to run the race it's just Always been Daytona race. It always will be, and uh, that's it. So, Sammy Hammond, and I think oh too, and I think like if Feld said, "Hey, we don't want, we don't want what, we don't want uh, Feld." If Feld said, "We don't want Daytona on the season schedule," the OEMs would say, "Screw you! It's a big race, Bike Week uh, displays. The road race used to be huge, dirt mm-hmm. track. There's no chance the OEMs slash teams would say." You know, no, yeah, like the, they, they would never let the OEMs love. Yeah, mean, they you, love it. all of those. You get a lot of confidence at Daytona. Yeah. Iconic, historic. Race exactly. Now, having said that, that race can go fuck itself. I'll probably <laughs> never go back. So. When's the last time you were there? Not going anytime soon. I was yeah. there last year. Oh. It's nice on my couch. Yeah, it's true. This one's from Sammy Hammy. What were the gang signs AC was throwing after he won? And was that a reply to champions gang signs at Clayson? No, I don't oh think so. Goodness. I do not think AC was like, oh, the first thing across the yeah. line. I remember champion at Clayson. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly. That's, uh, what, that's what I'm saying. These people. And then people said, like, oh, Dunge was mad at Oakley. I'm like, no. AC was just excited. He won. Yeah, just do it. Emotion. Simple. Yeah. No, oh, I know. People, people. people think there's his. They think too much. Next week. No, I, yeah. sort of, guy, I sort of think the champion part was sort of a joke. Yeah, yeah. No, but, I agree. Okay. I hope so. Um, Michael Kasberg wants to know, Paul, do, do bars weaken over time? I've been running the same set for five years because they're comfy, but don't want them to snap. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Over weak. time, they yeah. do. All for metal sure. does. Everything does. Five years? You got to push yourself a little faster, buddy. I mean, that's. I don't think that's out of the realm for a, for a normal cu- customer. You don't think they're, they're so strong? They, they don't, don't bend, crash. Right? Yeah, they don't crash. Well, I mean, if it's a pro bend. taper, they don't bend very easy. Oh, Some go. of them bend there like a wet go. noodle when the wind blows. But <laughs> vortexracing.com, twenty nine percent stronger than competition. Uh, Michael also has a, a question for you, Charles. Uh, I use Nike ID to build a custom set of Converse shoes. When will I be able to do this for some custom goggles? Ooh, hmm. good that's question. We've we've talked about that actually. It's just. So logistically, so so logistically, it's just so difficult, and uh, our primary X-Brand did this actually distribution channels through distributors, so that you know makes it very difficult to X-Brand did this to do that. I know, topping one hundred percent. It's definitely the future, and absolutely looked into. But man, we're we're a little bit off. But I mean, X-Brand was taking existing stock and building your goggle, like which is still a great idea. I give them. Props. Yeah, cool. but again, you're not you're skipping but your uh, just with colorways that they had. And, yeah. here's and your strap. Just yeah. between here's your strap lens, and here's your frame. Yep. Oh. Mix yep. and match as you feel. Got it. But 
I mean, what do you do with the stuff left over? <laughs> yeah, that's rough. That's a so, nightmare. Chaparral. You can do a lot with the Nike ID stuff. It's crazy. I and imagine Nike's that's a, a, great. Thanks for that. Nike's a big company. Yeah. Just saying on this. I imagine that's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Don't be a dick. They own their own factories. Uh, Will Salazar wants to know who's, <laughs> who's next to go. You're out of your mind, dude. Private Your Island. Who's next? Lauren considered we, that? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, we talked about A-Rod going to Geico. Maybe well, as a fill-in. Geico's going to name a fill-in for um, Hampshire. A-Rod's a logical choice. Look down the list. That's uh, you ended A-Rod. Is he literally just MTF, dude? Like full privateer? I don't know yeah, the story. Yeah, I think he has... Um, there's a shop in uh, South Florida called PH Extreme that gives him a lot of backing. Okay. But that's all I know. So, I don't even know what that entails. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anthony Rodriguez. Next guy. Oh, this guy just tweeted Anton. Why the fuck you back out of the live podcast? <laughs> Retweet it. <laughs> Poor Anton. Anton. Yeah. Did you see Anton crash on a trials bike? No. On social media? No. Oh, he yard sailed. You should pull that up at some point. If you're a listener, go, go check out Anton's. Um, Cookie <laughs> said Anton's wife was very angry at social, on social media about something huh? with Anton. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Something about if you mess with her wife uh, or scarves. her husband. Something about scarfs. Oh, she's going to hate you <laughs> now. <laughs> Uh, Gus Keeter wants to know how does the percent pie of a privateer problems fall? Equipment, managing a team, fitness? Preparation should be in there. Preparation. I mean, when I went to go work for Goofball at A2, his clutch had 30 hours on it. His practice bike had bent clamps, so his race bike was one way and his practice bike was another way, so he had to ride the race bike around the parking lot <laughs> to know which way it turned. Loose I mean, program. Oh God. Jesus Christ. Like,. <laughs> You're like, racing 450 Supercross guy. He's a borderline main event guy, right? Yeah, or he's I, in him. Let's talk about Alex Ray, by the way. I'm shaking my head because I was a privateer mechanic like Ty Birdwell, 88, number 88, number 87. I don't even put Kalos. I work for Kalos. I wouldn't put Nick and Timmy. I work for them as privateers, but that's a different level. So I look at Birdwell. Like, he was, we made in a year and a half, we made four mains. One of them was a gift from Greg Alberton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and I look at that program and I'm like new clutch, new grips, new bars, like every week, change the oil. Like I- I'm change a ring every four races, you know, like, yeah, Alex Ray's got bent clamps <laughs> and 30 hours on a clutch. I can't go 30 hours on a clutch. <laughs> no, 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 you can't <laughs> or brake huh. pads. So I just think these guys got to be smarter about bike maintenance. Like you're racing against the best in the world. And if you're Alex Ray, you're a well enough known guy. You can go over to the Husky truck or whatever, and they'll he, give you a used clutch. Or he something. says like he couldn't. I, I'm I like, find it hard to believe he can't come. What's up with Mohead, by the way? Uh, he's, he must be asleep. Okay, didn't answer. Jeremy Hunt wants to know any early picks for the uh, Designations team. Oh, I know it's, uh, I know it's, it's early. early. But I'm it's early. Um, whoever wins the 250 championship, Tomac yeah. and Dunge. Yeah, makes sense. Sounds right. If, you think Dungey goes? Do they go this year? I think Tomac will. I think Dungey not going is just a load of shit. Like I give him the one week, the one year. I give mm-hmm. him that he got married, right? Yep. It, yeah. It has sure. been three years of losing. I give him a break. I get it. Unless. You've got to go back, bro. He's got to avenge. His this em- year is the year. He goes. Oh, where's it at this year? Now? Hmm? Where's it going to be this uh, year? I can't remember. Great Britain, England. Yeah. Yeah. Matterly Basin. And the, hmm. Like. And if he jumps in for the team for the USA race in 18, it's brutal. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's convenient but, for him, right? 
He has no problem going to the SMX Cup. Well, I mean, he, yeah. he was told he had to go there probably to get his KTM check. But I'm saying, just go to the Disnations. Just go. Like, I get... I, you don't want to go Wear one year. Wear your Captain America gear. You don't want to go one year. No problem. You got married. I get it. You've been beaten down at these races. You got to go. You got to go. I agree. You got to go. Did RC ever turn it down? Don't think so. I think once. He was he like, won yeah. a lot, too. Dungey hasn't won very much there. Villapoto? One time he turned it down, I think. He won a lot as well. He turned it down? I think he did. I don't know about that one. No. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, you gotta go. What was the question? You gotta go. Oh, it's who's gonna be on the team. Yeah, I, I like early yeah, picks. We, we went off I on mean, that a bit, but yeah. To, and, to, and, and whatever American wins two of these, or yeah. closest. Like that's, I At feel this like, point, who knows? It could like, be remember Weimer, in March. When they took Weimer, mm-hmm. he wasn't the national champion, but he was the first American or the first guy available, maybe. There was, maybe there was an injury. No, I he th- was the first guy behind Dungey. Dungey moved up, and then okay. Jake was Jake second, second in points. Series? Well, he was the next American, I would imagine. But he did very good. He won two nationals. My whole year. point is, is like people want to. Um, this guy says, "Oh, oh, four, RC turned it down in Lyrup. There you go, butthead. Thanks, Thanks, butthead. The same guy who bagged on you for Canada getting fired. Just correct okay. this. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> here's what I think about the two fifty guy. I don't think you can whatever. Like say. Say J-Mart gets hurt and doesn't win the title and comes back, but he's good in the last six races. But there's a guy maybe that J-Mart's slightly faster than, but he's higher than the points. I don't care. You take that guy higher in the points. Do you know what I mean? Guy that earned you, it for the, the guy who earned it for the year. That makes sense. And what if that person is like uh, someone that's never been to his nations or? Ooh, that's a. I think that, that, guy, that in, What if he's on guy, a really bad team? Oh, oh who? Who's that going to be? And that can be the high on points know. if they're on a bad team, right? I don't know. But yeah, that's a good point. Let's say Savachi is leading the points and he's never been to Des Nations. Somebody like J Mart comes back. Yeah, say, and, and say Savachi wins one and J Mart wins five races, but it's yeah. obvious J Mart's faster. Right. You still, you still take, take Savachi. Even though he has no experience. I, I really think so. Okay. Hold on. Gear Alloy Cold Call. Nick Way. Yeah, I'm taking heat. Like Destiny's calling from Vegas or something. <laughs> <laughs> People don't want to answer the phone call from Vegas. I get it. Um, uh, sorry, bro. Who's calling you from Vegas? Is it Destiny again? Tell <laughs> <laughs> LP to calm down. Yeah, you got some debts in the MGM that that, that they need. Well, I mean, hey, uh, who would win Daytona? Uh, Martin or Baggett? Two-man race at Daytona. 20 laps. 20 laps. Who wins that race? I don't know. Probably Martin. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks for that enthusiastic. <laughs> Deep analysis. Uh, nice work on AC. By the way, we had him on earlier. Fantastic job. He uh, first win in almost three years, bro. That's awesome. Yeah, he wrote pretty good for sure. What, what, are you in a sock right now? <laughs> are, you, are you under the blanket? We can't barely hear you. No, I'm chilling. I'm just chilling. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's, that's better. Oh, good. It was cool. For sure. Fun. Um, How about my man Ted, though? He got some TV time. Did you see that? Yeah, Ted's, bro. It was. Oh, who got him there? Seely? Wilson. Uh, D- took Dean a while to pass Dean. Him. Yeah, it took Dean a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, that was good. Making moves, folks. We're making moves. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see the support with Ted's. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, you're still doing the AC thing, so. Yeah. Um, what do we make of RV helping out J Mart? Like, what's up with that? Uh, you know RV well. 
I was well, I was laughing bad during the main because RV came and found me, and I said, "Let's go watch with Williams." <laughs> I was talking chicks. <laughs> now I understand the Honda truck was right by the Cowie truck. Oh, next door, and you know I'm over there just like pegging it on. <laughs> You're like, "Hey, look at that guy over there! Look at look at that guy!" I thought that was that was a little weird. That that whole deal. That's all. I don't well, know. Obviously, it's just a WMG deal, which they wanted to help their guy and. Their dad helped their guy. I, I, I get it. But he was cowie shirt on Saturday. Oh yeah, I was in the Honda nice. truck. Oh yeah. Oh, please tell me he wasn't wearing a guy go Honda hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what? Uh, how was the? How was the reaction afterwards with Adam? Like, are you guys obviously with with Zach's uh, night? You pulled into the points a little bit. I mean, just kind of keep going. What's keep doing what you've been doing, right? You podiumed in uh, where were we? Toronto. So that was good. Yeah, I've talked to him like a ton during the week. Uh, obviously, I've been going to break. So. Stop talking out of a sock. We can't hear you. Are you serious right now? There, that's good. Are you tired? Yeah. Are you just super tired? Like, why are you? No, I'm good. I'm good. There we yeah, go. We're, exactly. You're back. You're back. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, I've been talking to Adam a lot at, during the week. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so he's been kind of switching some things on his bike and had some concerns and. So kind of just there, kind of giving some confidence in what he's doing. So, uh-huh. But yes, yeah, it's, it's been it's been it's been fun helping him for sure because he's made some pretty drastic improvements. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, do you help him with riding technique, or is it more lines and mental approach? Uh both. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of times, like he he gets a little like he he's never has his both feet on the pegs. A lot. <laughs> Sometimes it's like he doesn't get to the control. He's not like on the controls if something goes awry, you know. Mm-hmm. Like he ran, in, he ran into Ferrandez when Ferrandez was crashed, right? Or you know he loses the front a fair bit. So yeah, yeah. So we're constantly working on things that he needs to improve on, but he's pretty conscious of these things too. And then I kind of speak to him in a way in which he totally gets. So, mm-hmm. and then I try not to talk to him too much, honestly, so he can. You know, because I, with I know how it is with these teams and your parents and yeah. everyone trying to tell you stuff. So I yeah, either try to like write it down on a track map or talk to them just before or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's cool because I mean, he really listens. I mean, like I tell my wife, I'm like, if if he won the heat race and I told him nine outside the box, he might go nine outside the box. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul was talking about that earlier. The 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 outside guys had a re- realistic shot at the at the at the start, and we saw that with Jamar, who was 18th pick, way out there. Uh, but Cartwright, like you said, pulled a start. A lot of guys were going inside, and but the the dudes outside were railing the berm. Like it wasn't a bad line. Yeah, because yeah, the same thing. Like the heat race, Adam got a great start, and he just hit the brakes and skidded past, and then was like sixth so because the turn the turn was so sharp i i told adam to start just outside of savachi because i figured that savachi was going to want to close everyone off on the inside so it worked pretty good but mm-hmm. like even my, my guy ted's he started outside all his races and he started shoot top five and a few of them so it was a pretty fair start for sure track other than that truck blue chunks but go ahead charles you don't need to put your hand up you can just talk it's nick <laughs> nick were you for or against the sand scoop tire on adam's bike uh, I was not a hugest fan of it, but I told them right away like he's going to do one lap and either be okay with it or hate it. I like that. He, he said earlier on the show he was having trouble t- 
turning, and you could see in that first turn, he almost made like three turns trying to get that thing over, you know? Well, not only that, like in the heat race, they didn't have a lot of dirt, and there was like no braking edge on that sand tire. Mm -hmm. Interesting. He was talking about in the second practice he was going to pull in and change it. I'm like, no, no. There's not much time for that. No. I'm like, you know what the other one does. If you're going to run that one, you're going to know it. You either hate it. Because, like, I I tried it there a couple years ago. Uh Uh-huh. Fleck wanted me to try it, and, like, I almost looped out in the rhythm lane because it, like, gets so much traction going straight, and then it's terrible on lean angle. Right. So I just was telling him that he needed to make sure he was he was straight, really. And then a lot of, like, also the team has the Lit Pro stuff. Like, like so Joey and him, like, Joey's ideal lap versus Adam's ideal lap, Adam would pull him a little bit in the sand. Mm-hmm. And a couple other places where it would be, like, just straight drive because that 3-3 three, three was hard for them, which shocking like adam actually had it more consistent than joey most of the day mm-hmm. and that was like which joey was crushing that part in the main but uh that tie would obviously help that on a 250 yeah hey so loretta's this year is looking like a battle between parabinos lindstrom uh kiefer who else Timmy, the 25. fairy renard who do we like this is gonna get heated for paul <laughs> Very intense individual, as you know. I, what did you tell him? Like all of those, all of the above, right now. What did he say? The ball. I can tell you who Paul doesn't like. All of the above, it is on. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can quote Paul, and he told Lars he was going to crush him in Tennessee. Honestly, if Lars beats Paul, there's going to be a problem. Yeah, they won't be friends anymore. Right. I'll crush him. <laughs> <laughs> he might have you for a lap, like you said, but. Three motos, 20 minutes. At the end of the week at Loretta's, read the results. We'll see who's better. There you go. Says he's going for it. I'm not going, so <laughs> so NYK, I'm not going to be uh You know, here's, here's the thing, though. I gave, I gave Lars a, a piece to my uh, spin bike because my spin bike's broken, and conveniently, he hasn't been really been working on it. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Because I was like, I need you to fix this. I can't. I re- it's like got a, like an 8 mil thread up here and a 6 mil thread on the bottom. I don't really know how to fix this. It's going to take some welding. I was like, can you, can you fix this for me? I, he got right on my project bike stuff. Yeah. That's what I mean. He's had it for two weeks now, and I haven't heard a peep. I yeah. think he's doing it on purpose. Yeah, absolutely. Trying to delay my training. Yeah, you know, I wish you could come over here and work on my elliptical. Let me get that thing going. Otherwise, I'd be on it. No doubt. Um, all right, NYK. Thanks for calling back, buddy. Appreciate it. Really, I really miss you this weekend. It would have been a great weekend for you to rile RV up. Oh, I would have loved it. Yeah, I would have loved it. Oh, I, he's going this weekend, actually. He's going to Indy? Yeah. He's, going to, he's doing, like, the Science of Supercross thing during the night show and, like, explaining how the track changes or whatever for Kawasaki. I talked to him I'm today like, for a sure while. Are you sure you're going for Kawasaki? Who are you going for? Exactly. <laughs> I got. I talked to him today, and he was mystified that I was like, "Are you sure that's okay with Cowie?" He was mystified, like no idea why Cowie would possibly be, you know, either even at all with a raised eyebrow. Man, but, I told him, "Well, Cowie might need to get a little bit more specific with the contract, I guess, huh?" <laughs> Tighten up some lingo next yeah, time. Yeah, really around. get in those clauses in there. Um, exactly. I mean, hey, whatever the guy wants to do, it's cool. No problem. I just, I'm like, how is Cowie? And he's like, they're fine. What do you mean? <laughs> and I'm just like, what do I mean? I mean, where do I start? You know, I mean, I, hey, whatever. It worked, bro. But how about <laughs> Jmar, like, battling on Eli Tomac? <laughs> so. No, like, that's what I was saying about lap, lap eight, because, like, 
I don't know where the amateur started. A lot of a lot of us were watching right there, and I was like, "Let's go find, let's go find Williams, let's go find Williams." And he's like, "No, uh, uh, nope, no." (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Um, all right, NYK, are you going this weekend, Indianapolis? Yep. All right, I'll see you there. I'm back. And you're on every one, huh? I'm back on the schedule. Things like holiday. What? Oh, I even went to Cahia Creek Sunday, bro. I know. I was going to ask you about that because you're like, you flew home and then you're at the race. Like, I was like, no wonder he's asleep not answering. It's 10 o'clock. Guy's tired. Yeah. Not that happy with the 38 sprocket. We went back to 36 tonight. Oh, (laughs) there we go. I hear you. There's the NYK. Just him and mom's mom. He was like four seconds a lap fast. It was just mom's there. Clearly, I'm just like telling him, do not do not do anything dumb. You're yeah. balling him up, Dad. Whichever, yeah, which every other kid does. So, yeah. <laughs> and mom's just mom's just like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right, buddy. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for, thanks for calling back. All right, yeah, appreciate man. it. Later, See you. Uh, Gear Ally, cold call. Nick away, calling back. That never happened before, where the guy calls back in. Marks, right? No, I think that's the first time. Yeah. All right, keep going with your questions. Remember those? Oh yeah, we were doing something. Yeah. Oh, were we? Oh. The tweet at you. Right. Yep. Got him. Colin Dory wants to know, do you think it's time for Top Jimmy to hang it up? Maybe join the media circus after his latest crash. Well, it sounds pretty serious, but, I mean, how can you, you know, you can't make that decision for, for him. I mean, he's a privateer, so life's rough, but, yeah, hang in there, Top Jimmy. Um, if Tomac stays healthy, will we see the Eli from 2015 outdoors? From Brian? Hard <laughs> yeah. to say. I mean... I think he's like, who's the title favorite right now? You'd say, dude, I don't know because you know, before Kenny, before Donge went out with an injury, was Tomac better than Donge? I feel like they were pretty equal. I can't even remember. And then Kenny was better. Kenny was absolutely better. I think. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dunge no, Dunge was better were, than Tomac. Was, was, was better, he? but they yes. were not. The gap was closer from Dunge to Tomac than Dunge yeah. to Roxon. I think. Yeah. No, Dun- no, Dunge was way better. Really? Yeah, Dunge was like Tomac went like four four to start the season. He did struggle at Hangtown. You're right. Baggett Anderson right. Baggett, Baggett, Baggett beat him. got third. Yeah, Anderson. Oh yeah, and and, was bad. and I think I think Dunge was somewhat close to Kenny. I mean, Dunge beat him at uh at Glen Helen. Obviously, he had that fork issue, but that's a good question. Yeah, it's a good question. Confidence is so everything, and if Tomac keeps ripping off, I agree with that. And, that's yeah. I agree with that big time. I think yeah. before you start any series, if Dunge's in it. And he's there's favorite. not a healthy Kenny Roxon, you got to say. Dungeon's I was right shocked, here. though, outdoors last year that, okay, I'm not shocked Kenny won the title. I was shocked at how much better he was than Eli. Like, I yeah. couldn't believe some of those ass whoopings. I'm yeah. like, this is Eli Tomac you're beating this badly. Yeah, yeah there were some that weren't like, close. No. And I'm like, holy crap, you know? Like, I have that much respect for Tomac outdoors, you know? So, so. does Tomac resign with Cowboy, we think? Yeah, interesting. His contract's up. Uh, I talked to DeCoster about Dunge, and he said, you know, after Supercross, they'll probably find out. Um, I think he does because everybody's happy right now, right? Yeah. Winning. True. Bike problems are gone. Yeah. You know how these guys Seem are. have it figured out. Yeah. I just want to see good good racing, a nice, exciting title fight to the last moto. We don't have yeah. it happening much yeah, it anymore. It doesn't happen so much, no. I'm no. excited to see that Eli's got some momentum going. Hopefully, we'll have a good race all the way to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Ken MX wants to know, Steve, most riders only talk to you when they're obligated to. 
Are you the? That's M- not true. Are you the MX? That's not true. Slash SX Media that's- version of the slutty girl in high school. I do put out. Um, <laughs> that's pookie. No, like uh, that's not true. Yeah, you like that? There's some guys I fully believe Cooper Webb only talks to me because he has to, or he knows I'm the tubby media guy that people listen to. There's no chance Webb goes out of his way to talk to me. There's guys like that. Anderson and Barsha, they don't even talk to me at all. They hate me. Cooper Cooper doesn't like like you? No, I think he's fine with me. Like I don't think I just don't think he like wants to bro me down or anything. Right. Like like I just think he does like the minimum he has to do, he doesn't really want to talk to the media. It's but not- guys like Jeremy and Alex Martin and Phil and all those idiots on the island, they love me. <laughs> um all the idiots on the island. Dino? Dino's great. Yeah. Always uh, talk to him, no problem. Um, Millsaps, Millsaps gives me shit nonstop. I give it back to him. So I, I, I would not agree with that statement. So eat a dick, Gary or Bobby, that. Or whatever. Bobby Flowers wants to know: Does Dungey's pass on Sealy and the one line argument? He made it happen and didn't care about the track. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I get the people that say, "Hey, the track sucked balls," but don't uh, Dungeon bag it. Past everybody, I get it. I mean, Vince Freeze straight up beat Chad Reed in a five lap race, so look, I think that's something to do with the track, right? Dunge passed uh, seventeen to four, thirteen guys. If he passed all thirteen the way he did Sealy there, he's going down at some point. Like that's yeah. he made it work, and props to him. You can't go through the pack being that aggressive without biting you back at some point. You can't go thirteen guys in a row coming in and slamming them on the inside and. Without it taking both guys down. Yeah, that probably works half the time. Yeah, maybe. yeah. So, no. Suck it. That guy, too. <laughs> Very angry. Angry, Steve. This one's from M. Says, I've asked this multiple times. Never well, answered. you know what? Maybe it's a stupid question. <laughs> why can't 250 dudes ride both east and west if they wanted? Why can't, the rules. why can't I have a money tree? <laughs> <laughs> why can't I, you know? Get a SoCal hoe. Yeah. Why can't I, yeah. Can I get a SoCal hole? It's just the rules, <laughs> rules. man. This, this isn't NOM. There's rules here, Donnie. But, but we can change the rules at any point. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we show up at Daytona and we want to have just 20 laps, we can do it no problem. Wasn't it Hanson that, that in, in, you know, kind of got that rule started because he was on the West and he came on the East, started winning? Um, or? No. Well, it's been around for a while, right? No. I mean... Carmichael was racing the, the West. Oh, that's right. Know? When he raced the... It happened a ton of times. Yeah. And mm. they went through this thing where you couldn't get points. Yeah. But that's when Hanny was doing it. He was racing for no points. Yeah, it was really stupid. I'm okay with the guys not doing both coasts, right? Yeah. Like Either this... make it one series or leave it how it is. Yeah. As Jeremy Martin was leading the other night, we were talking, Paul and I, when's the last full-time 250F or 125 guy that raced a big bike on the opposite coast and won. Was that Wyndham? Wyndham uh, and Charlotte. Sure. Yeah. Has to, I mean, that's yeah. a long time ago. Yep. Wow. No, for sure. Dow did that it the year before. or something? Dow did it the year before. Yeah. Or the year after. They went, they won't. Did they it both Charlotte. did it. Yeah. Um, just doesn't happen as much I, well, anymore. These pussy teams don't put the guy, you know, they're so scared of these guys, they wrap them in bubble wrap. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Though, yeah, for real. Yeah. That used to happen. I mean, Kevin Wyndham was, name the biggest star in, in the lights class, yeah, Jerry Martin. Yeah. Kevin Wyndham was the guy. You want to ride the other coast on a 250? Go for it. Go for it, man. <laughs> Yamaha didn't give a shit. And he was the biggest star of the series coming up. He you was know? leading the points, yeah. right? Yeah. I, assume. I don't understand. Like, what happened since then? Like, what's happened? I don't know. Delicate. Anything to make these guys happy 
and I mean that's, that's not get that's hurt. Society, just, society's like that a bit now though too. Everybody gets everything's a, trophy a bit or whatever. more safe and <laughs> yeah, 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 like I don't know. Uh, what the just, hell happened? I, I mean, it just used to do it all the time. I remember who did it for Troy Lee Seeley? McElrath did McElrath last did year. Yeah, one race. Right. He did one race. Okay, so. but New Jersey or something. Maybe right? these two FDF teams like, are so dedicated to their class that you know nobody cared. Like because the 250 series wasn't that big of a deal to yeah. win. It wasn't this right. massive thing. So they said, "Hey, Kevin Windham, John Dowd, um, and those guys are both on factory teams on 125s, and it was easy to ride a factory 250." That's a good right. point, though, Charles. You're right. right. It was a lot easier to do because now Geico would say, "Hey, now we need a 450 Honda. Yeah, now we need cars yeah, instead of pro tour handlebars." Okay, and... I take back that pussy comment <laughs> from earlier about the pussy teams. Money tree. Charles made your money tree. Charles made a good point. Oh, that's a schlong shot. <laughs> God, we got a lot to live up to with that. No, yeah, you never. How about Newf followed him up the next Dude. week? It was crushed I'd the whole show. I probably called in sick oh. if I was him. Newf was like, "Oh no, I'm not going to be as good as GL." No, no. And how about GL when he left the house? He was like, "Pookie, can I get one for the road?" <laughs> Dude, why, those guys are gnarly. She's like, that's why he's a champion. She's like for the road, like he's a warrior. You he's don't warrior. need one for the road. Zulu, Zulu so, warrior. All right, next question. That's all. I feel like there were some better questions that you didn't ask. There were a lot of questions. There we go my, again. My tweet is, got a lot of action today, Steve. Is Tits, right, let's talk about that. Is Tits proud of Dungey's charge to fourth, or is he on suicide watch? I would think he's good is with it, right? Tits proud of Tits is big. Oh, big Dungey. Paul doesn't even know who Tits is. This is Jesus from Governor Paul. Arnold. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Your, let's cool. talk about your tweet. Um, I mean, yeah, Dungey did good. Your tweet did get a lot of mileage today, and yeah. I and you know what? I agree. Um. Oh, this guy said, where does Steve Mathis and Mike Sleater currently stand? Where do you stand? Where do you stand? <laughs> You're in Chances Vegas. of him being on the show now since Davalos agreed to come on. Now, people love TMZ drama, so me and Sleater, Sleater and I. Uh, Sleater and I are fine. Why don't you guys like each other? He was a real douchebag to me on Twitter. Oh, on a social media yeah. beef. We're yeah. beefing over social media. It's 27. We're 40 years old. That's what we do. <laughs> oh, I was going to say. Um, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> And and there's been some other stories about Sleater and I are fine. He's emailed me. He apologized. I'm not going to talk about him on the show. We're good. We're fine. Moving on. Buried the beef deep <laughs> in that one. Um, That's what she said. But Paul, your tweet it bugs the shit. Sounds out. gay. Bugs the <laughs> shit out of me. Um, yeah. I, oh, how come Oscar didn't work for J Mart? Yeah, they put JT in for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Does anybody know? Do you think Oscar pulled the I ain't working for anybody but Ken Roxon move? No. I, I mean, maybe. No. I, He's busy this weekend? No, I talked to Lars a bit about it, but no. Oh, so you're being super vague So Paul vague has some inside right info. Yeah. Just, yeah, you're being super vague. Get my cards close here. Yeah. <laughs> Eating my cookies. So that's it. That's all. all right, oh, that's so all I got. Yeah. So I talked I to Lars any. about it, and so... No, you like, guys are right. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't even know if Oscar was there or was... or I don't know. I don't know. So your tweet, that's bullshit. And I'm going to ask you after the show. What All right. <laughs> but um, so your tweet, you're right. I, I never thought about it today. You said uh, you didn't get a second place whole shot. Yeah. Well, it like, started. For, I don't know where I heard it again, but I've heard it enough. And no, I've heard and it. Too. I just vented on Twitter. Pro guys say it. Pe- oh, they yeah. shouldn't be pros if they say that. 
it's fucking ridiculous. You don't say I got a third place whole shot or I got a like you, yeah. one no. person gets a whole shot. It's yeah. one person. There, there's a, the, if you got if you're third on the start, you're third on the start. You weren't fourth on the whole shot. A whole third shot on is the, not the name of the start. Yes, God no. damn it, bothers the fuck out of me. Why do people say that? It's like uh, saying the winner's the name. I, I was the third winner. Yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah. not. It's, yeah. Yeah. There's one winner. Yeah. There's one whole shot. Yeah. If you say that at the tracker to anybody, you're automatically an, an okay. idiot or so, a squid. Official notice. Yes, official Correct. notice. Pope S- listeners, if you don't it. want to be considered a squid, don't say that. Don't say you got a third place hole shot. Yes, please don't. You're right. You, Public yeah. service announcement. Yeah. More pra- more etiquette or lingo. If you're practicing on a track and you're cruising and you look back and someone's faster is coming up behind you and you see them, you spot them and you go faster to try to keep them behind you, don't don't do that. Yeah. That's bad etiquette. You're asking to get taken out. That's just bad etiquette. Don't do that. You do that to Rhino at Glen Helen? Oh, you're dead. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you have a new tib and fib. I mean, you're, if you're your doing way. a, if you're cruising and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm going to wick it up and go ass over Teagle to keep this guy behind me. Nah. Yeah. You like that? Don't do so, that. No, it's, that's a D-bag, that's what a D-bag you move. You got so words, just etiquette. Everybody on, everybody on notice. You're riding the Paul Am track and you see the one, two, five Husky behind you. Yeah. Don't do Watch that. Watch out, Paul. Saw off your front But, end. like, okay, you're putting. Your arms are pumped. You know, your moto's over. Like, you're riding around. And I get it. Like, what would make you... Like, I never... Like, I would never do that. Like, I, I've been in that situation where you're like... Honestly, I've, I've like, seen, seen it happen more in California since I've lived out I mean, here than it happened it's anywhere a, else. Like, okay, what about tucking in behind the guy? No problem with that. That's fine. Right. That's, that's fine. That's still kind but, of a dick move, but... Nah, I, mean, I don't think that's a dick move. I think that's, like... Completely I, different. It feels like, hey... I'm, I'm, my moto's over. I'm, my arms are not pumped. I want to learn from this guy or something. This or... Guy, let's see what I got for this guy. I'm going to dump in behind, jump in behind him. I think that's fine. I think it's bad etiquette when you do it multiple times. Like if you see a guy doing a moto oh, or no, something no. And, you, and you keep yeah, cutting the yeah, track yeah. and getting no, no, behind no. him, no, no. that's yeah. not cool either. Never cut the track to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm saying if you're on the track, you're rolling, guy comes up and you're like, hey, I'm ready to start another moto. Right. Let me go. Yeah. And then once he. Once he checks out, he checks out. Yeah. That's yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. Don't circle back in. Don't do that. Yeah. Also, don't exit the track like where there's no exit. Like, for instance, I was riding this uh, weekend. Well, there's, there's a videos on YouTube, lots this, of stuff like that. This guy was like, uh, he's in the middle of the track. There's no exit anywhere. He decides he wants to go left off the track, and there's this other guy next to him on the left, and they killed each other. Yeah. So don't bad. go on the track if it's a big bike practice and you're and in you're, Baja Acres. Yeah. Baja Acres? You wheel tap a kid's head. Do not go out on the track because I will be out there and I will jump on you. That's what happened. Sometimes, yeah, there's a lot of Josh dad, dads that let, Wood, like Woods fucked me, though. Had a broken fork spring. Front. What? What's Woods the story? Woods' bike. Baja Acres, 2002. I'm out motoring down. Okay? <laughs> uh, on Woods' old RM250. Uh-huh. It's a big bike-only practice. There's a tabletop that's like a... Probably, uh, 600 feet long. It was huge. <laughs> and, uh, tabletop. Pretty big, though. No, for real. It's probably like 60 feet. Whatever. Okay. okay. Decently soft. 660. Uh, 60 feet, and you make a left. Okay? Coming up, big bike practice only. There's an 80 rider on the track. And I'm like, okay, I'm coming up to him. I'm jumping, and he's not. He's on the left, and it's a left turn. Okay. So I'm like, whatever. Yeah, you're fine. I jump the table. The kid jumps, you know, four feet. I'm in the air on the table. The kid goes right on the table. Yeah. And I go, wham. And shit goes everywhere. I'm in the bushes. <laughs> Kid gets life flighted out. Oh, oh wow. Geez. Guy comes up to me and goes, do you have any lawyer information? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, it's big bike practice. He shouldn't have been out there. Why is he turning left or turning right oh, on, yeah. the t- on a fa- tabletop when the t- corner goes left afterwards? That's Ask, that we should have asked Nick that about sucks. the story. He was there. 
<laughs> Nick was there. Woodrow was there. And when the lawyer, th- I'm busted up. Like, I got a hematoma on my thigh that's like I had to get it drained three times by Asterix in the next couple weeks. Wow. Uh, at the wow. races. I had my wrist. I thought my wrist was broken. And Nick, and we get home from the thing, and I'm jacked. I'm racked up. Nick is like, hey, can you change my motor for the next day? <laughs> I'm just like, are you serious right now? Like, I went out there with one hand and <laughs> trying to change a motor. I was so mad at him for making me do that. Anyways. Anyways. When they said, hey, what's your lawyer? I'm like, I got to go. We got to go. Here. We got to go. Got work to do. So don't be out there on the track. Just hold your line. What else? I don't know. I'm trying to think. <sighs> you got any other pet peeves? No, those are those are good ones. I those mean, are good ones. Quiet down. A lot of California tracks are really bad about not having flaggers on ride days, which is God, it's so. Sketchy. The Glen Helen lets water the face of anything of the jumps all the time while you're that's, riding. Yeah, that's like California thing. They let's, water the whole track. Let's hand this kid five dollars for the day and just give him a garden hose and not give him any instruction. Just and let's put a quad out there while you're at it. <laughs> Maybe a UTV. Are there UTVs out there? I, I probably. I Dude, don't know. I ate shit at Glen Helen. It was a slow speed crash, so I wasn't like hurt. Uh, kind of going into the back section. It's a it's a left, and it was a right hander tabletop. Make a right at the top. The kid watered the face. I went up. This whoop. Lost the front end, like ice, you know, and I'm like, what are you doing? Meanwhile, the quad jumps by my head, and I'm like, I hate this place. I hate this place. Sketchy. Would Glen Helen, would they sell their soul for $10 extra entry fee? I feel like they would. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Why not? I think they would. God, they collect a lot of money through that gate. <sighs> yeah. All right, anything else? I don't think so. What about the guys that can't load their own bike up? Have you ever seen those guys? <laughs> guys who show up the have. track out of a pickup, raised pickup, and they have to say, hey, can you help me load my bike? Really? Yep. No way, bro. Seen no. that before. Because they wheel it out standing up, and they wheel it off and let it drop. Yeah. But they can't get it back in. They have no loading ramp, or they can't get their bike back into their jacked-up truck. Oh. They have a jacked-up truck. You don't help them regardless, just because it's funny. I've seen that happen, where I'm like, really? You're really going to ask a guy to help you load your bike up? What was your plan? I think <laughs> they just, that's, their, that's their plan every time, is help, ask a guy to help. Hmm. Can't think of anything else. That uh, grinds my hold gears. Hold your line. Yeah. Don't speed up and pause behind you. The whole shot one is really bothers me. Whole shots. Yeah. I mean that's number one. That's that, that's just Marks probably says that. Mark seems like a guy who says I got a fourth place whole shot. <laughs> don't say that, Marks. Please don't. Yeah, that's usually what I get. So yeah, of course that's what I say. Okay. Been riding it all, Marks? <laughs> no. Nothing. No. I would really like just to. Drop the mic. Did I, did I not get you Michelins or something? I feel like you got some stuff. What bike? What, what kind did, of bike do you have? Uh CR four fifty. What year? Oh six. Oh. That's yeah, old. Yeah, I think it's a good year, right? I, I, think I feel like you I went through it. Did you not go through it or something? Or were you going to go through it? I was going to. and Okay. Then a wedding happened. and mm. The app? And then the app happened. Life happened, it sounds like. Yeah. That's what happens when you get older. It sucks. It's harder. NFAB, N-Fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Big sponsor of the JGR Suzuki team. Love the guys at NFAB, Jeep, Truck, and SUV parts. And uh, whether you need light mounting solutions, bumpers, uh, uh, anything like that, the steps. A lot of guys have steps. RV has NFAB parts. Uh, Barsha and Phil and Weston and those guys, a lot of uh, NFAB parts out there in the industry. This is the JGR check-in, uh, courtesy of the folks at NFAB. And usually I call a JGR guy. Uh, Barshid wasn't answering. So the next uh, guy I called, well, it's actually, he's been in the studio a bunch. The owner of NFAB, old owner of NFAB, now running NFAB, Thomas Victor. Thought I'd give him a call and uh, talk a little NFAB with him, talk a little JGR. So uh, here we go, a conversation with Thomas from, uh, from NFAB. 
NFAB, JGR check-in. That's right. It's that time of the show again. We, uh, we check in with somebody from the JGR team uh, to see how things are going and uh, talk about the newest and latest race results. But we're going to throw a little curveball in this week. Uh, N-Fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. You don't ride a stock bike, so why drive a stock truck? Please check them out. Steps, light mounting solutions, bumpers, uh, lots of different parts. And uh, we thank the folks at NFAB for supporting us. And so this week, for a change of pace, I didn't go to Daytona, so I didn't have a chance to wander over to the uh, JGR Suzuki guys. So let's talk to Thomas Victor from NFAB. What's up, Thomas? How are you? Uh, not much. I'm just wondering why you never call, you never write, unless you need something. So <laughs> no, I, I can't, can't just call to say hi. You got to call me whenever you need me to do an interview or something like that, which which I'm very happy to do. But um, I thought we were closer friends of this, but this year we've kind of. You know, we've gone our separate ways, apparently. So. <laughs> apparently. Well, maybe I, hey, when, when, the check, when the checks are due, maybe I'll start calling you more. I don't know. Well, uh, we know you call at that point. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Everything's good on my end. I, I really can't complain. How's the uh, Ridgeline, 2017 Ridgeline products doing um, uh, at NFAB? Are you ramping up production? The only thing I can tell you about a Ridgeline is whenever I randomly happen to see it's not very often when I randomly happen to see one of those vehicles on the road, I think of Steve Mathis. Other than that, I have zero interest in him. All right. Fantastic. Good to see you're still on board. Hey, you know how it is. If you can't put a 37-inch tire on, I got right. no damn use for it at all. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, well said for you, for sure. If you follow you on Instagram, right. I get it. Um, hey, so the you know, big part of the JGR Suzuki team this year, and it's unfortunate that guys like me and the show and everything else, um, it hasn't gone great. Pike was killing it, went out with an injury. Barsha started late. Uh, why has had some ups and downs. Phil, we all know about Phil. We've talked to him over and over. Like, I honestly, I, I feel a bit sorry for those guys. Don't Cole, forget Michelle, yeah. You know, yeah. Michelle didn't make it to the opener, and then yeah. Phil had to take over, and then Michelle broke his leg before the East started. Thomas, Again, I don't know if the I, other leg. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like this. Seriously, it's unbelievable. No. Peters did a good job, and I hear Cunningham's ripping. Yeah, you know, he was the JGR he, chest track. Yeah, yeah, he rode well in Daytona, from what it seems like. He was up higher and then yeah. dropped drop back a bit. But man, what a tough deal for the JGR guys. Uh, I don't know how coy is, but uh, gee whiz. You know, I, I can tell you, those guys, um, they just keep their nose down. You know, Coy and Jeremy. You know, Johnny, the Dean, the motor guy. I mean, they they're all. Um, what I coined is like people that you want to be around because they make you a better person. You know what I mean? Just the way they handle things and they go about their business and, you know, Coy especially, uh, you know, I, I would just be losing my mind over all the different things. I mean, Jerry, Jeremy just takes it in stride and figures out a plan to keep executing what they got to do. And, you know, um, Ben and Glenn and Isaiah, they just, they're just, they're working and, and uh, the, the, they're never too upset you know about what's going on and and mm-hmm. uh i don't know it's i think it speaks a lot for the team the unity of that team and mm-hmm. you know they try to keep it a family and and because uh, i mean it's not easy in business or which that is basically a business yeah. it's you keep getting kicked in the nuts and and it's got a, it's got a way on you at some point but they just seem to keep going along and and that just speaks to the people and the core of that team it's just you know coy wants to do things the right way and mm-hmm. And I tell you, being a part of it, like I said, for me seeing it from the outside, um, it's it's inspiring and amazing to me. You know, what I mean, being in business like that because some of the stuff will get you down, but it just never seems to. They just keep on going. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's an amazing deal for them, and uh, it's got to turn around. But the good news, though, Barsha came back. Uh, he hasn't been quite where he wants to be, but he did win a heat race in Daytona. That's positive. You get TV time, you win a heat race, it has to make you feel good. Um, so that's on the positive side. Yeah, I was clapping at the TV when I saw him turn. They actually interviewed him from the right side, where his infab side had the hat, not the other side of the hat, which I usually seem to get. So for whatever reason, that kind of teed up in my favor. But, um, you know, we all know Barca has the talent to get it, but it's I just think it's getting more and more difficult, you know, to be at that elite level. Um, and that's my opinion. But um, it's just not easy. You know what I mean? It's going to take him a little bit to get there. But, but um, he's scrappy, you know what I mean? So – uh, it, there's going to be he's going to make something happen, whether it is uh, you know just bouncing off of folks or you know if he gets out there, you can tell he can run with anybody. And the uh, the NFAB uh, sponsorship of the team, you've been a big part of it for a while. You know, you had the NFAB team uh, with Alan Brown a few years ago. We've talked about that. Overall, Thomas, you, as you, you're getting into the JGR end of things, I'm not going to ask you to name all their fill-in riders because that would be unfair because there's been too many. Um, but how's it all going for NFAB so far? Uh, you're five years into this thing, four years into this? Um, yeah, well, for me on the business side, which I think is important to talk about considering mm-hmm. where Supercross is and, and how you make sponsorship dollars pay for it, you know. Um, but through some of the programs I have at Toyota or that I'm involved with at Toyota, um, those programs have continued to grow and uh you know, we're seeing more and more product on the streets. But uh, if you see, you know, if you go and buy a new Tacoma, um, there's uh, an hoop step option, which they've been showing at like Supercrosses on, on the activation vehicles and all that. Um, those are all all products that are, are built, um, you know, in conjunction with NFAB. And, and those products are now being moved to the trans. Uh, are being, we're getting the new Tundra, the new Forerunner for, for, uh, 17 coming out here. I think they'll start shipping in April. So um, the sponsorship dollars that I've spent with JGR and the relationship or business to business that I've gained through Toyota mm-hmm. alone, not to mention like even on my own personal Instagram or Infab Instagram, there's a lot of dirt bike enthusiasts in there. You can just tell. Yep. And uh, so all that, all that thing culminates in to where I think it's been a very positive um, hugely successful um, for the dollar spent um, for NFAB. It's just it's the right target market, and and a lot of things line up that way. But but I really believe um, it's been the, one of the things that helped springboard us yeah. into where NFAB's a national brand, and we're selling things all over the country, and that that uh, the OEs and has continued to grow. And I, I can and I, spawn, I I contributed a lot of that growth. To good decisions by the you know by the president, which would be myself, but but mainly <laughs> through all the all the things that we can do through the moto community and and as you know we did done some things with uh, JGR like that uh, if you remember a few years ago we won that um, Toyota Dream Build Challenge yep, you know yep. with JGR and they we all ca- kind of came together so there's just been a number of things that have failed to get the Infab brand out there besides just a sticker on a dirt bike does nothing right you know what I mean Jeremy does a good job that way. But it's all the all the relationships and stuff that you gain from being a part of of 
you know, an effort like that that really can can springboard you to the next level, and I think that's what it's done for InFab. Uh, speaking of that, springboarding to the next level, uh, you've teamed up with Truck Hero Companies, truck-hero.com, uh, a lot of bed liners, bed covers, uh, tunnel covers, they call them, right? I don't even – tunnel covers? Well, to start with, uh, I wouldn't call it um, teaming up. I mean, they – basically made all my dreams come true. And okay, well, and I didn't know if you wanted to go person, there. I, yeah, I, I don't no, know. They, yeah, they, <laughs> it's their company now, so they, they bought it from me back in, uh, it's been a little bit more than a year, December of 2015. I'm very happy and thankful uh, for their, you know, to take the risk off the table for me. So we're continuing to grow it for Truck Hero, we're, and Truck Hero is a, a large company that um, is basically a lot of the companies involved, there's, there's 14 different companies, but a lot of them are involved in the the uh, tonneau cover space, which I think now that I've got educated on the tonneau covers, mm-hmm. it's, it's a great thing for the moto community. You know what I mean? There's people, uh, a number of riders that have them on their vehicles, and I, I really believe that it's it's a great because you can, you know, they flip up, and you can still put your dirt bike in there, and you can take your dirt bike out and, and where you put keep your things safe underneath, and they're lockable, and they have a lot of advantage for the moto community, which I think we need to kind of, you know, tap into as, as time goes on. But uh, Truck Hero is, you know, a big part of of now the, the different things that I'm involved in with JGR and with, uh, you know, InFab uh, and Pro Yamaha on, on the off-road side. So um, we've, we've kind of tried to get the brand out there. So I hope that, you know, the, the motor community will, will embrace Truck Hero just as they have InFab and, and will continue to grow that brand and awareness, you know, as time goes on, too. Yeah, as people people don't understand, uh, NFAB throws their support behind a team like JGR and the Dream Build thing and uh, a few riders here and there uh, through the industry that you've always uh, helped out. But there are also uh, the NFAB and Pro Yamaha team that Randy Hawkins runs. Uh, you're back on that team in a, uh, for another year. Randy does a, a fabulous job. As you know, one of your co-hosts there, um, the world-famous Eddie Ray, uh, is, a, is a big part of that team, and and obviously one of my uh, personal friends. So um, they do a great job over there as far as their branding and all. Um, and InFab's huge on that team, um, which I want to thank them for that. The bike looks great. I don't know if you've seen their – they've actually won some GNCC stuff this year, which is just kicking off. Mm-hmm. And um, they're already doing – they're doing a great job this year. So, um, you know, even though JGR transferred to, to Suzuki. You know, we're still loyal to, to Yamaha and, and their efforts on the off-road side. And, and um, I just can't say enough about how Randy runs his team. Um, same kind of thing where they're, they're just good people over there, and, and we're proud to be a part. Um, if if um, you need some help at NFAB headquarters in, in Houston, Texas, there's uh, Phil Nicoletti. Ready to work? Maybe you have him bagging. You can have him answering the phone. What am I going to do? Am I going to prop him up against the wall and say, um, you know, answer the phone, Phil? Or yeah, have him answer the phone. I think that'd be great. Yeah, I, I don't know if Phil's temperament is really good for a customer service role. <laughs> you know what I mean? What do you want? What are you doing? What do you need? Why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. Poor Phil. Uh, one of our favorites here on the show, as you know, and one of your favorites as well, a guy you've Hey, I love time. Phil. Phil's, Phil's uh, one of my favorite people on the planet, and I hate that he's going through what he's, what he's going through. And, and um, you know, we, we keep in contact, and, and uh, I send him a motivational text every once in a while just to kind of keep his spirits up. Uh, you know, hey, we all know you just look at some of these, you know, pikes the same way. It's like these – 
these injuries are are no joke. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And and how you know these riders? I mean, there's a lot of upside. But the downside is huge, you yep. know, in, in Supercross, and uh, look at Roxa it just too. speaks to, yeah, yeah I know, I, you know, I don't have any. Roxton's a whole nother story, and and uh, I, I hope him the best, wish him the best too, because uh, you know, for him to come back from that's going to be, you know, telling, you know, because it's all three of these guys that got catastrophic injuries, and and um, you know, I don't know what, I don't know how they they just want to get back on there and keep going you know it's it's uh it's tough for me to understand um but but uh you know mm-hmm. um it's uh, the injuries are just horrific i got it i know it's it's uh it's part of the game i've been in it a while and, and yeah it's unfortunate man especially you know uh never mind the personal toll on the riders the teams the mechanics the sponsors everybody behind these guys all of their best laid plans are gone too not that you know the rider still has it the worst no doubt about it but all these other people behind a rider uh nfab and toyota and and honda for for Roxon and fox and shift it, all their plans out the window you know um so so in your opinion it seems the same as it always has been it's not any worse or any better some are more severe some are no hard. no i i always go back to this uh i remember one year 1998 uh i was working for a birdwell ty birdwell mechanic i remember being stoked at las vegas because there was nobody there and uh, we were going to make the main it, we didn't though unfortunately but to give you an example uh 1998 it started off with 12 factory riders and this is the you know the days of just four teams right 12 factory guys and there were only four on the line in las vegas eight eight of the stars were out um so there was mcgrath and emig and ezra and i think david huffman um something like that and so it, it always happens it's always been that way you know um yeah so the injury is not any more severe it's just kind of yeah I don't, a little bit different i don't think so yeah four strokes go faster you know yeah you're jumping farther and bigger and all that kind of stuff but nah, i think the injuries have always been there um you yourself thomas what do you got for a bike right now <laughs> well um, are you are you aren't you on the three aren't you on the, the ktm kick or no no I well, thought you were. I don't know. Depends on depends on if I'm in SoCal or Texas. Oh, okay. In Southern California, I'm on a KTM kick in in Texas. Um, but honestly, Steve, the one thing I've had to give up, uh, not really give up, but the one thing I've shelved a little bit here during this whole transitional part of Infab being integrated a Truck Hero is, mm-hmm. is my dirt bike riding, unfortunately. So, um, but I have a whole. You know, Koi actually just sent me a full. Uh, Nicoletti factory Yamaha that's um, oh sweet you know uh, it's about as sweet as you can get yeah so um, those guys put that together for me and and I have a Barsha one from 14 and, uh-huh. and uh, I mean I got there's I got dirt bikes all over the place so whenever I decide <laughs> to pick that up again I'll have, I'll have something right. to ride but right. there's one set at Allen's uh, shop that's been there a year that I'm, I don't even know if I've ever even laid eyes on it but it's, it's there <laughs> ready to go it's, too, it's so. ready, ready, ready for you <laughs> Um, yep. You got to send Eddie out to go pick all these things up and uh, and deliver them. Um, well, hey, man, uh, thank you for your time on the uh, NFAB JGR check-in. Proud sponsor of the NBA, JGR Suzuki team, industry leader in high-quality tubular products, including Nerf Steps, replacement bumpers, light mounting solutions for your truck, Jeep, and SUV, and Honda Ridgeline at some point, hopefully. Um, when are you coming in studio next? Are you going to be in town at all? Um, you know, we'll make the run through there in November during SEMA. Okay. Yeah, we got to get you in. Other than that, I have, well, you know what? Maybe we'll, maybe I have a, 
I'm going to go to Detroit, and then maybe I'll come to uh, the last Supercross there in oh, there you go. May. Yeah. Um, but other than that, uh, you know, if you'd call once in a while instead of just, you know, when you need something, yeah, then, yeah, you know, just uh, come in as a buddy. We can go gambling or whatever you do over there. I don't know what the hell you do, but <laughs> I do like I do like some blackjack. I do like some blackjack. You do really? Yeah, yeah. You, you never speak. You never speak to that on your, uh, uh, your show there. So I well, didn't know you're a big I, gambler. I think I lost so many times I didn't want to speak about it. But now the last two times, I think I'm up about six hundred from the last two visits. Um, so I'm back on the blackjack bandwagon again. The truth comes out of why you keep staying in Vegas when you would do way better in SoCal if you just pack up your bags and and move to if you'd like Marietta with all the dirt bike dudes. Yeah, what would the show be then? If you'd like, yeah, terrible, absolutely terrible. Who who would ever come by? Who would who would ever do the show? Right? Um, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, All right, Thomas. Hey, thanks for the support as always, and thanks for your support of the JGR guys. And uh, I'm sure it'll get better over there. Like I said, Barsha won the heat, and uh, you know, uh, uh, Kyle Cunningham showed like he's uh, he's taking a step up on the with the new bike. So, yeah, I think it'll turn around here. Thanks, man. Yeah, I wish you the best. It'll it'll turn around, no question. Thanks, thanks, Steve. I appreciate it, buddy. All right. Great radio. Thanks, everybody. That's the NFAB JGR Suzuki check-in with Thomas Victor from uh, NFAB. Great guy. Big supporter of this show, the Fly Racing Moto 60 show on Thursday, presented by Truck Hero, uh, Pro Taper and Get on Thursdays at noon. Uh, Pacific, don't forget about that. And the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Show, another show, Paul, that you're on, mm. that Pro Taper is a part of. Um, you and I and Dan Truman and JT get very angry at different riders. Yeah, it's fun. Just someone was... Someone was very upset with Chiz. Was that JT? Dan? I think the both first of weekend. Them. The first weekend the first Chiz didn't weekend qualify. They were, yeah, they were mad at him. <laughs> very angry at, at Kyle Chisholm, man. So it's good listening. And again, check out the Steve Mathis Classics on uh, on uh, iTunes as well. Appreciate that. Get the app as well. Don't be like Castle. Get the app. Okay. Uh, 702-586-7857. We'll take a few of your calls before we go. Brain, what's up, man? How are you? Fellas, hope all is well. I know it's a late night. Um, so I was thinking, you guys talk, were talking about East-West, which I agree with you, Steve, man. I, w- I wish more people could do that. But it, when, so when Coop took his digger in, uh, in Minneapolis, I thought, oh, perfect rider. Plessinger, right? Oh, crap. Rockstar with Star and Monster with the, with the Yamaha. But, you know, I think about even, um, so obviously that was out. But I think about a guy like Mitch. I wonder what the biggest barrier is for any of his guys to go race the opposite coast because I couldn't tell you the last time any of his guys were came and ever raced the opposite coast. I mean, maybe it's happened and it's just escaping my mind. But Dean Wilson. I mean, uh, well, wasn't that oh. on Chad? Yeah, that was on Chad's bike. bike. Okay. Yeah, but there you go. Okay, there you go. There were some hiccups because Chad had a, a shift deal as the team deal. Yeah, and he still wore mm-hmm. his Thor yep. Pro Circuit gear, yep. so that was a hang up. But they worked through it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, Plessinger I mean, is going to point out this year, right? No. Yeah. 135? No. No? Plessinger's sure. not going to point out this year. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. thought he was, this too. Is... Fair enough. No. I think he might. Yeah I, was just, yeah, I was just wondering what the biggest barrier to that, to to those, you know, um, to some of those teams doing it's, it is. It's all, it's all everything, Brain. Uh, but Monster Energy and Rockstar and Red Bull, that's a, that's a non-starter for these dudes, right? Yep. Like, I mean, you can ride, you can ride. Another brand, you know, um, there's a guy, is it Tickle? Who's worn every energy drink? Not Tickle. There's a guy. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Stat. No, no. I mean, like, in his career. Used it. Used every, there's. Uh, Dean? 
yeah, maybe it was Dean. Monster, sure, Rockstar, Monster, and Red Rockstar, 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 R
Thanks, man. Keep up the good work. So, Marx is gay. <laughs> pa- uh, yep. Christian Craig should hate his kid. Sounds Mitchell gay. Harrison sucks balls. Yeah, correct. That's the job. Okay. All right, got it. Nailed it. And uh, I just wanted to throw one thing out there while I'm on this uh, voicemail. I was in Toronto. Don't bro I me. I saw that two-stroke guy. Dude, that guy should not be out there. That wasn't even uh, – he didn't even do a jump, and he kept crashing, and he kept taking people out, and he kept taking others out. And at first I thought it was cool when the blue smoke was on the line before practice, but that blue smoke was just going in everyone's face, and <laughs> everyone hated it, and I don't know how that guy got in there. So that's my two cents, man. I, I'm totally with whoever's saying, you know, I'm, I'm 100% for two strokes, but that guy's got to go, his man. Name, his name is Ronnie okay. Ford. Thanks, boy. Thanks, boys. Thanks for all the content. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, Race Rex did an interview with him. He made the night show in Toronto because there was nobody else there. And then he, 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 I think the AMA told him, hey, just do the start, get your money, night show money, and you're done. Um, he's 43 years old. He's a nice guy. I've talked to him a few times. But he, he can't, he doesn't belong out there. I'm sorry, man. Like, sounds dangerous, yeah. He, have you watched him? No, I, have, I, I saw I him have. in a round or two. You didn't see him at somewhere else? Uh-uh. In your back scene about Dean. <laughs> How are you? You okay, Dean? Dean? Right. Max? Anything? Yeah. Dean, can I mix a drink? Pulse mad. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, he... The guy... Uh, I mean, he's trying. That's awesome. Yeah, but, man, but it's just not... Dude, he's not, not even place. close. It's not. It's not even like, hey, you're the slowest... Like, he's 10 to 12 seconds off, guys. My, I guess my only issue is with it that, that Feld let him go all the way to Canada... They let him. They collected his money at every race up until now, until there wasn't enough guys when he was going to race in front of people. Then there's they rules. Said, no, there's rules, Charles. <laughs> then they said, never mind. Charles, there's rules. I, I, they had no problem accepting his entry fee for the first seven rounds. Well, eight I'm sure rounds. You know, they paid him the night show money. They, Which is great. They definitely would have paid him. But did he get to race last week? Did he do? Yeah, Daytona. Sorry, I mean, he doesn't race. Did he practice last yeah, week? Yeah. That's weird. This, did he win the lottery? It's like Mark's winning the lottery and deciding he wants to uh, ride Supercross. Do, what, do we want to get me started on the road to, road to Supercross, RC? <laughs> I feel like I would do better than that guy. Just saying. These two guys would. Some money? Um, well, I know they would. But. Do, you, do you want me to get going on the road to Supercross Please, no. for safety no. reasons? Uh-uh. Because I, I, I've got 20 minutes about that. <laughs> At least. <laughs> Again, rules. Rules are rules. <laughs> Keeping it safe. <laughs> Forkner. Go to Arena Cross, Forkner. Sexton. You're not ready. Ronnie Ford? Grandfather Ben. Go in. It's fine. Yeah, it's, not yeah. even he's riding the big bike class too. Yeah. It's not even it's No, you're guy. 43. You you know you race pro. Yeah. You ride a two stroke? Go ahead. God. Yeah. Needs to get his The fucking common sense. Like that's what I should be. I should be the AMA Pro Racing Director of Common Sense. <laughs> what hat would you wear to be the Director of Common Sense? I feel like it'd be something funny looking. Yeah, I don't know, bro. Like the Maybe, uh, uh, one dead of those, mouse uh, thing with the Mickey ears. One of those, uh, <laughs> one of those horns like Fred Flintstone wore at the Buffalo, the Lodge, <laughs> yeah, Buffalo something. Lodge. <laughs> um, just be like, Common Sense, like, uh, yeah, Forkner, you're good. Yep. No need to go to Arena Cross. All right. Mathis, dude, fucking Bowers, old ladies. I mean, she's hot, dude. God only gives people certain things, you know. Like they gave me looks. She's hot. That's all she got. She didn't get smart. All right, dude. I fuck. I keep going. 
It's fucking... His side-off's good. It's painful listening to her, dude. I mean, good for Bowers. He's got a, you know, hot chick, but... Enough. All the emails are just insulting people. We're telling stories. And she said this, and then she said this, and I said this, and he said this. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? That's it. That's all I got later. (laughs) I love the guy. The ending's funny. (laughs) Here's why I left it. Here's why I left those in. Because those two voicemails that are nothing but negative. They're our show listeners. We like you. Thank you for listening. What about, like, their voicemail etiquette? Like, they both sound stoned, drunk. <laughs> like, they can, barely, they can barely get the message through. They go, I gotta go. I gotta go. I just, I find those people special. <laughs> like, if you don't like Brady, no problem. I, I get it. Like, why are you calling in to complain? And she's not on all the time. Dude, just let it go. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I and, get and it. She's probably one of the way up I, in the range of intelligence of monster I girls, like I, would I got no problem with her i think she's funny Brady's she's funny. interesting yeah. i got no problem, no problem with, with i follow her on twitter she's a good follow i just think it's hilarious that these guys that call in with the negative vo- voicemails and that's fine it's your opinion they sound special <laughs> right that's all it's crazy lady still exist no call some crazy lady huh gone okay. we changed it ch- i blocked her number oh. right and she kept calling. She figured that out. She was off for like four weeks or so. She dialed in from another number, and I'm like, good for you. I'm going to let you keep going because you, you did the, Some effort. the homework. Huh. And then she's gone. I hope she's okay. That's weird. She's very angry. She's a higher up in a record company, it seemed like. <laughs> what? Oh, you don't, oh, oh geez, you got to. You're not a listener. Yeah. Archive. A, hey, he's a real listener. You can tell. I am. Like, knows what's going like on. He knows everything that happens. Yeah. Can go back. I mean, crazy lady is a pretty big milestone in the, the show. I feel yeah. like a lady's out of her tree. <laughs> to, uh, to say the least. And some of the stuff that I had to like not play, like she was dropping some very racially sensitive oh, words. Wow. Okay. That I'm like, we can't play that. Huh. So, all right. Okay. Hey guys. Uh, great show. Love it. Um, I'm loving the lit kit. Uh, best dress thing. Uh, I think it'd be really cool if you guys could do like a <clears throat> Kiefer versus Deuce Deuce, Lit Kit versus Best Dress. You could even have an intro for it. So you guys used to do the Kiss versus Pookie or whatever it was back in the day, and I thought that was fun too. Um, and it's also really cool because I pay attention to the gear a lot more now, what people are wearing, how they look. Um, I think it'd be a cool segment too because you guys could like vote on it. <clears throat> I don't know, you guys do those, like, polls and stuff. Uh, Mark's killing it. i got to throw a little shout-out to uh, Moser, because he comes up with a lot of good questions now. I don't think he wow. gets enough credit. He's dope. Big fan of Moser. And your whole show, Mathis, you're really good. Thanks, buddy. Thank Bye. you. See, positive voicemail. Likes Moser. Likes tits versus tits. Likes the best dress lit kit. I don't even know what best dress is. Nobody <laughs> does. Nobody knows. Um, so, yeah, interesting. Thanks, buddy. Hello, Steve. This is Braden Maley from Maryland. Uh, hey, this is a, in reference to Dark Star's call-in on the Alice Brace. Dark Star. Uh, to big, Star Wars, Dark the Star. The Alice Brace, outstanding oh. neck brace, been wearing it for about a year. Was a Liat true and true um, fan. Um, the full body armor, the best one for that brace is the Troy Lee full body armor. Um, I have the Atlas chest protector. The challenge for that is it doesn't have the shoulder pads 
uh, or shoulder protection. Um, and, and believe it or not, the Troy Lee full body armor underneath the jersey fits better than the Atlas chest protector. Little plug for Troy Lee. Let's work on him to get him to sponsor your show. Um, but that combination is spot on, full body armor. Um, you might think it's it's hot, but we ride a lot in the summertime in mid-Atlantic's brutal, high humidity, uh, and plenty of ventilation um, with that with that uh, setup from Troy Lee. Um, Atlas Brace is spot on. Great show. Thanks so much for everything you do. Take care, man. Be well. Thank you. I can't go with the Euro Chess Pro Under Armour body under the jersey. I can't. Kenny, Kenny wore it for a while here. No, didn't he? yeah. when he first came. A lot of people wear that TLD thing. No, but no, I know he's talking about the full like just, oh, no, I, anything. Suit. The TLD thing. I can't go for that look. You don't That's like a it. Lot going on under there. Chess Pro over the jersey, please. Who? So you don't? Cincerello wear it? Does it? I know. Okay. Does he still? Yeah. Yeah, he's got something on under there. Oh yeah, he's not that beefy. There's bro. a lot of guys that got something on under there. I'm not Paul. I'm oh. not saying like. No, like, he's like not it. saying like a normal underprotector. He's, I fine can't with. he's saying like the real shoulder yeah, pads, yeah, a, hockey a, a, pads. A foam chest pro, like no, no problem with that. That's fine. Oh. But I'm talking guys have been wearing, you know, kind of body armor-ish. Under, that's Roxon, yeah. Adam. Yeah. I can't go for that. No, no. No can do. Nope. Yeah. Back to our etiquette conversation. How do we feel? I mean, I agree. You can't look like a linebacker, but um, you got to wear some protection, but... You got to make sure it doesn't. You can't go too crazy. I think there's a point where if it gets yeah. too bulky, it goes over. Yeah, it just has to be exactly. Well, Depends what you're wearing. Can you wear? This is a Uh-oh. Kiefer JT gear discussion. Uh huh. Charles, <laughs> Charles is pretty much on on those guys' level when it comes to this stuff. Too. Oh, he is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's matching head to toe goggles, gloves, so, everything. Let me ask you this. So in your mind, okay. you cannot wear. An instinct boot with Troy Lee gear? No. No chance? No. I mean, if it's the only thing you have to ride and you can't go right, but no. If you if you have a willing chance to buy something versus something else and you, that's the option. So if no. you wear a Troy Lee okay. or Answer yep. or Thor, okay. you have to wear CD Garnet A-Star? Yeah. That's it. Something along those lines? Nope. That's it. If you really think about it, that's or the Or an thing. Answer boot. Stop what? it. TCX. Answer doesn't make a high-end boot. They have a Garnet collab. Oh, do they? Oh, that yeah, falls under, Garnet. That fa- okay, falls under a Garnet. Right? Oh, so we're talking high-end only. Y- yeah, yeah. Like, okay. a, like a boot that you... Like oh. a $99 boot, whatever, that's fine. But, okay. Not everybody makes them. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, attention, everybody. If you wore a specific brand of gear, you are limited to three brands of boot. Fuck what your foot feels like or what you need, width or toe box or ankle issues. Nope. Caslu says you're limited to three <laughs> brands of boots. What are, what are That's your, it. What are the categories that can be intercombined? Like your okay, boots are okay. Helmets? No. You can wear a fox helmet with a Thor you, gear? You nope. must wear. You must wear the same brand of glove, unless you want to wear like an all black. Like oh, uh, here we okay. go. Say say like your percent glove maybe. I'm I'm not aware of that company. But <laughs> say you want to wear like because some gloves don't fit guys. Like I get it. You yeah. know like like I think Davalos wore a different glove for a few years. But take yeah. all the shit off it. Okay. Okay. But generally speaking, Panthers glove has to Pan match. Panthers glove, same company, has to match. Okay. That's my hard rule. Just those three locked in. After that, if you want to wear a Troy Lee helmet with Fox gear, no problem. What? Troy Lee makes a helmet. It's a standalone helmet. It's a very good helmet. If you want to wear that, no problem. 
Are you serious? You should that, not be. That's where this is going. Yeah. You should not be locked in. Because you two fucks <laughs> get everything for free. You're sponsored ex-pro riders. You would never dream of it. Guess what? The average person out there, maybe they want an instinct boot that Fox is marketing on its own as a standalone boot. You want to wear an instinct boot with Troy Lee pants and gear. No problem. And a Thor helmet. That's what you really want to wear. If you, no, if I'm not saying you want to. No, that, that's, what you're saying. that's what you just said. It's fine. Thor helmet? Uh, I feel like Thor now because... I mean, if helmet is most important to you and you want a Troy Lee helmet, why wouldn't you just go buy Troy Lee gear too? Because, say, you have a sponsorship. Oh, no, they'd clip you. Oh, no. You're I, fired. Now we're talking about sponsoring. Say you have a 20% off. Yeah, yeah I would, I, the answer your, contract says you can't wear a truly helmet. I no, guarantee not it. From, yeah. not from answer. No, no, we're not talking that level. Okay, what if who they got a contract? No, no, with? An answer. Bob Cycle Supply. Okay, you're a racer. This is what the real world is like, guys. I know you're not aware of the real world. No, no, oh, we're, we're not. not real. We're this not aware. The, this is the real world. Okay, you have a sponsorship. You're a Star Twenty Three guy. Bob Cycle says you have twenty. That's a bad example, Bob. Yes, it is. Uh, because they carry everything. Yep. Jim Bob Cycle. Okay. Oh, in, in 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 uh. Fuckhead, Tennessee. Never been there. Tennessee says, people are going to be upset with you. No, yes. no, just some small town. Okay. They carry, uh, they are a Tucker, which you two are familiar with. They Correct. are a Tucker dealer. Okay. They love their Tucker rep. Good okay. guy. They should go WPS and fly, but they're not. That's okay. Okay. So they have answer and MSR. Okay. That's what the dealer likes. Good relationships. So Jim Bob's says, we're going to give you 20% off retail, which is a cool deal in the real world. I know yep. you two don't agree. Nope. Great deal. It's no. the real world. Yeah. Great deal. But so you have to wear an answer, okay? Support your dealer. But let's face it. The answer helmet Uh-oh. is not on the level of some of these premium helmets that are out in the market. Okay. So now you call BTO, give them the Pulp Mex code, and you like you, the Troy Lee helmet. You don't Sa- go buy same color. You don't you don't go to Jim Bob's and say, "Hey, I want to use my twenty percent off. Get me a helmet that I like." No, because the Jim Bob guy is in tight with the Tucker guy, and the Tucker guy says, "You order so much, I will give you twenty off a, a set of gear." This you know connection's I mean? getting deep. Yeah, I think. keep going but, with okay, your analogy. Yeah, so he's, saying, he's just saying it's acceptable to wear a Troy Lee helmet with yep. answer gear or fly gear yep. or Thor yep, gear. Absolutely, because the Troy Lee helmet is marketed on its own as a helmet. It's and, a and high Fox end helmet. Instinct boots are as well. Troy Lee, fly, showy, Fox awry, Fox. Yes. They're, they're very proud of their helmet. They've spent a lot of money on it. It's a standalone product. I think Thor does, too. I don't think they do. It's not a standalone I, product, maybe but they I'm have not, a high-end one, right? Maybe I'm not that familiar. 6D, obviously, is universal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, I don't know. It's a little bit it's like saying a second-place whole Since shot. I'm in the goggle industry. <laughs> it is uh, not like a second-place whole It's place a little shot. bit like saying that. Are, let's say, Fox it's, goggles We're trying to steal, steer gear. people correctly, Steve. Yeah. If you want to look yeah. like a okay. goober, yeah. go to the track in an instinct it's, it's, boot and, it, it a, is and not, a Troy Lee gear. It and, is not a goober look. Not at all. As a matter of fact, Dingen. there's a pro racer that runs it. And the name escapes me right now. He runs instinct boots with Troy Lee gear. What? Yep. I saw a guy. Pro racer. And he told me why. He told me why. I forget what it was. He, uh, he, 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 one he example, got a, uh, he Kyle got a, Swanson, the kid that made the last spot at Daytona in the 2PD uh-huh. main. Pretty sure he was wearing Instinct boots with yep. FXR gear or something. I don't know. Well, wasn't FXR Fox doesn't gear. make boots. Wasn't so. Fox gear. I've Whatever heard the Instinct boot is really good. It's a nice, great boot. Perfectly great acceptable. Boot. Again, marks. Mark these guys two down. Mark these two down with JT and Kiefer. Guys who don't live in the real world. Guys who are pros. Guys who are spoiled. Mark them down in that group. I'll go with the ninety-eight oh, percent okay. of the population. Okay. That are real I, motorcycle I want to find a good analogy. What about like, what about in Paul's world? 
handlebars, grip, sprockets. Can you use ProTaper handlebars with ODI grips and a Sunstar sprocket, Steve? Absolutely. Oh, wow. But you should... Paul would befriend you over that. You should try to mark... You, well, of course, he's in the ProTaper <laughs> business. I get him. But you can do that all day long. Really? Okay. All day some long. some brand loyalty. Yeah. I used to you run... Are you not brand loyal? I used to run rental bars when okay. I raced, and I love Scott Grips. Yeah. So okay. those are the brands Re- you trust. Renthal made grips all day long. What, what goggles did you wear at that time? Oh, I changed. I had a, I had a Smith sponsorship. You weren't got, stuck to Scott goggles. I got though, five with pairs grips. of Smith for free. It's mm. a good deal. Yeah. I mean, it's still a good I rolled deal. up like a factory guy. Smith violators. Did you leave the, leave leave the, the tag, tag on? on? No, I never. That oh. was before. That was after me. It's <laughs> good. It's fine, you guys. It's fine. I mean, if they're, as long as they're paying retail for my product, I'm good with it. Whatever they want to do. I, I'm trying to think of an analogy. You're just Paul. You're just you're an ex pro racer who's never paid for gear, and I get it because you're super talented on a dirt bike, and now you're in the industry, so you don't understand it. You're like Kiefer, but if you want to, I what my example was. I think your example logical. was bad. What if you're? What if you go to? I can get it if you go to a shop and you know you're not wanting to spend a lot of money and. This boot's on sale, and that gear's on an sale, and, that, boot, and, and no. whatever you're getting, that's the... That's, that's my example. No, it wasn't. It how, was not. How's that any different? You get a deal on gear, but you're stuck with answer or whatever. Okay. And then you have to buy a boot and a helmet and everything else. Answer doesn't make a top-end boot, so now you have a boot choice open. You can't afford an A-star. Your foot doesn't fit in a CD. Instincts work great. What's the general consensus of the public on this? Have you done a Twitter poll yeah, or something? Yeah, do a me. Twitter poll. They're with me. Oh, really? Wait, really? They're all with me. Prove it. Every one of them. Okay. Never mind. Don't do a Twitter poll. No, you know what? Anything. Hey, Cass Lute, as a long-time listener, you know this is a long it, it debate. It has been a topic. I really feel like it's 50-50. Okay. Huh. Guys send us photos and are like, check me out. Like, they look like, you know, and I'm, we're like, yep, looks good, whatever. Yeah. Other guys are like, hell no. Mm. Yeah. To each their so, own. Marks, what do you feel about this debate? Where do you think the public stands? Uh, I think it's yeah, pretty divided. Yep. From last time it was brought up and went on for months and months. Like a Chick-fil-A. Honestly, or, yes. uh, honestly I think it's just more derived from how much everything costs. Everything's so expensive, and I think it's expensive to go into okay, a dealership and so, get everything that matches. So, so you're with me. So, no, but yeah, well, what you're I'm saying is maybe you Perfect. get a set of gear for a year, and then you get a helmet, and you know, you're not getting a helmet every year. I could see it ending up like that, but I don't think anyone is going and and I and, think a pair of boots and picking out a kit all on the same day that doesn't match. I don't think that happens. Okay. I think the people that you're seeing that are mis- mismatching, it's because they got a helmet for Christmas. Yeah, Paul, they got it's, called the, their... it's called the real world. A set of instincts should last you two or three years. Yeah. So that's called the real world. Mm-hmm. So now you, but you can get a, you can afford pants and jersey. You know? I like how you you're, keep doing this real world thing. Like we don't live in it. Like we, <laughs> we both work a, in this world. Yeah. Like we, we, we're not having anything handed to us here. Like we got to work. No, you're getting handed gear and parts That's like correct. nonstop Fox out the gear. ass. Great gear. You you wear Fox? I do. Controversy at all? With ah. well, former Tucker employee, well, buddies, well, buddies, I don't with, care what he does. buddies with you, uh, Randy, and everybody. Blade and I just about patched up our relationship. It was rocky for a minute. Dan Truman said he only wears Shift because uh, he, he wore before to, Chad. He switched to Shift or Fox, and, now. and he switched to before Chad. So only oh, he, he the did. Originator, yeah, before Chad. So. Okay. All right, let's finish these voicemails. Honestly. We go round and round Again, on this. N- not stuck in the real world. Sad failing. <laughs> Yo, I forgot to ask you, uh, Steve. I don't know if you're coming for Daytona or not, but uh, I don't know. You talk to the fly. I mean, what do you call it? Uh, 
JT, you talk to him on the phone or the Twitter, all that bullshit. I don't have that. I don't do that. But if you do, man, tell me. I don't know if they got some. If he brings helmets down here, or he sells, or, or he got a display where I could buy a fucking helmet there or something. I want to get one of them F2 motherfuckers. He's got the carbon, you know, the ones you guys always told with that MIPS and all that shit. Because I got the. Uh, you want to talk about being cheap, filthy Phil, bro. I'm still running a Danny Smith replica fly wow. and a Brandon Jessamin. So I was looking at, you know, I was going to splurge a little bit and do some safety and get me one of them MIBs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Style, I'm going to do that RCSX there, the old man's class. And uh, you know, I'm going to get my ass kicked. I want to be safe. You know what I'm saying? So if you talk to him, send him a text or something. I send my phone number to him uh, if you want to, you know, maybe get in between or something. I just need to fit it right size. Gringo. And you can hook me up down here. I'll Fly doesn't sell me. direct cash, to customers. Like, let me know if you talk to him. And JT's the not going to meet you in the back alley. With every size helmet. Make sure helmet. you hat on the back of kids on the back of the neck. Website, can't you? Because that man is a good consulieri. You know what? He had no, 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 they, well they take you to a dealer. Shop a trap, right? Yeah, but Between you and me, bro, man, that You're still buying it off the that was just special for me, bro. It was emotional. You know what I mean? I uh, think I even shed a fucking tear. No bullshit. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, beautiful. God bless, man. Hopefully you're down here. I get a picture with you. Peace. Poor gringo. Steve, fucking F2. listen to the uh, wrap-up show, the review. Man, I don't understand why you are swinging from Vince Freeze's nuts so hard. <laughs> I, I do not understand why you are taking this guy's side. He's shown years and years and years of Partied insane Temecula. crap that he does. And you're Listen really going to gonna say that him trying to break Justin Brayton's leg is probably Brayton's fault? Have you lost your ever-loving mind? I just don't understand this whole we got to look at it in a vacuum crap. It doesn't make any sense. You have to look at his past. His past. It's like any criminal. He's a criminal. He should be off. Sent to jail. He's a criminal. That's all. <laughs> That's our listeners. Criminal. <laughs> I didn't say what he was doing to Brayton was right. I said I didn't see what Brayton did to Freeze to make Freeze freak out in Toronto. But Freeze thought Brayton's move was over the line, whatever it was. And so Freeze was going after Brayton. That's all I said. That's what I, people are like, ah, oh, Freeze was trying to kill Brayton, and he was. But I explained it was because of something Brayton did, right or wrong, I don't know, but that's why Freeze was trying to kill his teammate in Toronto. Have they patched things up? Do I know? don't know. Sh- Freeze should have partied with Brayton in Temecula. Sure. And yeah. then Brayton's a big been- party in Temecula. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Brayton. Yeah. His parties are legendary. <laughs> um, I just, these guys all, you know, a couple of mention- Twitter mentions to you about our, our, our thing. This guy says, I think even Fox with shift gear is off. Oh, wow. That's a doof. So he's on our side. He says, regardless of how they try to push it, it's two different brands. Wow. You would be surprised at how many things that people said, look at Shift and Fox. People don't know. Shift and Fox people are the same company. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. Shift and Fox are the same company. Do not send examples and say, what the fuck? Shift and Fox. Same company. It's like Chevy and GMC. Dude. Same thing. This guy says, no way can you run Fox Boot with Answer Gear. And then he says, no way. Hmm? Other guy said, I think Steve's right 100%. He is great at all his opinions. I just made that up. <laughs> I was like, that's what? Not, that's, not a, that's, not a, <laughs> that's not a tweet. <laughs> P.S. Do you want to party with me? <laughs> all right, let's go. These guys are fading. Let's go. Carry on. At this, uh, bear with me. I got a little list of uh, things to go through here. Um, 
Well, first off, you know, uh, last show, uh, somebody was talking about, you know, population of Moto and Woods guys. I'm a Woods guy, but I still love your show. You know, a lot of good content. Um, and then with the Woods riding, uh, I run X Brands, Choice Champions Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that. Um, I have a problem with the goggles fogging up. What do, uh, what do you do to help combat the buildup of the fog on the inside of the goggle? Um huh. This one's for the producer. Uh, you know, I bought the app. Love it. You know, it's good. Mm-hmm. Got some good drops, but I still got to listen to the shows to the fucking website. Get your shit together. Um, Bowers, I can't talk really talk shit on him because, you know, he's racing at the highest level. I'm not. I'm just a rookie out here trying to make it, uh, trying to make a weekend week out. Um, but, dude, he's such a narcissist. He ain't, you know. He had a good run there when he first came into the Supercross, and then he got hurt. Now it's just like, <laughs> and then uh, with Bowers, dude, what's he smoking? Thinking Anderson's going to go to Cali. I mean, uh, uh. if he leaves Bobby Hewitt from fucking Husky, dude, he's he's just a bad guy all around. Anderson's got to stay on Husky till he dies. Kind of like uh, that, but... Marty saying, two fifty class till he has to go to the nursing home, but. Uh, yeah, please on there. I'd like to get your input on uh, all my points. Uh, Thanks for listening this long. If you have, uh, keep up the good work. And keep uh, on get the fucking app working, please. <laughs> Peace. Wait, any response to hey, that? Steven. Who me? Yeah. About the app? Yeah. Uh, Testing this week. Yes, I'll have tests out this week. Very exciting. Yes, yeah. it's very exciting. On the the Kawasaki thing. Anderson, like, where did that even come from? From Bowers? Yeah, but what, like, I, I don't know. I the mean, logical would be Justin well, Hill or Joey Savacci, right? No, I think he's saying T- T- Tomac's going to go on. What? Tomac's going to oh, leave? Oh, that maybe that's what he was talking about. There's no chance. That I they, thought he was talking for JG Spot. They couldn't afford an Anderson and a Tomac. Anderson right? signed oh, but, through 18, I thought. But yeah. they could uh, a Tomac and a Hill or Tomac and Savacci, right? You would assume. Hill, if he wins, is out, right? Yeah, Joey too. Yeah, Joey too. So one of them, you know, Zach, I, if he wins, I would out. say absolutely. I could see those guys moving, but those guys turned their back on Dean. So I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I never thought that would happen. He was a team green guy forever. We know how well he did. And they, Cowie multiple times is like, no, no, yeah, no, 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 Dean. I don't think Reed ever just Reed never believed in him. I don't know. Yeah. Dean's initial time. He wanted to move up to a four fifty. who was, it was Billow and who, who would have been the, Jake? Jake, yeah. Did they pick Jake over Dean? No, Jake was already Jake there. Multi-year I year deal? Um, I know they could have picked Dean up a few times. Um, huh. And also, too, another thing to think of, if Hill does win this title and has to move up, we think, we don't know, we think JG's riding for pretty cheap, right? Mm-hmm. If it's in the in the I bracket. Know, I would assume so. But I don't. So, I does Hill ride for the same amount of money as JG? I don't think so. Hill would not. be worth more. Hill has a I mean, monster on his side, doesn't he? What's I don't I would think he does like okay RCH will have a spot right I mean they both guys are up both at guys RCH, are on a one year right? deal yeah. so they Dude, would be in the running they're, they they're want a making, winner they're making no money salary wise RCH guys like zero salary like collect your gear so like a hill Isn't he's, he's not even going to do that unless RCH finds a sponsor you know so I mean, where else are they going to go like where they else don't... does Hill go if he doesn't get the money he wants at Cowie. Dean spot at Husky? I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. I just think it's kind of early to... I, I don't... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's hard to say. 
There's not a lot of spots. Even this message is actually about the Fly Racing Moto 60 show, show number 108. You pre- previewing Daytona. Hey, man, I just wanted to say that was a great show, and uh, I really liked the positivity and your good vibes, and you seemed like you were less negative and less crabby than wow. normal. And uh, you were telling everybody to have fun, and you were cracking jokes, and I liked it, and I want you to try to bring that same vibe to more of your happy, shows happy, in the happy. future. Later, bro. I feel like you were on the show on Thursday before Daytona, was I? I don't quite remember, but you were you were normal. ordering something and you were lying for lunch. Was, and you, oh, and you were right. in a wind tunnel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you couldn't get a hold of Weech. And we couldn't get a hold of Weech. Well, that's so why. Yeah, yeah. You, I was. I feel like I'm a very positive person. We talked to Jeremy Martin. Great job, Adam Cincerello. I said great job. Um, Until you find something that sets you off, and then you go crazy. I again, <laughs> the AMA director of common sense. That's what I should be. Right, like with the, with the Viking hat. Yeah, I like <laughs> seriously. Listen to me. I know everything, okay? Um, absolutely. Can we get Mark on there? Huh? We got Mark Pellegrino? Yeah, we got Mark on there. By the way, too. Um, I know everything. His sister's not happy with you, right? Not happy with me. But I like the fact that uh, Pulp Nation dudes attacked her so much <laughs> that she had to make her account private. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> Kyle Regal. You know Kyle Regal? Yeah. Fast guy. Yeah. Arena I don't really champion. know him. I don't really know him that well. Podium 450 outdoors. But Four. what? Yeah. Whether you talk to Valley guys, JGR guys, the Junior Jackson Husky guys, Arena Cross people, sponsors of Kyle, they all just tell you stories like, I don't know what that guy's doing. I don't know what his deal is. About Regal? Know. Yeah. Okay. Have you heard of any of that? Uh-uh. Okay. Really? Throughout his, throughout his career. Okay. You, have you, Charles? Yeah, just, to, just that he's gone on a really odd trajectory through his career. It's been Thank all over you. the place. Super talented. Okay. Great guy. guy. I really like Kyle. Yeah. From Texas. No, oh, okay, yeah. He's from Michigan, but lived in Texas. Oh, yeah. So, so you I've know, I don't know him. I've talked to him a few times here and there. So I made a tweet like, if you look at career mismanagement, you'd see a photo of Kyle Regal because even after he won the arena cross title, he talked about how he wants to kill it and come back and then he just, Didn't, yeah. what, he raced half a year or whatever and then quit or I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, so and whether it goes to the Valley thing where he refused to ride 250s or refused to ride like 450s. like one or two supercrosses and Quit. He's yeah. quit multiple teams at different times. Huh. Like, yeah, it, I guess I've never really paid attention. Privateer to po- uh, national as a as a privateer. Yeah. Podium to national. Great writer. Wow. Great. So I mean, the I like sister the guy. comes back at me with just like venom on Who Twitter. Does? The sister. Regal sister. Regal. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, I'm just reporting on what my opinion is. Right. And I was asked a question about Kyle Regal. Gave my opinion. She was not happy with me. And then she said, you know, you're just sitting there talking shit on riders. I quickly went through her profile. She was talking shit on riders. I said, oh, that's funny. You seem to be doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, talking shit on riders. So I don't, you know, I was pretty civil. Hmm. Eventually, she just blocked everybody. Kyle's okay. not going to like me now. I, yeah. These social media beefs just. I didn't really have a simple. <laughs> I mean, I asked, I was, what, I, what makes this show, what makes this show popular or my podcast is I get asked at, at something. I give an opinion. It's not always right. Right. It's just from 20 years of experience of going to the races, people talking to all these sorts of people. Yeah. And I offered an opinion. And I didn't say, I just said in my opinion, this is what I think of Kyle Regal. Well, I mean, career, that's your job. You're going to get flack for it. I said career mismanagement. Making bad decisions. That's accurate. Thank you. I honestly... She did not think so. Because Imagine that. The, sh- the sister did not think so. So if you, you ask his sister or Kyle, did you live up to your expectations? Have you done what you wanted set out to do and motocross supercross racing he would say no thank you so with his talent he yeah, would say no he should have done more than he did absolutely yep. great writer yep another so guy, I said, that another guy I said that about was Lilinovich. great writer yeah. never really worked out 
different reasons. I don't know why, but yeah. Billy's not pumped on me either. I'm sorry, bud. Hmm. You, you were a good rider. I don't know. He is so, good. Anyways. Talented, dude. So, I do like the fact that she had to block. She had to put her private, <laughs> you know. So. Hmm. Hey guys, love the show. It's Dan from St. Louis. Um, you guys were talking about how uh, Malcolm Stewart has been slacking a little bit. Uh, I'm re-watching Toronto Man event and exactly. about what he just said. minutes in, and out of the top 10, he's the only privateer in there. It is Tomac, Baggett, Tickle, Millsaps, Stu, then Reed, Dungey, Wilson, Barcia. I think so. And um, I, I know it's just fitness isn't there, but uh, it's still pretty impressive. I mean, yeah. he says, I'm watching Toronto. It's 16 minutes in. The race is four more, <laughs> and he does and not stay there. No. So. I don't know, remember what he finished there. Right. But. I was watching Daytona 250s. Josh Carwright was leading. <laughs> That's the same kind of thing. Like. Uh, There's a checkered at the end, and then they have a, you know. Mookie's good, though. Yeah, fast. I, that's why you're giving him shit, because you can Talented. see the potential, I would guess. But Yeah, ask Cassandra Regal. Uh, Pulp of Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, Charles, I'll play this game with you, because he, he sucks at it. What do you mean? Ah, okay. You don't like this game. We played it before. You don't like <laughs> it. Maybe we go bounce back and forth. I, don't think I get we, one, he gets one. How do you know? What, what game? Because I did this one time with you, and I think it went poorly. Really? What game? Yeah. Where I name our, our show sponsors, and you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Never played that game with you. Yeah, yeah I think oh. you did, and then you... Sorry. Right. No, no, we split it. Please give me shows. one. Give I, I feel one. like Paul made a negative comment about one of our sponsors. I try to be. I Ooh. try very maybe hard not to be negative. About Vortex, maybe? What? All right. Huh? So let's do this. Okay. I'm gonna name. A, I'm gonna name a uh, show sponsor. You know what? I'll alternate. Yeah, that's good. Because I'm not Let's gonna. I won't ask you about X, okay. and I won't ask you about Vortex. Perfect. Oh. So Great. good job, Steve. Do a good job. Okay. So first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. One huh? word. Whatever. One, two, three words. Oh, okay. Charles knows this. You go fast. First thing. <laughs> okay. First thing. Go. Whatever it is. You just want to host this. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a better job than I am explaining it to. All right. We'll start with. Uh, we'll start with you, Charles. Okay. BTOsports.com. Online sales. Fly racing. Gear. That was good. I, fast, right? <laughs> that was best, good. Gear, best gear out there, bro. No, That's best good. gear out there, bro. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 I haven't played that drop for a while. Okay. Fly <laughs> gear. Best out there, bro. See? NFAB Jeep and truck parts. Tom Victor. Race tech suspension. Uh, they do engines now, too. Oh. Vortex racing. <laughs> Pro taper. <laughs> <laughs> See, first thing that came to mind. <laughs> it went sideways. <sighs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, gear alloy. Wheels. Roost MX. Cycle trader. Pivot works. Bearings. Mission Star Cross 5. Backflip. Yes. <laughs> X brand goggles. Uh, Rich Taylor. KTMPartsExpress.com. Should buy huskypartsexpress.com and sell it to him. Yeah. Domain name. See? Getting, <laughs> getting rich. Yes. Worst connection. Uh, they're in. Uh, they're from Northern California. That's all you got? They're stands? Are you going to critique what I say, too? <laughs> I don't like your answers. Oh, <sighs> um, I like Dick Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> FMF. Feel the power. See, that's good. That's oh, a good answer. He's funnier than me. <laughs> Atlas Neck Brace. I like their commercial on the show. W wheels. <laughs> Factory wheels. Huh. EK chains. 
that's kind of like asking great, him. Great chains. Chains. I don't well, know. Well, he makes chains. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chains. I know Damn nothing it. about EK chains. Uh, guts racing. Seat foam. Get data. Dan Truman. Ride engineering. Triple clamps. Two under. Underwear. Huh? I'm nailing this. Got it. <laughs> I'm nailing this. You're like nailing the product of what it is. Like, oh, it's like you know you're. Well, you told me. No, you did it. The first thing that came to your mind. Give me a better. Charles kind of got the game and was funny, and you were just like. I've heard it before. Like, Subway sandwiches. <laughs> I did be, that a couple know. times. Not wrong. No. Correct. <laughs> Moving the show along. <laughs> you're correct. Not wrong. <laughs> no you're, waffling. Yeah. No, you're right about that. That's right. No waffle. Uh, and with that, we're going to end the show tonight. Thank you for both coming in. Thank you. Yeah, uh, thank you. Appreciate it. ProTaper.com, brand new website. Microbar, which I've always said is genius. Great idea. Good. Uh, the official bar of the KJSC. Yes. If you have a little one, a wee one, after you look at VortexRacing.com, <laughs> go to ProTaper, check out the microbar line of grips and bars and everything. It's a brilliant idea. Cobra stuff uh, yeah. um, and KTM KJSC. Are you doing the other thing that we talked about? Is that happening? I don't remember what... what. I said it on the air and you were mad at me for uh, blowing it. I can't remember exactly which you're talking about, but I'm sure we're doing it, but maybe it's been shuffled around, okay. maybe, in the priority <laughs> list, maybe. But you don't know what I'm saying. Not exactly, no. I'm just... Think, think microbar. Okay, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Eventually. Okay. Uh hmm. Charles Castley from 100% Goggles, National Sales Manager. So good luck with everything that's going on over there. Yeah. Thank I you. I feel like you have a couple of things dragging your company down, but if that, oh, if that, God. here we go. If you got, you know, rid of that, it's a great product. He's selling stuff. Yeah. I'm just going to glance over that and say, thanks for having me. Do you deal with dealers <laughs> or no? Just the, just the distributors? Mostly just distributors. We, we do sell to a handful of key accounts inside, like BTO, oh, yeah. Motorsport, those kind the, of guys. But. The, the roll off system for 100%. Mm-hmm. Forecast. Doing well? Forecast? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's doing really well. It's uh, yeah, big, big film, forty-five yeah. millimeters. So yeah, uh, big field of vision. As wide as the the air brake? Yes. The same, same. Yeah, same I believe width. so. Yeah. yeah. That's what X needs to do. That's where everybody's you going. Can't, you can't do it on a normal frame, really. It's got, it's no, really difficult. You got to so. make a uh, something different. You got to make a, a goggle with the bigger frame. That's tooling, big investment. Yeah, I'm aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> you You're saying X brand can't invest in? I'm just saying, let's pull out the checkbook. Rich will do it. I'm sure. Oh, you want to lay checkbook versus checkbook? X, X will crush everybody. Okay. Oakley, yeah. Scott. Yeah, I, I like Rich. Really like Rich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adam Cincerillo, Davey Coombs, Jeremy Martin, all on the show. Uh, we thank you guys for listening. Greatly appreciate it. Download it on uh, iTunes. Get it on Stitcher. We think. Get it on the Pulpbex app. Maybe. <laughs> It'll be there. Yeah, it's like 50-50 whether you can play it or not. Oh, that's okay. It's not that bad. It's, it's not 50-50. It's not 50-50. Uh, you guys will be in it, so we're going to maybe blackjack paddywhack at some point? Or should we not say that on the air? Sounds okay. gay. <laughs> it did kind of... Huh, okay. Not tonight. I got a presentation no, early no. in the morning. Do you really? Yeah, I think yeah. I think I start like, I don't know, 8 a.m. I should check my schedule. Do you want me to come in? Yeah, bring, bring it Tug by. In. Bring it by. Tell me how my spiel Sell is. Some stuff. I should come by. That'd be cool. I like to talk about my project bikes and the ProTaper products on my project bikes. Yeah. yeah. Come come on by. There yeah. You uh, thank you for people for listening. Thanks to Swiss Corps. No thanks to Moser. Nothing. Not thank you, Moser. <laughs> Marks, thanks. Good job uh, again behind the uh, thing. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, we'll be back next week. Michael Lindsay from Vital MX will be in studio. 
interesting. First time a guest. Uh, thanks, everybody. Wee's out. Fuck Will Hahn. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, Walrus, walrus, walrus. I was totally nude and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Speak my mouth.